Recorded live. Welcome to the Lost Lowdown, podcast number 57, with your hosts, Claude and Justin. What's up, guys? We are talking about episode 508, La Flor. Oh, yeah. Who could that be? Well, whoever it is, I think it's a pretty little flower. Oh, he has a pretty flower. Oh, his glasses. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, so, <clears throat> what a crazy episode, huh? Fucking crazy. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> I, I shit my pants he... like eight times. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one of the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, I only did four. Um, <laughs> nice. I feel sorry for the person who did uh, 42. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah, ouch indeed. <laughs> um, I, um, you know, I think I remember saying a couple of episodes ago how, you know, just to paraphrase, you know, loss is crazy, sh- you know, just, just going off the rails at this point. And all you can mm-hmm. really do is just jump on the train and, and ride. Uh, yeah, I think they proved my point with this episode. <laughs> um, yeah. That anything you whatever you thought the show was going to be about or whatever you thought they would, the kind of stories they would tell. Yeah. Yeah. You were wrong. Right. You know, like whatever like, future you envisioned for the show, yeah. the characters back in like season two or three, Yeah, whatever you thought season five was going to be about or season six. Yeah. It's not no. about that. It's not about that anymore. No. Um, yeah, this was, I mean, no one would have ever thought, or speculated in their wildest, crazy theory of the week or whatever, of the, you know, whatever crackpot theory you can come up with. Yeah. No one would have said, uh, you know, I think in Dharma's heyday, uh, Sawyer <laughs> was a leader of their security team. <laughs> yeah, that's my theory. Thanks, guys. Love the show. Like, no one would have ever said that. That's such a crackpot theory. There's no way. <laughs> that would... That, I I wouldn't I would I wouldn't even dignify it by laughing at it. Yeah. It's 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 a ridiculous absurd theory that's absolutely correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it it's funny how that happens. It is. Yeah, it is. I mean the 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 stuff on this on this yeah. Yeah, you know, I think uh I think I think Juliet's going to get with Sawyer and they're going to have mm-hmm. a long-term relationship. <laughs> It's like, that's not the most crazy thing you could speculate, but there no. was really no basis for it. Absolutely you know? not. Like, no. They didn't really, I mean, they didn't really seem like, you know, the obvious pair. No. Um, you know, but um, but that's what happens. So yeah. uh, it's, it, it's definitely strange. And I'm, like I, like I said, and I'll say it again, you know, just, just strap on your seatbelts, folks, because um, <laughs> I, I think I really sort of, to a certain degree, think the days of, you know, speculating are over. Cause now, now it's about watching how the story ends itself. You know. Yeah. Um, because I think we've we've we we sort of I, I you know I feel like we've set up all the circumstances for the rest of the show pretty much. You know, like the things that are going to lead to the end of the show. Yeah. They're just working towards resolving that now, and uh, so yeah, so it's it's hard to sort of speculate when you know they're going to be adding so much new stuff and going in such a crazy direction. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree it's all in place, but I have no idea where the show's going at this point. 
Oh yeah. Uh, I don't I really don't know where this is supposed to be leading. Even when even when I thought uh even when I realized that at some point these people on the island, you know, ended up in the Dharma era and went and, you know, infiltrated or whatever they did and ended up working there. Um this is not how I envisioned it playing out mm-hmm. at all. Like if you asked me to describe what it would be like, it would be nothing like this. Yeah. Um <laughs> Because uh, I just didn't, uh, I wouldn't have seen this coming. This is not what I thought life in Dharma was like. <laughs> uh, no. Life in Dharma is apparently not too crazy. No, no. I mean, there are definitely crazy elements. You know, you do have a smoke monster you got to keep out. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah. you know, like like the opening scene uh, yeah. was just like, you know, Way too casual. <laughs> Very casual. Way more casual than I thought Dahmer ever got, you know. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, it's, yeah it's definitely I mean, strange. they were the, you know, this mysterious organization that we only got to see the remnants of. And, and they had all these mysterious qualities because their orientation films are so bizarre. Mm-hmm. And and this guy who uses different names and what were they really trying to do and we could only guess you know and when you actually see him in action it's like you know <laughs> there's much <laughs> le- there's much less there than there seemed to be you know there's just yeah it, it seems to me the 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 biggest mysteries are the island's history itself yeah the, the the others you know and and the island's history and and Dharma was. It almost seems like Dharma was just the kiddies playing around. Yeah, pretty much. You know, they came. They didn't really they, get it. They did. Yeah, they didn't know what they were dealing with. They tried to do some, you know, pretty cool experiments and and figure out some things. But uh, yeah, but yeah, they were, you know, they were the, um, they were, you know, there for summer camp. It wasn't. Yeah. Uh, you know. They're very limited in what they were able to do, and at a certain point, I mean, it seemed like it just seemed like they had figured out a lot more about the island than. It seems like they actually did now. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Yeah, and I think, you know, it's really hard to make peace in my head with the fact that, you know, the Losties, you know, every episode we realize how involved with Dharma and with the history of the island that they are, you know. It's, yeah. I, you know, the scene with Juliet talking about how she used to live there, you know, it makes me, it, it bothered my mind to think, you know, it, it, you know, for her, she could be thinking, you know, man, you know, before, like in season three era, what, you know, the sort of time when she was on the island in the future, you know, mm-hmm. uh, when she first gets there, you know, she's in a place she's already been. Yeah. And she doesn't, she has no idea. Like the Juliet that's there in 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 the in the Dharma camp in the seventies could put, put potentially you know write a note or, yeah. or put, you know the house she's gonna eventually live in she could write some carve something into the wood mm-hmm. that her later self could find of course yeah. she can't she, she sort of can't do that now unless because she, she didn't already know. did it you know yeah but it's, but but just the fact that you're at a certain point in time and you don't know that you've already sort of been there could be, or you could have this sort of effect change at that point. And it's, that's gotta be strange. It is. Yeah. You know, it's really strange and you're right. They are really tied into everything. And, mm-hmm. 
It makes me wonder if they're going somewhere with that, like if that's going to be a thing in the end, you know, that they I I think it will. I think I think it's it's not a coincidence, you know, and I think um I think it makes sense in a way that, you know, it's not a show about these these sort of people who are just mixed up in all this craziness. Um, yeah. They're they're a part of it, and I th- I think it makes sense to make them a part of it. You know, yeah. as crazy as it is with the time travel, it you know would you rather see the history of Dharma play out with these new characters you have you know nothing about, or would you rather see it play out with the characters you know? Well, see, my answer would be actually I'd see it with characters I don't know. I, yeah. That personally, like this, this that part of it, yeah, it's it, cool in a way, but in a way I kind of I. In a way, it ruins it. Yeah. Because um, it just makes it too mundane. Because they just get in here and they're just they're just working for Dharma like everybody else, and uh, and it's just uh, it just takes away some of the some of the intrigue. Because they, they don't know anything. The I think I think the intrigue is is an illusion because I mean here's the thing. It, to a certain degree, if 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 the losses weren't there, Dharma wouldn't be any more interesting. You know, like it would just be someone else had a security, or you know what I mean. Like you know, Horace isn't that interesting of a guy. You know what I mean. <laughs> like like even so, if so, you can have these things play out with new characters that we you know that aren't the losties. You know, uh, and I think it'll. It doesn't mean it would be more interesting. Uh, I think it'd be less confusing. <laughs> Uh, but I don't think it'd be necessarily like more more intriguing because uh, mm-hmm. that that just depends on what the writers have in store for the history of Dharma, you know, or the history of the island. Uh, but I think having having you know their idea of what Dharma was doing and then putting the losses in there, you know, I think to you know in terms of a TV show, the idea is it connects the audience to all of this, you know. So it's yeah. not like we've got to go back and relive this, this time period. Because they really wouldn't show us that. I mean, they don't have the time to focus on showing us the history of Dharma and it not include the, the regular people, you know. Yeah. Because uh, they'd have to make who's ever the main characters of that storyline be important. Right. You know, we'd have to care about them as characters. So it's, they kind of don't even have time to do that if they want to show that much of it, you know. Yeah. Um, so I so it's like I can see what they're doing now with with that whole thing, but it's it definitely is still weird, and it's you know I there's still things that I don't want to believe, <laughs> you know like Sawyer was there when Claire gave birth and just mm-hmm. he's hanging out he's hanging out watching. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah, we just have to believe that now. And, yeah. And and the thing I was gonna say about the idea that. You know that they they participated in a lot of these um, famous, um, well, maybe not famous, but pivotal like island events. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, and then you know how that how that's going to tie into the show in general and about why they're there in the first place. But but I mean, it kind of seems like they're only there because they crashed there. They only they only were there because they crashed on the island. Like. You know they 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 couldn't have been, they couldn't have ended up there if they hadn't crashed on the island in the future. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know, so it still goes back to that. Like if they had just like somehow been there. Well, but that's the thing they they wouldn't have been on the island in the first place if they hadn't crashed there. Yeah, I mean if Desmond hadn't not pushed the button, like just none of that would have happened. <laughs> But isn't that sort of the point of of you know? I, I feel like some of that is their point. 
Yeah. You know, is and then this whole thing about time being sort of locked is, you know, it was always going to happen anyway. Right. You know, but, but yeah, that's the thing. You know, if Desmond, if Desmond didn't put, if he would have just pushed the button and, you know, it would have been fine, yeah, that's true, but you can say that about any event, you know, any, yeah. you know, the cause and effect of any situation. Well, but that one was particularly that. pivotal. Yeah. Um, well, and if he if he didn't get on, you know, if he didn't meet Penny, he would have never yeah. went down that whole line to figure out that he wants to do the solo race. Right, right. Um, uh, you know, and then it, it, you know, you can go back. I think. I mean, obviously, that's a big one. Uh, that's the that's a direct cause and effect there. Yeah. Uh, but you can you know keep going back further with mm-hmm. that. If if Dharma would have never come there in the first place, he would have never he wouldn't have had a budget. If they back. didn't have that clever fellow who. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the clever fellow who uh, found the island. Yeah. Um. And hey, maybe you know if, if Widmore is the guy who started Dharma or funded it or whatever. Yeah. That might have not have happened if Ben didn't trick him off the island. Yeah, yeah. You know, and if Ben wouldn't which, have been there. Ben if... been, yeah, that's the whole thing. You know, <laughs> you can you can keep going back with like it. Horace is responsible for Ben being there and. <sighs> And then because of Ben, this happened, and then because of that, this happened, and yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess, yeah, I guess that's supposed to be the point. No, and actually, uh, I, I mean, actually, I think a, a step closer in terms of responsibility, I think, and not Desmond pressing the button, but them leaving the island was really the cause of them going back in time. <laughs> you know, because, I mean, presumably if they didn't leave, they wouldn't have been time shifting. I guess we're supposed to believe that. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess too. That's just that's what they're saying. That's what they're presenting. It it kind of seems like, I mean, the, from what we've seen, it kind of seems like the problem was when Ben turned the wheel, he didn't turn it right or something, and it got like. Oh yeah, that was the other thing of the. Because um... once Locke like put it back in place, they stopped jumping. So it seems like if they, you know, if Ben had just done it right, it wouldn't have happened, and that's all that mattered, not whether they left or not. Yeah, that's a part of all this that I don't understand. Yeah, there's a weirdness there. I think there's. I think it was two things that happened. I think. I I I think if the losties didn't leave, I think I think the problem is there's just two sort of things that happened during the same event: is them leaving and Ben turning the wheel happened pretty much at the same time. Yeah. So it's like I think the problem is, if Ben would have turned the wheel and the losties didn't get rescued, um, the island would have just moved and there would have been no time shifting. Now, the problem is, of course, that the reason that they got rescued and the reason that he moved the island were sort of one and the same was because the freighter was there, Mm -hmm. which let them get to the helicopter and all that whole thing. And then, of course, Penny, you know, so so it's like sort of the same cause has two different effects uh, that are all kind of sort of related, which is, I think, a bit unfortunate (laughs) in terms of figuring out what's supposed to be for what. But yeah, um, but I, I, I feel like. If they hadn't have left, um, the, there wouldn't have been time shifting. Yeah, I guess I think the that's island. what the show's telling us. But yeah. but it seems like it's showing us something else. Yeah. Um, because I think when Ben moved the wheel, I think Ben's moving the wheel and Locke's moving the wheel. There's nothing sort of different about that. I, I, I guess I would just say that when when Ben did it, it didn't seat correctly because it, the people when it moved, the people who were there previously weren't there afterwards 
so that that sort of made it not see correctly. Um, I see. Not not necessarily, you know, how Ben turned the wheel. Mm-hmm. Um, it also makes me wonder, like, you know, couldn't you just like throw a rock at that thing, and you know, <laughs> when it was bouncing around, I feel like you know, just a little kick should have made it go back right. But uh, not having to do the whole turning it, a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does seem that way. Because it was, you know, failing about pretty effortlessly. But then when he grabbed it, it was like, oh, I can't move this <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's true. So, a lot of craziness. A lot of craziness on this show. Definitely a lot of craziness. I'm surprised. I don't, you know, I don't know what lost numbers look like, but I remember people having problems with the show back in season two. <laughs> you know. I do, too. What is this hatch and what yeah. is this and yeah yeah the yeah no, the there were people at the time who were like it's gotten too crazy I give up mm-hmm. yeah like, yeah I mean <laughs> I think at this point if people give up it's definitely understandable yeah because it's just it's so far removed from like a regular TV show like a yeah. regular show like you know and it's also really far removed from what it started out as yes yes you know I mean the show's just it's really not in touch with the kind of show that it was. Um, I would even say that it was for the first three seasons. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it maintained a certain kind of um, format for three seasons, and uh, they've completely abandoned that at this point. They, they took a took a um, lead from Cher and reinvented themselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that still is that still a possible uh, reference? Can I can I can I use a share reference? Is Madonna better, or should I go? With... I wouldn't have seen that coming. Um, <laughs> didn't see it coming. Did I just date myself? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. When was the last time Cher reinvented herself? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, doesn't she do it every day or something? Yeah, I, guess. I don't know. That's good, though. Or, or, or maybe my answer should be share who. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That'll work. Uh, I'll find that. So, um, overall, you know, this was uh, definitely one of the lighter episodes, I'd say. It was mm-hmm. It was very uh, surprisingly just kind of a personal story about uh, about Sawyer and and kind of about Juliet and and how they how they deal with this three year period uh between the time that Locke uh turns the wheel and stops the time traveling and uh and Jack and Hurley and Kate show back up uh on the island. Mm-hmm. And uh it was it was it was apparently a fairly uneventful time. Um and uh and so it's really just I don't know. It's uh, it's kind of low key. Uh, yeah. And compared to like other episodes this season, you know, it just it felt a lot more laid back and. Yeah, I think I think it was it was definitely laid back, and I think what helped was sort of the subject matter. You know, like what we were dealing with, which you know was you know these losties and Dharma. <laughs> yeah. Like really there, you know, uh, not just like you know, hanging out. It's like they were they were part of the organizational structure. They were doing things. They had responsibilities. They were giving access to certain things, you know, mm-hmm. like 
that was uh that's the that's the thing I didn't necessarily see coming, you know, um but yeah, definitely definitely not as um not as in your face as, as uh, you know, three sixteen or something. Uh, right. Yeah. Um, but definitely still pretty good. Um overall if I was gonna rate it, um uh, uh, B B plus. Yeah. B plus. I I'd give us I'd give us a B. B yeah. B minus. B minus and a half. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> B minus and a half star. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I almost want to give it a B, but not quite. It, it was it wasn't bad. I didn't dislike it. It was I I felt very okay with it. It was it, it was good enough. I did I I did like the ending. Um, yeah, the ending was good. That actually, that actually was really nice. Something about that shot at the end. There was, there was some weirdness going on. I, I really liked that. It um, it kind of reminded me of like a season three episode. Yeah. You know, like it's, hey, we're hanging out with some Dharma stuff. You know. Yeah. More about the fence. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it did, it did kind of kind of seem like that. Um, yeah, not not a need to like constantly have plot development. <laughs> I think the writers would disagree with you on that one, but I know what you mean. <laughs> they really abandoned their desire to develop the plot. <laughs> Funny, but I know what you mean. Yeah, I mean uh, stuff definitely happens, but like it just feels like on a lot smaller scale, you know. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's 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 personal developments, and I mean they used to do episodes like this, and so yeah, it does feel like kind of a throwback. Mm-hmm. Um, but something about that shot at the end was just was just weird. They all look weird. Like there's just something. Yeah, what got me with the shot at the end is is. It, I guess I just forget where Kate is. <laughs> like, yeah, I, we'll we'll talk about it. We'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll talk about it. I just that was probably I wasn't sure I felt about it, but when I watched it again, I was like, yeah, I like that shot. I I, I like that ending. Yeah, it works for me. Um, okay, so yeah, uh, you know the title. It's it's Sawyer's assumed name. Mm-hmm. Who saw that mm-hmm. coming? Um, not me. Not me either. Although the last episode, the title was the pseudonym too. So. Oh, you're right. Look at that! <laughs> wow. Mm. Of course, we are. In that case, we already knew who it was. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we're gonna get started on this. Uh, Jump in journey okay so we pick up um we basically pick up where where we left off um two let's see yeah an episode um the episode before last where uh where Locke uh went down to turn the thing and and the time shifted as he was climbing and and then we cut up and we saw uh that uh that, that the rope was still there but the well was gone and Sawyer's holding on to the rope and um, he wants to go down and help Locke, but, uh, I guess, uh, 
Julia thinks they can't help him, and he's gone, and uh, um, and the well hasn't been built yet. And uh, and then when she points that out, uh, Miles chimes in and says, uh, "Yeah, I'd say way before." And, and then they all they all turn and start to look at something. What could that Uh-oh. something be? I don't know. I don't know. And uh, they're 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 all quite transfixed by it. Um, and it turns out to be, oh shit, it's a big statue of something. And, uh, and, and, and then, uh, then they decide to, uh, cut back and show us kind of a, a little bit of a replay of Locke, uh, down in the, uh, down in the, in the cave where the donkey wheel is, and they show him turning the donkey wheel again, um, uh, Pretty much just a replay, and then uh, once that happens, they cut back to them, um, and the the flash starts again, and uh, and, and they all kind of collapse, uh, and uh, and then the flash ends, and uh, they wake up, and they think uh, um, that uh, that it's over. Uh, their their noses aren't bleeding, and uh, uh, it, it seems to be. Um, the time flash seemed to be over, and so uh, uh, so then uh, Jen asks, now what? And Sawyer says, now we wait for him to come back. Juliet says, for how long? Sawyer says, as long as it takes. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, no. <clears throat> Three years later, but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, they like using those title cards as punchlines. Yeah, it's like, as long as it takes, and, you know, people are like, oh, maybe it'll be like two weeks. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, three years later. Oh, well, yeah. I guess, guess we're not done there. They do that same thing later with Juliet and Sawyer on the dock. Mm-hmm. Just two weeks. That's all I'm asking. Okay. <laughs> three years later. Three years later. <sighs> yeah. Hmm. <laughs> so, um, this is the first uh, new development we've had on... Presumably the the four toed statue uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. since the season two finale where it made its debut. <laughs> um, uh, we don't get a lot on it. We pretty much just get to see what it looked like originally, mm-hmm. um, but we have no sense of who built it or why it had four toes or anything like that. Um, but it was cool to see it. I, I definitely was very surprised that they showed that. Um, uh and uh yeah so yeah i i you know it was one of those moments when when miles was was sort of the one pointing out whatever they're looking at and and i i saw the camera switch and i'm like well that camera's you know on a crane they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna pan out here oh no they're they're looking at something big i'm like this is the statue (laughs) this is the statue uh, it was the same moment when, you know, right before, you know, you kind of realize that, oh, this is Rousseau's team and all that, you know, uh, one of those, like, holy crap, they're going to bring up this big thing again. Um, yeah, it, w- it was pretty awesome to uh, to see the statue, and I just, I love that they only saw the back of it. I love mm-hmm. that it was just, like, you just, it's so much more mysterious yeah. than if they just, like, saw the front of it, and it was, like, and there it is, and that's all you have, but... Yeah, it was it was a lot more interesting that um you only saw the back of it. Um a lot of people have uh, you know, basic I'm pretty convinced figured out 
what the statue is of. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the the fact it has four toes, the fact that it's ca- apparently carrying two onks, and mm-hmm. an onk in each hand. Mm-hmm. We know that the Paul character has an onk Uh-oh. necklace. Mm-hmm. We know there's hieroglyphs on different things throughout the mm-hmm. island. There's a very mm-hmm. obvious Egyptian reference here. Yeah. Um, so the prevailing theory is the statue is of the Egyptian god Anubis. Uh-oh. Yes. Okay. Interesting. Uh, Interesting. Who I believe was the god of the underworld mm. um, and, like, the afterlife. Uh, I guess I can read Wikipedia here. And hey, that. we can read Wikipedia just like anybody else can. Anubis is the Greek name for a jackal-headed god associated with mummification and the afterlife in Egyptian mythology. I see. So, okay. Uh, yeah, so... So, if that's the case, what does that mean? <laughs> Glad you asked, Shelton. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, teacher, I don't understand. Uh, this isn't Egypt. This isn't what? Is it? Well, I think what they're trying to tell us uh, is that the island was is a part of Africa that broke off. And no, I'm kidding. Oh, uh, God, I thought you were serious. <laughs> Because yeah, they did have like, that what? whole thing about Tunisia and, and, and Echo's plane, and it does seem yeah. like there's some connection. I thought you meant it, but you didn't. You know, okay. I just kind of made that up, and now that I say it out loud, <laughs> if it happens, you know, we'll see. We'll reevaluate. Right. Um, but um, if it turns out now, to be true, you meant it. You were totally serious. Exactly. Exactly. Um, no, I was going to say. To me, the the sort of simple explanation is that Egyptians were on the island uh, at some point. Um, Okay. Now, yeah, I don't – I wasn't thinking about how, but I'll go back to my (laughs) – The uh, broken piece of Africa theory. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, because I guess, yeah, I didn't didn't know um, – when I read about that, I just didn't know what that – what we're supposed to draw from that, if the idea was that that it came from there, or we're supposed to think like Egyptian culture came from the island. <laughs> yeah, like if they're going that way with it. No, I, I definitely wouldn't think they're trying to say that. That's a little ridiculous. Yeah, um, it is a I, little I, ridiculous. I think you know something along the lines of you know I think the Egyptians had um, I believe they had boats. Mhm. So, yeah, I think um, they had boats. Yeah, I don't think they had boats. like uh, ocean crossing boats, but I think they, they had like yeah, yeah, short range boats. Yeah, that's the thing. They had short range boats, and I think um, you know maybe they when the island was somewhere closer, they you know they they went there or something. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. And then and then the island got moved, or and then the island apparently, moved. apparently it's always moving. Always, yeah. <laughs> Um, which, you know, there's something later that they, that for, they say that makes me, makes me question of always. <laughs> Since um, it seems that it hasn't moved in maybe 30 years. Yeah, always moving. Possibly longer. Yeah, always moving, though. Always moving. <laughs> um, 
that does seem like a plausible theory. Um, so, so does that mean like Richard Alford is an ancient Egyptian? <laughs> Man, you are know, we really supposed to believe that? I didn't really think about the implications of a lot of this. I guess. Um, I will say one thing for him, which I was wondering why they mentioned it. I thought it was a really sort of strange line, but uh, he does have that those you know sort of eyeliner thing uh which is 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 sort of egyptian um Mm -hmm. and you know sawyer makes a crack about that and i thought you know i'm pretty sure the actor doesn't wear eyeliner no he doesn't Uh, that's one of those cases where people talking about the show ends up in the show yeah, like he, I just thought that was weird when it's like, it's pretty clear, it's like, they're only making that because the actor has that, and, and it's it's just weird for the, for a character in the show to be aware of something like that. Yeah. Um, You know, it just, yeah, it's just weird, so um, maybe they're, maybe they're trying to tell us something, like, hey, look at his eyes. Mm-hmm. Kind of looks like eyeliner. <laughs> Guess who else? Had, you know, yeah, no, I think like I, I think his eyes are just like that. But yeah, a, a lot of people uh, have are just uh, insist that he's wearing eyeliner, um, and uh, and and I think the writers have seen that and yeah. just had Sawyer say that because they thought the people in the audience saying that you know would be like Sawyer. Mm-hmm. This says, but he'd be the one to come out and say it. Can I bring up a fact real quick? Yeah, mm-hmm. bring up a fact. Uh, both men and women in ancient Egypt wore a sort of eyeliner. Uh-oh. The paint was made of minerals mixed with water, ground on pallets, and kept in tubes. It was worn for adornment and perhaps also to reduce the sun's glare. Uh-oh. Uh, these are apparently hidden facts about Egypt on National Geographic's website. Wow. So, I mean, I don't, I mean, obviously, they can have this story in this character and then cast an actor who does not have eyes like that. So, you know, does it really mean anything? Who knows at this point? Yeah. Uh, but it is a strange coincidence, I think. Yeah, they could have just gone with it because, yeah. yeah. They, they just happened to <laughs> get someone with the... Uh, Thick eyelashes. Yeah. But, um... What else is going on there? So, oh, so, we'll, so okay, so we got the statue. Yeah. There's obviously, an, I mean, to me that's what's interesting is, you know, what is the history of the island? Um, you know, it's got this huge Egyptian thing now. Definitely, does, that, yeah. does that mean that Smokey can be attributed to that? Maybe. You know, maybe he's some sort of. You know, I feel like if I I, I should go learn some Egyptian mythology, you mm-hmm. know, research some stuff. Maybe uh, maybe there's something to be said about Smokey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They could definitely do that. It does seem like he, Smokey was associated with that temple that had the hieroglyphs on it. So, mm-hmm. you know, sure. Why not? And, and the, the speaking of hieroglyphs, there were hieroglyphs on the the num the countdown numbers and the hash. Right. Yeah. You know, um, which we were like, why would Dharma do that? Yep. <laughs> you know, what's the purpose of that? Uh, yeah. I, I'm kind of feeling like, what you know, in general, what we're going to learn is some sort of Egyptian culture or a fraction of them or something 
um, you know, figured out the mysteries of the island or, or they're responsible for the mysteries mm-hmm. of the island. Yeah. And, um, you know, that that's how all this ties in. Um, okay. Wow. What if, what if like, well, that doesn't make any sense. I was thinking maybe, you know, what if the Black Rock went back in time and got some ancient Egyptian slaves and then brought them to the island? Whoa. I know, right? Ah! Hope you're sitting down for that one. I was. I was, luckily. <laughs> There's no way you could stand up to that. I That's mean, crazy. the Black Rock was a slave ship, but it was, mm-hmm. you know, what kind of slaves? Nobody mm-hmm. said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Good point, you know, I think I think they did have uh they did have slaves build the pyramids. Yep. So uh, you know <laughs> maybe a few of them got on the black rock. Who's gonna oh, who's God. gonna who's gonna build a statue, you know? <laughs> yeah, mhm. Pretty big statue too. Yeah. Pretty big uh, statue. pretty nice, pretty impressive. I like it. <laughs> Yes, very good CG work. Yes, very good <laughs> CG work indeed. That's definitely what it was, but it looked pretty good. I liked it. Yeah. I liked it. They got did, you, did you expect uh, the head of that statue to turn around and look at you? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been creepy. That would have been really creepy. Oh, God. Turns no. around, looks over his shoulder and winks. <laughs> frustrated that you know I kind of I, I kind of wish they could see more of what was going on in the island on the island at that time I mean they barely oh, man. they barely oh, got man. to see the statue and then they were transported out of there and it's like god damn it I wish I knew what else was happening I'm I feel like the the sort of ultimate history of the island will be season six I think you're right I think you're right that's I that's, think uh yeah that's kind of you know the the way they've been doing things, it's been like um, season one and two were were kind of like intro, mm-hmm. and then season three was about the others. Season four was uh, was about uh, I don't even know what season four was about, but it seems season like four was about like like them after they left the island. Yeah, I guess that's what it was about. Yeah. You know, um, and it, that's the point at which I think they started going backwards with the story and the timeline. Yeah. Yeah. Um but it but season 4 was not about um the history of the island. No. But in this case like it seems like a lot of the seasons about dharma. Mm-hmm. Um and 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 then, you know, going back from there um you know, would probably be you know whatever whatever was sort of there originally. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I because I, I, I think once once we learn like the 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 old old history of the island, like we're we're getting pretty close to the end. Yeah. You know, because I feel like that's going to reveal things about the island that you can't do until you get pretty close. Yeah, that's you know, that's once they explain if they explain Smokey in that context, it'll be it'll make more sense than if they just tell you now like what right. it is. Yeah. So I feel like yeah, they're just giving us a little a little setup for for yeah. whatever they're gonna do with that in the future. 
Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I really don't know how they're going to handle that. That's um, crazy. I, I think it's weird to have this Egyptian thing, though, just in terms of, you know, that being a sort of, you know, obviously real culture and real sort of mm-hmm. outside of the lost universe. Right. Know. Yeah. Kind of like in Battlestar Galactica, you know, like when they when they get to Earth, like how is it going to relate? Because you know, Earth is something mm-hmm. we we have an opinion about. Yeah. Um, not just something they made up in the show. So. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So it's the same kind of thing of how is it? How is it? How is the Egyptian stuff going to connect with what what we know about Egyptian culture or what we yeah. know about Egyptian history and how and much stuff are they going to make like, up? Is or, it just going to be like? modeled after, like, they made it look like that just to evoke... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing. Is it really going to be real Egyptians? Or yeah. Or going to be this other group of people who are similar or have yeah. an influence? Yeah, so... Yeah, like, they just they just copied the aesthetic, but it's not actually supposed to be Egyptians, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, they could do that. I don't really... You know, yeah. I have no idea. I mean, they have an ankh. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> Uh, they can say what they want, but it's like, if these aren't Egyptians, you know. <laughs> They've got an onk. I'm they sorry. have an onk, yeah. You don't, care, you don't just carry an onk around. No, no, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not Egyptian, but you're carrying an onk. <laughs> but you have an onk. And you just, <laughs> you just made a mummy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's good, though. Yeah, definitely good. Um, I like the waiting for Locke to come back. I don't, you know, you don't really know why Sawyer thinks he needs to wait, but he's going to wait. He's going to wait, yeah. Uh, I think. I mean, I think Locke told him that they were going to come back uh, and that that's why he was leaving. Um well, he said he was going to, yeah, get the others to come back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's a, yeah. I guess the implication is he's going to come back, too. Yeah. Yeah. Which he is, sort of. <laughs> he is, sort of, yeah. Whatever that means. Um, okay, so uh, anything else about this first bit here? Mm. I, it was interesting how they cut together Locke turning the wheel without showing Christian there. Yeah, I love when they do that. That was that was that was some good editing. They managed to because he's like screaming for help, mm-hmm. and then he and then the next cut is just him getting up and going yeah. over. And it just seems like this is what it would have been like if he did it himself. Right. You yeah. know, if like Christian wasn't there, they 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 managed to cut it where you just don't miss him in that scene. You know, like yeah. action, action wise, you know. Yeah, they made it work. It's kind of weird. I was surprised that they did that. I guess mm-hmm. I guess they just wanted to reemphasize what was going on. Um, yeah, but plot. Yeah, I don't think they wanted to have him t- talk and be on screen because first of all, they did that before. Yeah, already, I mean we've already seen this a couple times. Yeah, they yeah they already showed it again. And I, yeah, and I think um, you know focusing on Locke turning the wheel and its effect on you know, uh, Juliet and Sawyer and those guys, I think was the point. So. Yeah, and probably, like, putting Christian in there would have been would have been an unnecessary distraction. Yeah, definitely. Because it, it, it shifts the focus. It's supposed to be just about, he turned a wheel, and here's what happened to them. Yeah. Not like, you know, oh, and Christian was there and all that. That's just sort of distracting. 
that's so, um, but it was kind of odd. Like for a second there, I thought like are we supposed to believe that he wasn't really there or something. But no, I, I don't think that's the case. No. Uh, but yeah, editing—it's magic. Editing is magic. <laughs> My uh, hats off to editing. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So you ready for the uh, for the next scene here? Oh yeah. Okay. So in the next scene, it's three years later, um, as the title card indicates. Three years later from when? Um, <laughs> we'll find out, I guess. So we see a little uh, reel-to-reel tape machine, and someone starts up uh, some music, and then uh, we see a guy in a Dharma suit dancing with some uh, some woman. Uh, they're uh, they're yucking it up. Uh, and then uh, suddenly another uh, guy, another guy in a Dharma suit comes in, and and uh, and he's upset uh, that they're uh, that they're screwing around, and he talks about it, um, says that they're uh, they could get in trouble for doing this. Uh, Lafleur might find out, um, and uh, the other guy says he's not going to find out. And uh, as they're as they're bickering, um, Rosie. Uh, notices that on the uh one of the monitors in the room there that uh someone uh someone is is uh 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 drinking and and I don't know bumbling about turns out to be Horace and uh so they all sit there and watch him as he uh lights a uh, stick of dynamite and then uh throws it at a tree uh just outside the uh the fence barrier, um, and they're all uh, they're all shocked, and uh, they kind of freak out, and uh, and they uh, they uh, they got they they got to get Lafleur. They say they got to get Lafleur, and and they're they're afraid to wake him up, um, but they decide they have to do it anyway um, because of what Horace is doing, and so they so they run over, they run outside, they go over to Lafleur's house. Um, and they knock on the door, and uh, and we hear uh, a mysterious voice say, "What?" And uh, <laughs> they apologize for bothering him. They say they got a situation. Um, they say it's Horace. He's got dynamite. And then the camera pans back, and we see that Lafleur is <sighs> some Noir. new character. Oh, what? So it's some new character. Yeah, some new, someone we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's Sawyer. Sorry. Uh, and he goes, "Son of a bitch!" <laughs> Signature Sawyer line. Well, he hasn't. You know what? You can uh, you can you can take the something out of the something, but you can't. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> um, can't take the I son of I'm a bitch out of <laughs> Sawyer. <laughs> yeah. You can you can put Sawyer in Dharma, but you can't make him not say son of a bitch. I don't know. There you go. Um, yeah, so he puts on his jumpsuit and he goes out to take care of the situation because he's the head of security. Yeah, Lafleur. Lafleur, security chief. Yeah, it's a spinoff series for when yeah, he can he can pull it off. <laughs> he could pull it off. Um, every week th- there's some new problem. Every week, and that's how they always they. It's those two guys who have to come <laughs> tell him what the problem mm-hmm. is every week. You want to tell? I don't want to tell the floor. You yeah, tell you knock. I knocked last week. No, you knock. <laughs> yeah, it's um, 
You know, one of the things I've sort of realized, you know, those moments when the the the, the mysterious character talks before <laughs> we actually sees them. Yeah. They don't seem to really care anymore about us recognizing the voice. No, uh, I immediately recognize yeah, the voice. Yeah, I mean, that had, what was the, there was a reveal like that, I think, last episode. Yeah, they did that with, um, they did that with, uh, oh, was it last episode? Oh, the one before, it was pretty I recent. think they did it in the one before where they did it with, um, or it was even the one before that. It was with Sawyer and Jen, where, where Jen, uh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was running away and, and Sawyer's behind him with the gun and we yeah, don't see him. Yeah, that's it. It was Sawyer Same again. With, it was Sawyer again. Yeah. His his voice is just really easy. I mean, he like he kind of <laughs> tries to do the thing that other people yeah. do, but it just doesn't work because his. I his, mean, his inflection comes out. Yeah, that's the thing. He's got the accent plus just how he sounds. Yeah. You know? And he can change like how he sounds, but he can't change the accent because that's not, you know, he wouldn't be talking like Sawyer. Right. Um, yeah, exactly. So that's, that's kind of the thing, so. Yeah, but he doesn't do it as much as, like, no, Ben he, did it in that scene yeah, in The Economist. Yeah, I think the show is just like, whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. They didn't it, really you know, try to drag it out either. We saw it, it pretty fast. Yeah, it, it's not really worth it, I think. I mean, it's, you know, we can live with the fact that this is that that, that kind of suspense just you know isn't going to happen a lot. I mean, it's it's, yeah. it's cool to be able to do, but you know it's just not really realistic that oh man, this person we're going to see who it is in five seconds. Let's you know let's make this a suspenseful <laughs> moment by you know you can hear their voice but not know who it is. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, it doesn't work. Yeah. Plus they you know they built up the suspense for him anyway. The whole. Before he's going to be pissed. And yeah, they spent a lot of time talking about him, and so that, yeah, that really, that's really doing all the work of, like, who are they talking about? Yeah. By the time we actually hear him, it's like, oh, it's Sawyer. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, so we see the uh, the um, the uh, Mulholland Drive guy again here. Yeah, so that's, <laughs> that is the elephant in the room uh, that I didn't bring up but wanted to. Uh I guess Phil, uh, Phil in this scene, mm-hmm. um, the guy who's not the dancing, partying one, um, uh, who 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 storms in. Uh, yeah, he's he's Mulholland Drive, Herb from Mulholland Drive. Yeah, uh, and uh, uh, he had a great scene in the restaurant where he describes something, and then they go outside. It's a really good scene. It's only one scene, but it's pretty. Uh, pretty nicely done and he he carries it completely he has pretty much all the dialogue uh so uh, uh have you you haven't seen mad men right i have uh and i was gonna oh, you say did see, you may, you did see if mad you're not fans of mohan drive you may be fans of mad men where he played uh uh uh, uh jimmy barrett uh yeah this like tv comedian guy who's an asshole and and the the you know the, the, his wife becomes a character in the show and um, uh, gets involved with some of the main characters and stuff like that. But yeah, that's that was that was the newer thing that he was in. Yeah. Um, I still can't get the Mohan Drive scene. He's <laughs> always gonna be the Mohan Drive guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean that you know that was a pretty good part, but it just yeah it didn't quite replace that. But it was so weird to see him on Lost. Yeah. Um, he doesn't have that much to do here, but uh. I, I was like, as soon as he stormed in, I was like, oh, man, this guy. Yep. 
he's so like I don't know. He's there's something strange about him. I, I don't know. He, yeah, he. I I I don't know if it's just him or if it's you know our introduction to him from Mahan Jai, but he's got this weight to him that um, yeah, that you know, and every time I see him, he's he's yeah, I don't know, he stands out. <laughs> yeah, he definitely stands out. Yeah, it might be that. It might be that. That that's yeah. I don't know. It definitely biases you because it was the first yeah. time I had ever seen him. Yeah, in anything, yeah. Um, and it's it's a it's a pretty memorable scene. So, mm-hmm. uh, and it focuses, you know, focused on him and his face, and, mm-hmm. and you know, and it just every time you see him, I see him, and you know, we see him and stuff. It just he's he's the Mahan Drive guy. Yeah, yeah, he is. <laughs> he is, uh, but I guess he's doing TV work now because uh, yeah. it's the second time I've seen him on a TV show, and it's just a matter of time before he pops up in any given show now. Yeah. So, uh, look yeah. for him in your favorite shows this fall. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So, um, so what else about this scene? Uh, Dharma Security is uh, is uh, <laughs> <laughs> a little uh, not exactly top notch. Not exactly top notch. No. No, they're. Uh, they're they're kind of running a uh, second rate operation there. No offense, I'm sure Lafleur wouldn't be happy with me saying that. But, uh, yeah. At least some of his underlings uh, don't seem to have uh, don't seem to have that much commitment to the job. Uh, well, sometimes you just have to have a hoot nanny, no matter <laughs> where you so. are. I forgot that he said hoot nanny. <laughs> if you if you listen to that that whole conversation, there's about. There's about like five or six, you know, um, you know, temporal colloquialisms or whatever the appropriate term would be. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, a lot of phrases of the time are there. Um, oh, you're right. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Yeah. They they just they threw them they threw them in there. It was a lot. Yeah. Um, nanny, uh Bummer. Bummer. Uh, yeah. Mellow out. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was just was... dropping off some brownies. Yeah. It didn't look to... like she was dropping off brownies. I didn't even see any brownies. Well, even if she did, I'm I'm wondering if those are special brownies. Because <laughs> uh, just, it just sounds like I, that's just, maybe that's just what my head goes to. But uh... That was the first thing I thought of. <laughs> Because brownies aren't that special in and of themselves. So yeah. It's like, oh, she's dropping off brownies. That's an excuse for her to come over. No, yeah. Those are those are special brownies, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think and by so. special, I mean chocolate frosted. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. They have they have walnuts. Mhm. Mhm. They really take brownies to the next level. Those walnuts. They really, really do. I, uh, um, I can't live without him now. Yeah, I I have to assume that this girl is part of Dharma and just sort of you know whatever her function is is. You yeah, know, I mean she's there, it. so. She, yeah, I mean if she knew Horace and like she yeah. was aware of what was going on, so like yeah, and obviously she you know she lives she has to live at this camp. Yeah, she must. Yeah, so presumably this is just her off hours from whatever yeah, it is she, she normally off. does. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, but you're right. I didn't even think about that because it kind of seems like she's just like some random person who's there. <laughs> yeah. But that doesn't make any like there's that can't work. No, because not of where they show. are. Yeah. <laughs> they can't just bring like random characters from the outside. So yeah, I didn't think about that. That's good. Oh look, yeah, yeah I don't notice anything, do I? <laughs> there I go again. Not noticing. Mentioning how I don't notice anything. All right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <sighs> hey, you can't you can't notice everything, man. You really can't. That's right. That's right. <laughs> or in my case, you can't notice anything. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's the correlation of that. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I just I just like pointing out when it's something that I hadn't considered. That's all. <laughs> what are you gonna no, do? That's good. That's good. <laughs> It validates my being here. There you go. There you go. Yeah, I don't know. I had to bring that up. Uh, I'm going to say it some more times, so brace yourself. Uh Uh-oh. Because I'm sure there's some other things I didn't think of. Um, Okay, so... uh, Yeah, so, like, uh, from the way they're talking about Sawyer here... uh, it seems like he runs a pretty tight ship. Like they, like we're supposed Sawyer, to believe like they're like afraid Sawyer's of him. Sawyer's a whipcracker. Like yeah, like he's really a hard ass. Like they don't want to fuck around with him. They they aren't even gonna go wake him up, even though it's like a crisis, like the mm-hmm. a time when you know security is needed. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I don't find that odd. Like we don't see him like how he interacts with them. I mean, I guess we see, like, a second, and he isn't particularly, like, mean to them or anything. So, it's just, I don't know. Like, I just yeah. think it's kind of odd the way they built him up. That's the thing. I don't I don't know if it's just for the drama of, of their introduction to LaFleur. Like, oh, we'll make him this badass character, and people are, you know, because it builds up the drama. Yeah. Uh, or if it's really that, you know, for whatever reason, he's a whipcracker, and, you know, if we see in the past, you know, we'll see him being a hard-ass about that. He didn't, yeah, I, I, I just, I can only, I, what I sort of think is, I can see Sawyer being, um, you know, being, uh, being a hard ass or whatever just because he's in this situation, you know, of, of you know, sort of pretending to be this other guy, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that he did work his way up to the head of security, I think that might, you know, that might go hand in hand with him being sort of aggressive or something. Yeah. Uh, like he sort of had to take charge. Like he, you know, he sort of wanted to be put himself in a certain position for this whole operation. Right. And he sort of had to be, you know, he had to be a certain way to get there in his opinion. So that, that, that aggressiveness came out to sort of get there or something. But yeah. it is definitely a strange night. Uh, only time will tell. If we see him, you know, instances of being him being a hard ass and other things with, you know, with his job, then it'll be validated. But it does seem to sort of lean more towards on, you know, it works well for the introduction of the of Lafleur, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's better than you know. I want to wake up Lafleur. No, I want to wake him up. He's so much fun. <laughs> Yeah, what? Why didn't we invite Lafleur over for brownies? You know. Like, yeah, exactly. Maybe he wants to dance with his girl. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really. Uh, <laughs> it's not very dramatic. 
No, it's not. Um, so yeah, I, I I definitely feel like that. But it's just I was trying to imagine Sawyer just like, you know, really uh, really cracking the whip on these guys. And, but you know, uh, he Sawyer isn't. You know, he's he. I can you know you can definitely see Sawyer being a hard ass, right? I mean that's not yeah. Good. I guess he's, so. Uh, yeah. He's, he's pretty ornery. Yeah. Uh, you know, and um, and I think in in that kind of situation, I, I can see him definitely being a hard ass. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'll buy that. I mean, come on, he was a guy you couldn't. You know, some girl was about to die because she, you know, Shannon was gonna die without her. Her album oh, location, and he didn't care. You know, he didn't care. You know, so. Oh man, I forgot about that. Yeah. There is a guy who had the stuff you wanted, and he doesn't even need it. He's still not going to give it to you. <laughs> he, and and he, he didn't even have it. He didn't even have it, and he oh, went yeah, through all that. <laughs> that was so ridiculous. Oops. <laughs> That was that whole thing where they where Saeed had to torture him, right? Yeah. Oh man! Wow, that's yeah. He like went through all that. Ago. That was so long ago. That was a really long time ago. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I do feel like he's changed since then, but yeah. But, but I agree that like he he can be very stubborn and yeah, he's got that in him. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And I could I could see working for him being like, you know, an intense experience. Yeah. Um. But I guess just because, like, I know him, I, you know, <laughs> it, he doesn't seem as bad. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, so we see in this, in these scenes, the, the sort of new Dharma logo. Uh, I mean, maybe we saw it last time when we saw Jin in the outfit. I don't remember oh, how Jin's it was shot. Thing. But yeah, yeah. But the, the, the Dharma logo, the star, the security logo, I guess. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, Dharma was just making up logos left and right. <laughs> I think uh, any any little thing they had to do, they're like, hey, let's have a logo for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got a pawn shop press to make up a logo. Oh, man. <laughs> it looks like there's there's 20 identified Dharma logos at this point. yeah. Twenty logos. Nice. Uh, some of these might be out of canon. I think. Yeah, some of them are questionable. I definitely think the logo on the fake door uh, is questionable as a real yeah. normal logo. The the Fogo on the four. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's for the old school Lost Lowdown fans. That's right. Nice. <laughs> if you laughed at that, you are an old school fan. <laughs> You might be an old school LLD fan if. <laughs> yeah, we could we could rattle off some things. <sighs> yeah, the Fogo. And the 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 Famp, the Famp and the Fads. The Famp and the Fads. <laughs> Don't forget the oh, Famp the and the Fads. Oh, the good fad. old days. God. <laughs> I remember when that was a that was a great mystery. It was. I, that boggled my mind for a very long time. <sighs> it all seems so useless now. <laughs> yeah, they just did it because, oh, well, who cares? Yeah, that was pretty much the resolution. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I felt the need to obsess about it so much. Well, because it was there to obsess about. I guess so, yeah. 
Yeah, I really thought it was a big deal though. And the furniture, the furniture in the room where they took Claire, that was that that blew my mind. Oh, in in maternity leave. In maternity leave, yeah. <laughs> I remember that was the whole thing of how they got furniture. They and, got the uh, furniture, and they got the plane that was playing the, yep. the lullaby. We had a whole she... thing about well, maybe some company yeah. and like yeah, and the and then of course. Like, that was the mobile she saw in her dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, yeah, it was not cut and dry. But no. apparently they just <laughs> got bought, ordered it on Amazon, <laughs> you know, or, like, yeah. they took the sub to Ikea in Tahiti mm-hmm. or something, or I don't know. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. And the fact that it was similar to her dream and it happened to have that song in it, all that was just, you know, coincidence. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. I mean, they had to get some kind of crib, and they had to get some kind of mobile for it. So, you know, there was at least some non-zero chance they'd get exactly that one. Uh, that's true. So, you know. Mm-hmm. There you go. Oh, well. <laughs> mystery solved. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. As much as we're seeing of Dharma now, it's really... Uh, only gives me a different perspective. So we have so we have Horace out here, you know, freaking out, throwing some dynamite around, and I'm really thinking, oh man, whatever he's upset about, it's going to be crazy. I can't wait to find out. Cause wow. There's some there's some big big revelations coming. Like I've got to sit down for this one. <laughs> And we all know where it goes from here. And your hypothesis was true, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He had a fight with his wife. Mm-hmm. What? What the fuck? That has never happened on TV, ever. <laughs> this is the first character to have a fight with their spouse and to get drunk and throw a tantrum about it. <laughs> and You know, I, I, I'm going to say it. Loss is just breaking new ground. <laughs> Yes, they are. Uh, I guess because Horace uh, is, you know, he appeared to Locke in that vision and Cabin Fever, and I guess I'm still a little sketchy, but I guess it was revealed there that he actually built Jacob's cabin, um, mm-hmm. and so uh, so with that, um, uh, I guess I was thinking that. You know, he was upset about some larger plot thing. I built this cabin, and then this ghost took it over. <laughs> now, he go. now he won't let me in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that makes it sound really crappy, but uh, <laughs> sure. Sure, why not? Um, something like that, maybe? Yeah, something like that. I, I, I thought it was a bigger deal, but, yeah, he was just, he was just mad because, you know... He, well, we'll find out later, but... Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Muddle, muddle, muddle. Yeah. Uh, I I guess I just feel like we're getting more on him at some point, and it's not this episode. It's definitely not this episode. Um, Because I really want to know how he builds Jacob's cabin. Yeah, I mean, it just... 
at this point, I just sort of assume he built. He just he just builds a cabin. He wa- he wants a place to himself, or he you know yeah. I always wanted a cabin, you know, or something. And, yeah, that's pretty much what he it. says. Yeah, he builds it in uh, you know at some point that becomes where Jacob uh, calls home for some reason. Yeah, and that's all there is. Maybe maybe that's the part I'm missing. I always want more, and it's just. It was just a nice cabin. He just wanted to move into a nice cabin. That's all he wanted is a nice cabin. Yeah. That's so wrong. For himself. What's wrong with that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But I, 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 I still kind of expect that that there's some there's something more to him than, than we get um, here. Uh, and so I hope uh, I hope we... I hope that comes to something here in well, the future. Well, I think the big thing we learned in this episode, I believe, uh, is that he's sort of the leader of the others. Yeah. I, I guess, don't think that was really clear before. Yeah. And by the others, I guess you mean Dharma. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. I just want to make sure. Yeah, I mean Dharma. Um, I feel like, I feel like, yeah, okay. Um, I was thinking. I guess I was thinking from the others' perspective, the others, the other others, yeah, um, which is Dharma, right? Uh, but yeah, he's the the sort of leader of Dharma, uh, at least yeah. on some 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 level, something like that. Yeah, although it kind of seemed like Campbell was in charge in that earlier scene, but maybe he's just like a sub uh, in charge of his thing. Yeah, I get the sense. I get the sense Candle was in charge of the, you know that operation and, and the sort of the science end of it, and, and Horace seems to be in charge of the like managing sort of yeah. what's going on here. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that's something because that didn't I, I didn't necessarily get that impression from the first time we saw him. No, and it, I think it definitely makes you reevaluate you know the whole thing with Ben and the fact that you know yeah he was there when Ben was born and he's the one who got Ben and his dad to come and he greeted them first you know yeah that's if, right if he's, he's the leader then he's responsible for Ben being on the island yeah um and so that's kind of crazy yeah definitely. Because uh, Ben being on the island uh, turned into kind of a big deal. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he saw that coming. Um, <laughs> when he just rescued a woman who had just died giving birth. Yeah. You don't necessarily think that baby's going to grow up and kill you. <laughs> <laughs> and if you do, maybe you re- reevaluate how much you want to help. Yeah, I guess so. Um. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I guess that's I guess we do learn something. But yeah. uh I guess I don't know, I always want more. I always expect something else. Well don't. Yeah, okay. I guess I'll <laughs> stop doing that. <laughs> really simple solutions here. <laughs> Wasting my time. Um Oh, did they say something in here? Let's see, no. what did I want to bring up? They didn't say anything? No. (laughs) Okay. No, they said nothing. Okay. For some reason I thought they said something, but... Yeah, I guess not. It was all silent. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, so... uh, Anything else uh, about this stuff? 
Meh. Okay. So, um, in the next scene, we see, um, well, first of all, we see Lost, the beginning of the show. Uh, that's nice. Uh, look at that logo. It's great stuff. Um, never really get a chance to look at the logo during the podcast. Anyway, uh, uh, we see Miles, uh, coming outside, um, from a uh, from a building, he's got a security suit on. He gets in the van with Sawyer, um, and uh, uh, they they talk about uh, horse for a second. Uh, Miles says, "Since when does horse drink?" And Sawyer says, "He doesn't." So we're gonna have to keep this on the down low. Um, so uh, so they drive out to uh, to where Horace is, and Horace is uh, passed out on the grass with uh, a bottle in his hands and a burned down tree in the background um, and uh, Sawyer tells Miles to uh, put out the fire pack up the dynamite and Sawyer will take him home Miles suggests they do the, the other way around Sawyer says you want to tell Amy where we found him and uh, Miles doesn't respond but uh, I guess uh, Miles doesn't want to tell Amy so uh because that Amy is a is a ball buster, man. Yeah. She's a hard ass. <laughs> Amy's just so, Amy's the new LaFleur. <laughs> it's just a camp full of hard asses. <laughs> it is, it really is. Yeah. Yeah, and she really she really uh she really gets Sawyer an earful here. I bet Miles oh, yeah. is really glad he didn't come for this. Oh uh, man, Miles Miles wouldn't be able to handle it. <laughs> no. No, he's a delicate little boy. He he can't he can't handle her. Uh-uh. So uh I don't know. I guess that's a scene. <laughs> I think that's what they Carlton and Damon said. Eh, that's a scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um yeah. who wrote this episode by the way? Uh I don't know. Um did uh okay. Elizabeth Sarnoff and Kyle Pin- Pinnington. Hmm. Now Elizabeth I'm familiar with. Yeah, I've seen Elizabeth. She's written a lot. Pinnington I don't know about Kyle. Like all he's got is cabin fever in this one. Oh. Those two, uh, that's it? Yeah. He wrote cab he co wrote Cabin Fever. Oh, with they Elizabeth both have Sarnoff. Cabin Fever. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, she wrote me... Abandoned. Wow. Yeah. That one. Um, okay, so she goes back to season two, I guess. Hunting Party, Whole Truth, Two for the Road, Further Instructions. Ah! Yeah. Stranger in a Strange Land. Wow. Yeah, she's got a couple stinkers. Egg Town. Oh. <laughs> the biggest stinker of them all. Yeah, with Gregory Nations. Two G's. Oh man, two G's. An egg has two G's. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Does that mean it's uh, not short for Egbert? <laughs> I don't know how to answer that question. <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> that is the answer, I think. Um, if you actually answered, I don't know what would happen. <laughs> Exactly. Um, but definitely some good ones in here. Yeah. Um, uh, Jughead. Uh, Cabin Fever, as you mentioned. 
Me, Kevin Johnson. So, anyway, um, yeah, Kyle Pennington, I guess he's new. Relatively new. Yeah. Um, so this is a weird one. Um, but, of course, you know, they they all come up with the story collectively. So yeah, we can't totally. blame them for the story. We can just blame them for, like, how the individual scenes play out. Yeah. Character things. Yeah, totally. Lines and stuff like that. But, uh, so, yeah. DNC approved the story. So. Yeah, they did. They approved the script, too. I mean. And the script. <laughs> You're right. You're right. I mean, at the end of the day, they are to blame. <laughs> yeah. You know, they, they see this from the beginning till the end. Till they it's do. Edited and everything, so. They do. They do. Their show. That's right. We're just watching it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, that's interesting. According to Lostpedia, this is the first Sawyer-centric episode since season three yep. is Every Man for Himself. I was going to bring that up. I was going to say, when is, the, when is the last Sawyer episode we've seen? I guess, I guess this, that's it. That was a long time ago. Yep. God damn. Yep. Wow. I didn't even realize. I didn't realize. I guess because he's been around. It's not like he hasn't done anything. No, he's been around. He just hasn't got his own episode for a long time. Yeah, that was that one where he uh, he was in prison and he found out he had the baby. Yep. Yeah. Baby in prison. Baby in prison. That's what it was about. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I remember that episode was weird. It was just yeah, yeah, when he was like in prison and yeah, that was the one where on the island like Ben pretended to put a uh, the thing in his. And, and it's to stop his heart if... Yeah, the whole if, rabbit thing. If his heartbeat went too high, yeah. And it had the rabbit. Ben pulled out the rabbit and and shook the cage and... Oh, and, that's, when you, that's when we discovered that they were on the mini island. Yeah, that was when we discovered they were on the mini island. Yeah. Yeah, that was a pretty big revelation. It was, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a bad episode. No. But it was, it, it was during a dark time in lost history. <laughs> Season three. Season three. <laughs> AKA. <laughs> Zing. Um, yeah. You just you set him up for me, you know. That's right. That's that's my job. Yeah. <laughs> Team effort. Um, yeah, no, definitely season three. Definitely a dark time because I mean they were like half of the losses were captured, you know. Yeah. Like half of yeah. the main characters were like, you know. Captured and all that, so yeah, I, I especially think like those first six where where they were captured and uh, and it was all about Ben's cancer and Jack's got to do the surgery and uh, the, the you know Kate and Sawyer were out in the cages and oh man and they were they were building the runway and which of course we didn't know was a runway mm-hmm. at the time. So uh yeah. That was uh that was hard to rewatch when I rewatched it the one time. <laughs> so yeah, anyway, yeah, that I was don't know. that was an that was a that was a different chapter. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um okay, so uh so I guess I guess Miles is just working in the security thing with Sawyer here. Yeah. Um uh, I mean, what else? I will say? say that you know, for this having been, you know, this is like three years later. You know, Miles is still, you know, just a part of this as he was before. It's, I think that's sort of surprising to me. 
I mean, I don't know. I guess Miles doesn't have much of a choice, but he's 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 a lofty now, you know. Like yeah, before you know, he came on the island and he was part of the freighter crew, and then he's you know he's been around and he's been involved in stuff. But I think at this point, you know, he's he's all in. Yeah, uh, there's no sort of like you know easy out or he'll be off of the show pretty soon or you know like he's he's in there. Yeah. Uh, he just spent three years with Sawyer and Juliet and Jen, so. Yeah, you know he's he's as much of a of a lossy as anybody is now. I think at this point, definitely. Um, yeah, which is which is pretty interesting. I didn't the long term commit. Yeah. He has spent more time with Sawyer than Jack or Kate or Hurley have. Yep. Yep. So, which so is you're really weird. He should be in love with Miles. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> so now it's either Juliet or Kate or Miles with mm-hmm. Sawyer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing he'll probably go Juliet or Kate. Probably. That's just my, that's a hunch. Probably. Miles, uh, he's, uh, Miles is, Miles is the guy that you, uh. <laughs> yeah, you want to finish that? Never should, mind. I, should, I, should I save you? Yeah, please. <laughs> I don't want to finish that sentence. <laughs> no one wants you to finish that sentence. Um. So anyway, so yeah, Miles is uh, Miles is around, and Dan too. You know, uh, presumably Dan's around doing something. Uh, yeah, I guess he's working. Maybe maybe that's the thing. Maybe Sawyer, Sawyer and Miles and those guys obviously are in the security wing. Mm-hmm. Juliet sort of in the motor pool. She's yeah. like helping with the autos or whatever. Right. Um, and I'm I'm assuming you know. Dan is in the sort of science area, help you know, working on those projects, which is good. I think that they sort of sort of split up in in a way. And, it seems uh, like it seems like Dan just got like just got on the construction crew. At yeah, a yeah, point. yeah. Um, he's definitely. I don't think he's really like high up or anything. Yeah, but we don't we don't see him very. We don't see him in the future in this episode. No. Um. So they they don't really. He's kind of just in the background. Um a lot of time here, so it's not it's not quite clear what he's supposed to have been doing this whole time. Um but we do know at, at a certain point he uh he's he's helping with the construction of the orchid. So I just thought of something. Oh, okay. Yes. What is it? What if Dan is, you know, helping with the construction of the orchid and all that stuff and, you know, Maybe he works his way up a little bit. He makes some comments, and Candle hears that he's, you know, he's just not an ordinary, you know, construction guy. He's got some. Not, I know. Anyway, somehow Dan is in a position where, you know, maybe he, maybe he turns the wheel or he gets down there or something, mm-hmm. and then he goes, you know, to a certain point in time to which um, he can end up being the smart fellow. Uh oh, the, the clever fellow. fellow. Yeah. Because hey, think about this. They're in the seventies right now, right? Yeah. So if he turns the wheel now, he would presumably just go to Tunisia in the seventies, right? Uh maybe. maybe. I mean of course there could be anything, but Yeah. That's one of the possibilities, I think. Yeah, it seems like yeah, it seems like you go you go to Tunisia a little bit in the future. A little bit of the future, which is fine. Yeah, I think that's a, a fairly appropriate timeline for him to build the thing that they're that helps him look for the island. But I don't think so, though, because if he goes any in the future, they're already on the island. So 
he needs to go to the oh, past. Oh, the past. Um, which I guess they could do. I mean, like when Ben did it, it it pushed him like nine months or something. Um, when Locke did it, it pushed him like three years. Um, so that's not. I mean, that's not exactly. Oh, consistent. So I can, yeah, I can go anywhere then. So yeah, I mean, I guess they could have it send him back or something. I I could definitely see them making him the clever fellow and I don't know. I could I could even see her like knowing that. I um, definitely think she knows who built that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. And think about this, you know, whatever, you know, if Dan learns about the energy near the orchid, you know, basically the the docky wheel energy or whatever. Mhm. Uh that would be, you know, a good a good sort of um you know, lead in terms of if he did leave the island and wants to try to find it again, he knows about this energy. Yeah. Uh and he can you know, which would which is what the guy figured out. <laughs> you know, like that's the story of the clever fellow was he knew the island was connected to these pockets of energy and that, you know, there's a certain one he was looking for, so Yeah. That uh seems that it can tie tie together that way too. Yeah. So yeah, so look out for the clever fellow. I'm thinking he'll be familiar. <laughs> Daniel Faraday is the clever fellow. <laughs> the clever fellow. This fall on ABC. <sighs> yeah. Um. I I don't I don't want to I don't want to toot my own horn too much, but I I I am a little bit proud that when we first saw Dan at the beginning of the season, this sort of thing is exactly what I thought was going on, <laughs> and so for once I actually uh, I actually had the right uh, intuition about what something meant. What do you mean? What what sort of thing? That he was involved with all this stuff, or well, well when we saw when we saw him. I, what, what I think I said at the time was, at some point they time flash into the period where, where Dharma was active, and then they kind of infiltrate or get in there and start working for them. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you mean when we first saw him at the beginning of the season? Yeah, at the beginning of the yeah. season in that first scene. Um, yeah, totally. Uh, I just, you know. Toot toot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I with. Keeping the appropriate humility because I'm wrong about so many things over yeah. and over again. I think that's that's the point, though. It's like when you're right about something, you know, when any of us are right about something, I think it's appropriate to toot a little bit because, uh, yeah, we are all wrong about a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, God, I thought I thought all kinds of things that didn't happen this season. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that one, uh, I, I'm just going to cling to that. Because uh, uh, it's nice to have one at least. Yeah. Because especially these days, like it's really hard to guess where they're going with things. Yeah, definitely. You know, this well, whole Oceanic Six suck plot like didn't play out at all like how I thought it would. Nah, these days one will get you two. Yeah. Good. <laughs> good. I'll take it. Uh, all right. Next scene. So next scene, Sawyer's going to Amy's door. Ooh. Uh oh. Look out. She's going to tear him a new one. She's going to kick his ass. So uh, she goes to Amy's door. She's got, uh, she's got, Hor- he's got, sorry, he's got Horace uh, slung over his shoulder. And he, uh, 
he brings him inside and flops him down on the couch. Um, and uh, um, Amy asks where where they found him, and Sawyer says by the flame, blowing up some trees with dynamite. Sawyer asks why. Amy said we had a fight, um, and uh, she doesn't elaborate. She just says it's personal. Um, Sawyer says it's going to get around. Uh, uh, <clears throat> and she says it was about Paul. Uh, and he uh, he tells her to go on, but, oh, no, the baby. It's the baby because she's pregnant. I didn't mention that, but uh, she is, and uh, <laughs> she's about to have a baby. So. so in the scene. Sawyer <laughs> says, oh, shit, and uh, that's it. So he says, oh, shit, wow. <laughs> really, uh, they're getting by on the censoring, huh? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's uh it's uh ABC after dark. It's uh, exactly. <laughs> the kids are to bed and the characters are cursing. Uh I so, I, I, I feel like symbolically he said oh shit, but I guess he actually yeah. said oh hell. Yeah, he meant to say oh shit. Yeah. Um yeah, so she's having her baby, Horace is passed out, and sort of doesn't know what to do, and three years earlier. So, so this is the 85th baby we've seen on the show? I would say, I would say, at least, yeah, yeah. 85th would be a lower estimate, but uh, definitely a good starting point. <laughs> Somewhere between 85 and infinity, I think. Yeah, definitely. That's a, that's, that's a very good estimate. Um yeah. <laughs> Very accurate. Can't beat that one. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It really has been. Um, I think there was a post, another round of Name That Baby. Yeah. Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> Every, like, three episodes, we get a game of Name That Baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, whose baby is this? Who's that and baby? Not... I want to um, know who the baby is. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we got a baby. I guess this is uh, Horace's baby, Horace and Amy. Amy, uh, as uh, heretofore unknown character, but uh, uh, but at some point she had a baby, and uh, I guess I guess we're supposed to speculate about who this baby is. <laughs> Do you um, think they? You think they want us to try to guess? I don't know. Um, I don't know if we're supposed to or not. Um, uh, I don't know if this baby is supposed to matter, but maybe they're. I mean, well, they, all all babies matter. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you, sir? You're right. You're right. Sorry. No. Uh, all babies. All babies are important. Um. Uh. So yeah. Uh. It it has been a thing though, like this season where, uh, we, we keep finding out people have connections to the island and. You know, apparently Charlotte, you know, was born there, and and you know, there's a bit we had a bit of speculation about Miles um, mm-hmm. being on. Of course, Dan has you know Miss Hawking, who was an other, yeah, um, as his mom, and uh, so so anytime we see a baby, it's like, all right, is this another baby who's going to be somebody well, we know? Especially a baby in the past, right? Right. I mean, that's the extra element. Is you know, this is in this is you know. This is in the past, so it could be a, a couple people. I guess we should go through the roster and figure out who this could be. I don't have any really good ideas. I don't either. 
Uh, I don't either. I, I mean, we've most of the characters we've either seen their parents or their birth. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we can we know it's sort of not them. Now what um, we do know is that it's a boy. We know it's a boy who was born in the seventies. So that yeah, so that narrows it down somewhat. Um, but uh, not not too much. Uh, I saw. Yeah, I guess we we would have to go through a list of characters we know. We know, we know age, gender, and ethnicity. Yeah, um, characters you know who fit good. who fit that description, and whose birth is not accounted for yet. Mhm, mhm. I wish there we could just plug in these values into a machine and it would tell us <laughs> who. Uh, <laughs> you know, just weed out all the all the ones that can't be. Yeah, you're right. That would be that would be easier. So let's see. Um, who could it be? <laughs> who do we have? Who do we have? Okay, maybe we should say who it's not. Okay, see sure. Who's left. I, I'm on the Lostpedia page. Um, I'm on the characters page. Okay, I need to look follow at that. Along. Yeah, we need to go through this. Let's see. Uh, I guess we should point out this is going to be a, 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 a tangent of sorts to figuring out who this is. So uh, I don't know how long we're going to be on this, but. Yeah. Fair okay. Way. All right. So, so so I'm here. Let's go. It's not Jack. It ain't Jack. We know his parents. We can we can skip over all the women, right? We can skip we can over the skip women. Skip over all the women and non-white males. That's right. Um. So it's not Jack. It shouldn't be Sawyer. Yeah. Uh. He. You know. We saw his childhood. And yeah. All that. I mean, and his his parents uh are accounted for. To his some parents extent. are accounted for. Hopefully that was really them. Yeah. You know. It should have been. Um. <laughs> Uh, shouldn't be Locke. It's not Hurley. We know um, we know his parents. Yeah. Now Locke. Hmm. Could it be? Locke? I mean, I don't think so because Locke. I don't think it could be Locke because he's too he's too new. And we he's saw Locke's birth. Besides and, that, yeah, that's the thing. We saw his birth, and he's too young. And he's too young. So or too old or whatever, depending on who you're talking about. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> the baby or Locke. Uh, it's not Sayid or Jen. Um. Could it be Charlie? <laughs> that would be weird. Um, um, although we kind of know his parents, so yeah. Um, unless that was a lie. I mean, there's always the lie part. Um, <laughs> you know, if you, if people are lying, I mean, I guess it could yeah. be Jack uh, or Sawyer. Uh, it can't be Jack, though. I mean, Christian has to be his father. <laughs> if Christian isn't his dad, yeah, that kind of. I mean, come things. on, that that yeah, that just that. Cannot tell us Christian is not his father. Yeah. He ruins everything about Jack's character. Yeah, you're right. It's not Jack. It's so not Jack. No, it's, it's um, definitely not Jack. So it's probably not Charlie. That would be weird. Um, I think it's too weird if it's Charlie. Um, it's not Ben. We we saw Ben. Definitely get not born. Ben. Ben's too old anyway. Um, and he's too old. Um, it's it's uh, now. What about Desmond? Could it be Desmond? I think. Desmond might be a little too old, but it, but it, but that's sort of minor. Uh, he's he's in the range. Um, I think I don't really think it's Desmond though, but he's definitely I think on the list because we have not seen his birth. Yeah, you know, I don't think I don't we've, think seen, we've his seen his parents, parents at all. So yeah, yeah, and he's special. Um, and there's... I have to say, he and Horace have similar hairstyles. <laughs> Um, you there know, you they go. Both, they both like the uh, the long hair, so um, mm-hmm. you know, like father, like son, I guess. There you go. 
I don't um, know how he ended up in Scotland, but you know Charlotte had her thing. So oh, totally, totally. So you know, there's no reason that couldn't happen to him as well. So uh, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so he's he's in there, I guess. So he he's an I, actual real candidate. I think Sawyer. I mean, sorry, uh, Desmond is the first real candidate. Yeah, yeah, I'll buy that. Because um, we haven't. He's in the age age range. He hasn't. We haven't seen his birth or his parents. Right. And, right. okay, like you were saying about the special thing, I mean, the fact that, I mean, he could have been the last child born on the island before the other, before Dharma and the, and the others or whoever couldn't have children anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh. You know. I didn't think about that. Because they brought, you know, Juliet brought that, that, that thing back up of yeah. you know, the inability to have children on the island, so. And they, um, and they do, at a certain point, they do mention that, they don't. They don't normally have childbirth there. Yeah. They normally take them off the island for it. Mhm. Um, which I thought was kind of interesting thing to know, um, since that's what I always thought they should have done anyway. It isn't suggested that there's necessarily <laughs> been problems, but like the fact that they were just doing that, that they didn't have yeah. the personnel even to deal with a childbirth. Mhm. You know, because they didn't even do that. Um, they didn't let that happen there. So, um, yeah, I, I could totally see him doing that. The fact that he was the last one, it, you know, makes him a big deal. I And I also wonder in terms of not being able to have kids. I don't, I mean, we've speculated so much about that. Maybe it came up before, but maybe the, maybe the idea of that is um, since, the, since Dharma isn't, isn't sort of indigenous, you know, maybe that's, there's some sort of magic or some sort of thing that stops them from being able to have kids on the island, which is sort of maybe so that any group of people who move to this island, who sort of the island doesn't want, they can't sort of stay there indefinitely, you know, biologically, you know, uh, that those people would, would sort of die out at some point if they can't reproduce. Right. And if you can't leave the island or, you know, you don't know how to leave the island, then you're sort of screwed in the long term. So maybe, I'm, I'm thinking maybe that's sort of the purpose behind the inability for them to have kids. Mm-hmm. Because um, it kind of is a way of saying, well, you got here, but, you know, you won't stay here forever. Right. Yeah. Sorry to bring that up. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean... It can't be the rest of these. I mean, it's not Boone, right? I mean, there's no, no way it's Boone. Um, it's Booney. <laughs> um, let me see. Who else is on here? Um, and it's not Dan. Um, not because we're pretty sure we know who his mom is, and yeah. it's not Amy. And we know his dad is Whitmore, right? And his dad's Whitmore. <laughs> so yeah. Um. So and it's probably not oh, Paolo. It's Paolo, of course. <laughs> that would be weird. Um, but I don't think it's Paolo. All right, let's go to supporting roles. I don't know if anyone in here is worthy of being on the list, but oh, I'm afraid to even look. There's a lot of people here. Yeah, that's what I was afraid of. <laughs> so um, many supporting people. Maybe it's Froger. Oh God! <laughs> or ours? <laughs> ours the Marshall? Too old. Yeah, the Marshall? Oh God! 
Vincent? <laughs> Maybe it's Rosinski. <laughs> oh, no. Now we're just making up stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's getting crazy. Oh, Nathan? That guy? I forgot about Nathan. Who's Nathan? <laughs> the oh. guy who seemed like he was another but wasn't really. Oh, Nathan. He got a, he got the short end of the stick. The guy Goodwin killed. Goodwin killed him because, oh. Yeah. Poor what Nathan. Ke- what if it's Kimi? He just looks so suspicious. Oh, no, not Kimi. <laughs> God, that'd be really weird. I forgot um, about a lot of these people. There's a lot of people who are just not relevant God anymore. damn. Now, here's a real one. Could it, could it, could it be Ethan? Oh, God. Does it make does that make any sense? Let's see. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. And he ends up joining the others later? I mean they could definitely do that. Yeah. He doesn't have an origin to speak of, so And he you know, we saw him with all the Dharma stuff, you know, like, we did. With, with Claire and all that, so Mhm. Yeah, I mean the others kinda just did that, but uh Yeah. You know. Could it be Carl? Is he too young? He might be Carl's too young. Carl's too young. Carl's definitely too young. Yeah. I, I'm going to put Ethan on the list for Desmond. Yeah, he, I agree. Yeah, I, think he's, I think he's worthy. I agree. That's, that's, that seems like that could work. Um, <laughs> oh, all these people. I don't think it's Danny. Uh, oh, you mean Pickett? Yeah. Pickett, yeah. No, Pickett's too old, I think. Pickett or Goodwin? Uh, Goodwin, eh. I don't. Okay. I don't think he's. I don't think he's relevant enough for it to be good one. Yeah, or good one. Yeah, I know. he tried. He did try. <laughs> he was. He was a very solid other. Yeah, very solid. Good. Good. Good stuff from him. Yeah. Yeah. None of these. None of these French people. They're too. They're too old. Yeah, the freighter crew. None of those guys. Um. Um. All these family... God, there's a lot of characters. There's a lot of characters. It's ridiculous. Oh, man. Uh, I don't... Okay, I don't think it's anybody else on this list. Yeah. Uh, the psychic Malkin? Yeah, it's totally Malkin, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is he ever going to appear again? Are we done with his ass? Uh, I think we're done with him because Claire is pretty much done at this oh. point. I think I mean, we'll see Claire again, but we well, probably won't yeah. see the I think we're gonna, again. I think Claire's about something else now. Yeah. Um, I think when we get back to Claire, it'll be it'll be about something else. They yeah. might tie. They might like say, "Well, this is the reason why all of that stuff with Malcolm." Why he said that and why? That. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does seem like they'll try to make that work, but. Oh my God! Look at this! Oh my God! This makes me want to blow my brains out. If you go on Lostpedia and under characters and under Dharma, guess who shows up? Oh Sawyer. no! Sawyer and Miles and Juliet. <laughs> oh God! And Jen. Look that at them. So awful to me. <laughs> that seems so wrong. Sure. They put. Wait! 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 They put Charlotte and Dan in here. Like, why would they put Dan? Well, I mean, not Dan. Dan makes sense. We, see, You know, he infiltrates. But Charlotte? I guess because Charlotte grew up there. Yeah, but they're, it's under employees, though. Oh, it is under. They put Annie under employees. <laughs> <laughs> she, was on the pay, she was paid to go to school. I guess and so. And learn, I guess. 
Well, it should say members or something. Yeah. It should be members and not employees. Yeah, employees is a stretch. Um, but anyway, that's weird to me that now Sawyer and the, and these guys, the fear. And they got Chang them. Baby on here too. <laughs> Chang Baby. Chang Baby. <laughs> Where's Chang Baby? Under C for uh, Chang Baby. <laughs> Chang Baby Chang. Wow. Employee of the Dharma Initiative. Man, from birth, he was. Uh, his retirement package is gonna look pretty good. That's right. He's been putting in some time before he oh, can even yeah. speak. <laughs> oh, what? You were just born? Whatever. <laughs> Get to work. Get to work. Your job is to goo and ga <laughs> and poop a lot. <sighs> oh, God. Oh, Redzinski. Who's Mike? I don't even know these people. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mike wow, these are some Mike. obscure characters. Yeah, these are people who are like in one shot. Yeah. Um, and somehow had a name. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's it. That's all you need to do. Cause I don't, I don't remember a lot of these people. Uh, so we pretty much went through everybody, right? Any, yeah, any, I mean, we pretty much narrowed it down to Desmond, or what, Ethan or something. Desmond or Ethan. Yeah. Yeah, and I could see him doing either one of those. That does seem like, you know, you know, with what we know so far, I think it would fit. Yeah. Um, well enough, at least. So, uh, yeah, I think, I mean, you know, we don't have a lot else to go on, so I think that's pretty good. Yeah, I I, I can see it being, yeah, definitely either one of those. I think it could be, if it, it's Ethan, I think, if they don't want, it to become a huge deal. Yeah. You know, to lead to a whole bunch, and they can make a Desmond if they do want it to lead to more things. Right. Yeah. Because um, the island isn't through with Desmond yet. That's right. <laughs> and it seems like, I mean, you know, Charlotte was born there, and she came back, and yeah. Miles seems to have been born there, and he came back. I mean, mm-hmm. it seems like, you know, you got to come back. Yeah. Come back and stay. Come back and stay and die. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's your destiny, Um, and it's calling. Do we do we know nothing about Desmond's where like his birth and stuff like that? He's never talked about that. I guess. I don't think so. I don't think we really know anything about his background before. You know, I don't think we've seen anything from those years. How convenient. Let me make sure I'm not forgetting anything. I don't think so, though. Because I think, yeah, I think all we've seen uh, was from, you know, pretty late in his life. Oh, man. I, I, I was, I'm on Juliet's page on Lostpedia, and it has family members. and <laughs> Edmund Burke, ex-husband. Mm-hmm. Goodwin Stanhope, ex-lover. <laughs> James Ford, boyfriend. <laughs> Man, that's weird. Oh, Juliet. Wow. Man. <sighs> so many men across so many years. I know. You lo- lo- love them and leave them, huh, Juliet? <laughs> I mean, I guess to be fair, it's only three, but... Um... Yeah, it really isn't that many, but somehow... Uh... Seems impressive. <laughs> hey man, you know 
show me a man who wants to come to the one quarter pucker and That's uh, right. you know. Uh she's got it. Um Yeah. Yeah. Poor Edmund. He got hit by a bus just because he was an asshole. It looks like Desmond had three brothers. That's all we know. Uh, oh, did he actually years? say that at some point? That's what this is. According to Lostpedia, he didn't graduate from university uh, because he had to support his three brothers after something happened involving his father. Really? God, I don't remember any of that. The cause of Elder Team's departure remains unknown. Well, that's interesting. Something with his dad, Horace, maybe. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, his dad, Horace, died, though. Yeah. On the islands. Well, maybe that's it, though. Uh-oh. Maybe his, maybe, maybe, He had know. to support his brothers after his dad was killed in the purge. Like, maybe, uh... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because if he's on the island, I don't know. That maybe that detail is just not true. Much like the 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 bi- biography that Ben gave for Charlotte wasn't true. Yeah, you know. I mean, oh, he, what did he say about her? He said she was born in Essex, and you know. Mhm. Um. That's the whole thing. Now all he's got to go on is files, right? And yeah. Can, all someone has to do is type something into a database, and there, you know, that's your truth, you know, because right. you it somewhere. But Charlotte was even told, like, that the island didn't exist, that she was never mm-hmm. there, you know. Yeah. Like, if they if they did that, you know, then, you know, maybe Desmond wouldn't know about it. Oh, totally, yeah. And if if he left at a younger age or something, yeah. no memories of it. It and, certainly doesn't know. seem like Miles remembers being there. Oh, totally. So, um, so yeah, they could they, they could do that. I mean, anybody else, and I think it'll be, it'll just be crazy. Yeah. You know, it'll be somebody we wouldn't know or wouldn't guess ever. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, I think it's either one of these two guys or, or, um, or both of them. No. Or both, uh, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you know your baby was two babies with one? Yeah, it's either those two guys or uh, one of those two guys or um, somebody that that's just like, hey, here's a new person or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They do like to bring back uh, Ethan every now and then. They like to they like to bring him up. So they do, yeah, yeah. And that would be that would be a way to do it where it wasn't such a big deal, but it would just be more background on Ethan. Yeah, exactly. Because we definitely don't know. Like, I mean. We we don't know how he came to be with the others. No. So, you know that would give an origin for him. Yeah. Because um, they have they haven't shown him being a hostile. Yeah, you know, they didn't they didn't show him. Um, in in the in the Ben episode. So. Mhm. So they could All do right. that. Um. Okay. So next. Scene? Yeah, next scene. Okay, so in the next scene, it's three years earlier. Uh, we're going to be uh, jumping back and forth a lot here. Um, uh, at, uh, we're back in the jungle with uh, with Sawyer and Juliet. Uh, they they just left the well, and they uh, they come upon um, they come upon Dan sitting there uh, in the 
in the middle of the jungle, kneeling. Um, Charlotte's gone, apparently. Uh, and he's muttering to himself that he won't tell her. Um, and uh, and uh, when Juliet asks where she is, uh, he says she's dead, and then she was gone. She moved on, and we stayed. Um, and uh, so he says, what do you mean we stayed? Uh, and uh, and he says, wherever we are now, we're here for good. Um, then he goes back to the I won't do it thing. Um, <laughs> and uh, Juliet, uh, Juliet tries to uh, comfort him. Um, and uh, Sawyer decides uh, that we should, that they should head back to the beach. Um, uh, and uh, when Locke gets back, that's where they'll look for him. Uh, Miles doesn't think they should go back to the beach because they uh, they got flaming arrows shot at them last time they were there, and the camp's gone. Um, but Juliet agrees with Sawyer. We should go back to the beach. Uh, we survived there before. We can do it again. Um, Miles, uh, Miles, uh, mouth off. Um, Sawyer, uh, Sawyer says, whatever, I'm going to go back to the beach, and uh, so he, uh, he storms off. Um, and... Uh, Juliet follows, Jen follows, and I guess Miles follows eventually, too. So, uh, that's pretty much that. All right. They're going back to the beach. Going back to the beach, because what else is there to do? Yeah. What else can you do? Go to the beach. Go to the beach. Gotta go to the I'll beach. Go to the, go to the beach or the orchid, one of the two. Mm-hmm. That's, that's all you got. Um, yeah, that's all I got, too. So we got the thing, you know, Miles is talking about he won't tell her. Obviously, he's talking about... Miles being Dan. Miles being Dan. Yeah, I thought I'd bring that back. The Um, new Walton Locke problem. (laughs) He looks like a Miles to me. I don't know why. Yeah, I'll buy that. He does kind of look Milesy. Um, (laughs) He looks Milesy. He made an adjective. Good. Um... Uh, so he's talking about the thing where Charlotte says, you know, a crazy old scary man told me that if I came back, I'd die. And so he doesn't, he doesn't want to tell her. Right. Um, but he, he's got to know he has to. Yeah. Um, even if he doesn't want to. Yeah. I mean, he's got to know he's going to. He's, yeah, he's going to. <laughs> There's just it no... doesn't matter what he does. He's going to tell her. So. Yeah. Yeah, whatever he's thinking now, he's going to change his mind at a certain point and tell her. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a weird situation to be in. Or he's going to do it reluctantly because he knows he has to, which is, you know, the reason why he yeah. does it is sort of, you know, doesn't matter. Yeah. Because uh, it's like, you know, in, in one sense he was, get, he, you know, he was, he was, he was going to do it anyway, so he did it. In another sense, you know, he's only going to do it because he knows he has to. Right. So, but it's sort of the same. But then that's the reason why he did it originally. So, yeah, you know. yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's a uh, it's a crazy world we're living in now. Uh, uh, and this is this is one of the one of the first times it's been an issue like that where they know what's gonna happen in the future and and it really sort of you know they 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 know something they're going to do mm-hmm. and. Uh, a future for them, you know, not, not just like, not just like a future that is coming because they're in the past. Yeah. You know, what they're about to do. Um, but yeah, I mean, 
for for whatever reason, uh, he'll change his mind. Yeah, it reminds me of you know the scene in the Matrix when 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 Neo is talking to the Oracle and he and she's like, "Don't worry about it." He's like, "Worry about what?" And he breaks the vase and and he goes, "You know, how did you know I was going to do that?" And she's like, "Well, you know, what's really going to bogger your mind later is would you have broken it anyway?" <laughs> you know. Um, oh, I forgot so about that, that. You know that whole thing of you know. I mean, it, it's it's weird the way Loss is doing time. It's like it doesn't, you know. Would Miles have done it anyway? Yeah, you know. Um, Dan. <laughs> oh, thank you, Brain. Hundreds You're of welcome. thousands of years, hundreds of thousands of years of evolution, and I can't get a name right <laughs> when I want to. It's too uh, much to ask. Nuclear physics, check. Distinguishing <laughs> between Miles and Dan. Yeah. Too much. <laughs> Yeah, a little too much. <sighs> so, Dan, um, whatever my point about Dan was, assume I made it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Good point, good point. I agree. Thanks. thanks. You really you really get Dan, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> um, so, we got this thing about Charlotte moving, you know, this little thing about she didn't move with the last flash. Yeah. So yeah. I guess in some time period somewhere, if you're walking around in the jungle, you might see a dead Charlotte <laughs> just, just hanging out. I guess so. Maybe. I don't know. She moved on. She <laughs> moved on. Here's a question, mm-hmm. which I don't want to ask. Okay. Um... Can we figure out the time flash that sh- now Charlotte? Okay, before okay, so there were two time flashes recently. One when when Locke moved. Let's see, one when Locke was going down into the whale, which is the one that caused him to fall. Yeah, and then one when he actually moved it. Right. So I don't know which one is the one where Charlotte disappeared. Like, are you thinking she disappeared with the first flash? Was she was she was already dead at that point, right? Oh God. Uh, I mean, they happened really close after each other, but yeah, they did. Shit, I don't remember. Uh, yeah, before the flash, before like the time period when Locke is actually going down there. Do we know when that was? Roughly, do we have any sense of when that was? Uh, when the well's there and stuff, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Although I do think I do think it was before the orchid was built. So that yeah, kinda, so that's I, the thing. So it's so it's before the orchid, but relatively recent because they built the well there. Yeah, and the well wasn't always there. And then that's of course right. they flash they flash you know at some long period of time back when the statue was there. Right. So either her either her body is in the time period when the well was there, or it's in the time period when the statue was there. Yeah. I guess we don't really know when her body disappeared, but um yeah, I can't in the scene where they show her dying, I can't remember how many flashes we saw and how that was cut with the other ones, so mm-hmm. like it might be possible to tell which one it was, but it's been a while, and so I don't remember, yeah, um, okay, um, so that was interesting now that you know dead people don't travel, I guess, yeah. I guess I want to say that 
let's see, what do I want to say? I guess I want to say that she, the, that she's in the in the long ago time. Which for you know for a um, an anthropologist might I think that's sort of ironic. Oh yeah, look at that. Uh, <laughs> it's really kind of crazy. Um, but uh, the question I was going to ask that I didn't really want to is you know. I can see some really lame uh, series of events and where, you know, some people find Charlotte's body and they, you know, put it somewhere and, you know, I have to ask, could Charlotte be Eve? Oh, no. I know. I have to. I know. Or, you know, could Adam and Eve be the result of something like that? Someone dying in some period and, 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 you know, sort of, going back or, you know, any of the people, I guess, who died during the time flash could be Adam and Eve. So the the theory that I've heard about Adam or read about Adam and Eve um, is as follows. Uh, Uh-oh. Uh, I, I, uh, I, 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 so earlier, um, you may remember uh, a certain, certain married couple, uh, Rose and Bernard. Uh, hmm, they're still on the show? Uh running off after the flaming arrow attack and not being shown as being killed, but however, being separated from uh, the main group mm-hmm. and not accounted for, you know, at any point here. So presumably they've just been coming along for the ride um, mm-hmm. up until this point, you know, where that, where it stops. So presumably they're just out there doing whatever. So anyway, the theory, uh, theory I've seen is that they, they're Adam and Eve. Yeah. I, they just yeah, I live out there. That before. They just go into the caves. I mean, it made no sense before, but like now, it could actually work. Yeah, I yeah, it definitely could be that they're Adam and Eve. And, um, but here's the thing, though: does that mean that they could have? Oh God, now I have to do research. <laughs> Don't do research. <laughs> uh, just okay, make so up something. I'm trying to figure. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what Jack said about so the bodies must have been dead forty to fifty years. Oh, by the clothes, the, right? By the of course, <laughs> by the deterioration of the clothes, because Jack is a doctor, so he's he would naturally think about the clothes decaying. Uh, <laughs> uh, so that puts them in the fifties era, right? Mm, 50, yeah. 60, 1950s to sixties, roughly. Like yeah, that. sure, sure. Yeah, so I guess so, that doesn't quite work. Uh, but maybe he was just wrong. Uh, well, I mean, it could be that... Here's two things. I mean... It seems to me that all you really need for this to work is that they... You know, maybe when Locke fixes this whole situation of the time shifting, like, maybe they they went back further or something. You know, oh, they, they didn't, didn't go to the same time period. They didn't go to the same time period okay. uh, for whatever reason. Um, yeah. So they ended up further back in time or that they, you know, somehow died before the last shift when they were back earlier and, you know, so mm-hmm. their bodies are there or something oh. like that. And they just yeah. moved on. Yeah, that could work. Let's see, this is... 
Locke says normal clothing would decompose within two years. Why is Locke making this judgment? That was that was about the uh, that was about the plane, right? Yeah, the guys from the, the plane. High, the high quality polyester on the Nigerian smuggler would take two to ten years to get into its current condition. Oh, Locke. <laughs> yeah, like what? I remember that. He just came out with that out of nowhere. That was really weird. And I think, you know, in terms of Adam and Eve being Rosa Bernard, uh, I think the cave is somewhere they would go. Yeah. To live out there, to relative safety and live out, you know, comfort. They've been there before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I think, yeah, those are the uh, two, that's, that's the best theory I've heard. I mean, you know, Jack and Kate, I guess. But yeah, they're kinda, Jack and Kate. Ugh. That's sort of a lame ending to me, uh, you know. Yeah. You know, their body's just like, that's them, I'm great. And if it's Charlotte, then, you know, you'd have to wonder who Adam is. Oh, no, you don't. Okay, well, you don't have to. But... <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Uh, you, Yeah, you got to talk about Adam. And Adam. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it's Charlotte. That doesn't make any sense. Because that just uh, would just mean someone else picked up her body and moved mm-hmm. it there, you know. Mm-hmm. That's just weird. Yeah, that doesn't seem like what Adam and Eve were about. Yeah. Seems like they lived there and just, uh, whatever, just had a little cave life. Caving it up. Mm-hmm. Getting cavey with it. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're going off the cave. <laughs> So what else is uh, up in this scene? That's it, right? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, what else is there? They're going to go back to the beach. All right. But I I have a hunch they're not going to make it. I don't know. We'll uh, you see. know what? I think they're going to get back to the beach and everything is going to be fine. Okay. All right. Locke's, well. Locke's going to be there waiting. All this stuff's going to be <laughs> there. Okay. You know, it, it, it's really, I think, I think this show's almost over. Okay. I think this is the last episode, actually. Wow. Yeah. I think they're going to they're gonna wrap it up here. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see if you're right. All right. Um, that's just, that's just my crack pot theory. That's a good, uh, that's a good theory. Um, and don't try to tell me, like, you know, there's there's an episode in a couple weeks coming back on, and they've got yeah. more episodes this season. I would never try to tell you that. They have a contract with ABC to do a whole other season. Mm-hmm. Like, all that's red herring. I'm yeah, telling you. That's all is. red herring. Yeah. This is the last episode. <laughs> because, you know, and then you, you might want to say, well, why would they put a, the last episode in the middle of a season? Uh, because it's a surprise. Hello. This is a show. That's why they call it a surprise. Exactly. That's why they call it a surprise. Uh, okay, so uh, uh, in the next scene, they're going back to the beach. They're all walking. And um, Sawyer thanks Juliet for backing them up. Um, Sawyer says, uh, you should thank me because it was a stupid idea. Juliet um, says that? Yeah. Uh, Sawyer says, well, why'd you agree with me? And she says, any plan's better than no plan, and we would just argued about it. Um, and Sawyer says, well, I'm open to suggestions, but they're interrupted by some gunshots. Oh, no, there's gunshots. What could that be? 
So they, uh, uh, oh, wow, some interesting detail here in the, uh, <laughs> in the transcript. Anyway, so they go to investigate uh, the gunshots. Um, um, they, uh, they run over and they see, um, we see a couple of, uh, couple of men standing there, uh, and there's a woman there, uh, um, yelling, um, and, uh, and there's a man there who's dead, and then they put a bag over her head, and, um, and they've got a gun on her, and, and, uh, meanwhile, the, uh, the Losties uh, discuss what they should do. Miles asks uh, Dan. Um, Miles says, "says to Dan, we shouldn't get involved, right?" And Dan says, "It doesn't matter because uh, whatever happened happened." Um, and uh, Sawyer uh, Sawyer decides he's just going to go over there, and he asks Juliet if she's got his back, and she said, "Yeah, absolutely." Um, so uh, so Sawyer uh, heads over there. Um, the woman's got the got the bag on her head and uh and Sawyer uh Sawyer emerges and uh one of the guys pulls a gun on him so someone shoots him and it turns out to be Juliet and then uh Sawyer shoots the other guy who's about to shoot him and uh so the crisis is averted. Um uh, and so they go over to the woman who's saying, Oh God and uh um um, she's got the bag over her head, and so they uh, so they take the bag off. They say she's okay, and uh, and then she says, "Who are you?" Lost. Lost. Oh, and it's Amy. Uh, <laughs> oh, and it's Amy. Forgot to mention that. <laughs> Oops. I guess we know Amy at this point. Yeah, we do. <clears throat> um, the thing I didn't say was, uh, uh. These rifles are the rifles from uh, taken from Widmore and Ellie back in 1954. I did not remember that. What? Yeah. Oh. That's that's where they got the rifles. You know, I was thinking about that in this episode about the, um, you know, the weapons and where they get certain things from and trying to trace that. Um, because I was wondering, yeah, I guess I was wondering about the rifles myself. Uh, but uh, all right, so they're old rifles. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, whatever. They have guns. Of course, yeah, they didn't the pick thing, up they, on that. They sort of always have guns. Yeah, they there's, do. There's always a way to have guns. There is. Even when the guns have been hoarded by one person and mm-hmm. hidden somewhere, they still have guns. Still have guns. That was a whole issue for a while, but then at a certain point, it was like whatever. Yeah. Everybody's got a gun. Have gun, we'll travel. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so we get um, this scene. Yeah, this is a scene right here. And we got it. We did get it. So Next what do you thing? think, uh, what do you think about all this? Uh, uh, I don't know. The others are just like killing these people. They just they just grabbed them. They're just like, we're just gonna shoot you guys. Um. Yeah. It seems I, so it, random. It does seem random. I mean, it seems like Paul and uh, Amy were out for a lovely picnic. Um, yeah. And I guess they just went too far and uh, out from you know safety, and these two guys came and um 
it did. It seemed it did. It did. It came across as just like random violence. It didn't necessarily seem like these guys had any sort of real point. Yeah. Um. And there's supposed to be a truce, as we find out later. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, maybe these guys were. Maybe Paul and Amy were just. They crossed the boundary of the truce, you know, territorially or something, mm. or uh, they didn't know where they were, and they got, you know. You guys were on our territory. Oh you know, God! So, something like that. Um, you come into a man's house and take his shoes <laughs> off. And... What's that from? Hunting party. Oh yeah, that's right. I knew. It was, I knew it was something from. Classic that, Tom. Yeah, classic Tom. Back when he was scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's something like that. You know, these others are probably already offended that, you know, uh, that, that Dharma's there and these are Dharma people. and Yeah. So they already don't like them, obviously. Right. They don't need much provocation to uh, attack them. Yeah, yeah. I definitely do like, you know, as much as we talk about the whole, you know, how time travel works on Lost, it is really nice. Like what Dan says is like it doesn't matter what you do, it happens. So mm-hmm. you can just do whatever you want because you're not going to ruin anything, and that's yeah. kind of nice. Yeah, it is kind of nice in a way. We don't we don't have to sit and worry about. How yeah. Oh, should I intervene in this situation? Should I not yeah. intervene? Like it just it doesn't matter if you intervene or not. Just like in any other situation you come across, like whatever right. you decide to do is just as valid as any other so situation. Yeah. Um, it's not going to create an alternate timeline. And yeah. All that shit. Where we have to worry, like, oh, if they do this, then maybe the plane doesn't crash and, mm-hmm, you know, all mm-hmm. that, you know. So, yeah, I agree. It, it is nice. It makes it easier because they, they can just do things and, and not, it doesn't have to always be about that. Yeah. Uh, again, I, I, I got to laud my girl, Juliet. She's, uh, she's a quick mm-hmm. shot. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, and in the, and in this scene when, um, or maybe, I guess it's the next scene, but when Juliet's talking to Sawyer, you know, if you notice, she's, she's, <laughs> she's searching the dead body for things. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's just, it's a nice little bit of business, uh, that she's, you know, being helpful and like trying to see what this guy has on him and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That Juliet man, I think I said it before, but she's she's just sort of consistently a good character. I've I you know I'm I haven't seen them write her and her just be really boring. You know? Yeah. Or you know not contributing in some way. Right. You know? when, she, when she's around, she helps. You know. Um. Other. You know. Unlike some people. Uh oh. <laughs> You can name quite a few. <laughs> yes, you certainly can. Um, yeah, uh, you're right, and she's 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 part of the group now. I mean, mm-hmm. there's no way around that. Nope. Um, I really didn't think that's necessarily where her character was going when we first saw her. Um, when she was making those sandwiches with toothpicks <laughs> for Jack. That's right. <laughs> Loves those toothpicks. They're burned sandwiches, but they got the toothpick. They got a toothpick. What else do you want? There's nothing else. It's a little bit fancier. It is, yeah. (laughs) 
And it's grilled cheese, so it doesn't need a toothpick. But that's that's the best part. <laughs> that is the best part. <laughs> it's a garnish. Yeah, yeah. The extraneousness of it all it just makes yeah. it taste better. It's artful in a way. Yeah. 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 No, she's uh, she's good in this scene. Yeah. I mean, she she shoots that guy before Sawyer can pull the trigger. Yeah. And and he's like, wait, I didn't shoot him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who shot this guy? Yeah. Yeah, she's good at that. She will definitely shoot your ass. She will. <laughs> Juliet with a gun equals someone's dead. Yeah. <laughs> just like when she was on the raft and she just picks mm-hmm. up that gun and starts firing. I just, it's weird because, you know, how they painted her character in the beginning, her whole backstory, and even really her time on the island, you know, in terms of being with the others, you know, they never showed her as a sharpshooter. They never showed her as, like, you know... You don't remember that she's scene this, where she was doing target practice? Yeah, you know, and or she's, you know, training and fight. You know, when her and Charlotte, I mean, that was a battle royale with the spot at the Tempest. <laughs> that was you a know? battle royale. And I just, I just love how she's got these skills that are totally believable, but you, you didn't, but they're contrary to how they, what we've seen of her. Yeah. And you don't know how she was able to learn how to do this stuff in between making muffins and running the book club. (laughs) She had a, she had a move with Kate too, where, where, where Kate tried to attack her and she kind of did like the flip her over move. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember us talking about like, where did she learn how to do this? And thinking like, at some point we'll learn that in the intervening years, like she took some kind of class or something (laughs) where she figured out how to do all that stuff. Yeah. Um, But no, it seems like she just picked it up. Like, I mean, by necessity, it could be part of Dharma training. I mean, others training, Yeah, uh, you know, some sort of, I mean, they learn Latin. Maybe they learn, I mean, sure. I, assume, I mean, I think it's, it's reasonable to assume that they teach them other things, but, it is, but we haven't be, seen that. I mean, we haven't, thing, we haven't seen it, which is interesting. Yeah. I mean, I thought at some point we would, and we still don't really know. So yeah. I, I've stopped even thinking of it as a mystery. But, uh, yeah, no, it's just her character, you know. Yeah, yeah, I've just gotten used to the fact that that's how she is now. She's, I mean, she's like Saeed in that way, which is, I think, why I've always kind of liked her, because I've always liked Saeed. And yeah. She's, she's got that, you know, sort of that skill set, that utilitarian skill set, where she's, she's going to come in handy. I mean, right. she, she can help you, uh, you know, medicine-wise. You mm-hmm. know, she's got first-aid skills, and she can deliver babies. Yeah. And she's, you know, she can, she can do surgery. You got an appendix you know, problem? Go. She's, yeah. She'll I do mean, it. She, She's 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 got the gun skills. She's got the fighting skills. She mm-hmm. can track. I mean, you know, yeah, Juliet's great. I, I yeah, Juliet's good all around. Yeah, yeah, and she's she's thoughtful. She's not like mm-hmm. you know like yeah. I don't know. She's great, and and for her not to be sort of an original losty, I think is interesting. You know, she's she's this new character. You know, well not new anymore, but right. You know, um, not one of the OG crew, so... Yeah, she's got her own thing. She's kind of like Desmond in that way. Mm-hmm. Her own separate story that just happened to um, intertwine yeah. for uh, because of the circumstances. Um, I think the crappiest part of her story was the whole thing about her getting to Mark and... And that yeah, you're right. That was that that was the only crappy part. And even like her off island backstory wasn't really that crappy. 
Yeah. Uh, no, that was good stuff. You would expect, like yeah, you'd expect that to be the crappier part, you know, the off-island stuff. But that stuff was actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah. No. The the Mark thing was the worst, and you know, I you know, it's not her fault. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, yeah, she you know, she did what they wrote, and <laughs> it, was, it was awful what they wrote. It just was meaningless. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, everybody involved in that storyline you know, had to deal with that. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, there was, she had no power there. But uh, uh, once they got through that, um, yeah, she did come back. She made a comeback. Yeah. And, totally. uh, and this has been especially good now that they have to be out there doing things, you know. Because um, for a while there, she didn't really have that much to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because um, there wasn't much to do. They were just kind of sitting around on the beach waiting for waiting to get rescued. Yeah. And now she's taking charge. Yeah, she's uh she's 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 part of the A team now. Yeah. The B team, I don't know. <laughs> Cuz you have, you know, you had Kate and Jack, mm-hmm. you know, who were sort of the top two running things, doing stuff, and I think right. now that they're gone, you know, Sawyer and Juliet make a pretty good team, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. That was the whole thing. If there's gonna be an adventure, who's gonna go? It's gonna be mm-hmm. it's gonna be Jack and Kate'll probably go. Jack might not it's want her to Kate, go, but she's yeah, gonna go anyway. Exactly. You can tell her to stay put and she just she won't. <laughs> yeah. You can expect her to go along somehow and mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's all now it's Sawyer and Juliet. Yep. Taking charge. It's really weird. Yeah. It's really weird that we're there now. We are there now. It's strange. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I guess we can – there's a little more to this, but I guess we can talk yeah, about that when it comes scene. up. Um, okay, so in the next scene, um, uh, Amy's upset because cause Paul's dead. Um, <clears throat> uh, Juliet uh, – doesn't know if they're others or not. They are. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. They um, uh, Jen Jen pulls a walkie-talkie uh, off one of them, gives it to Sawyer. Um, uh, Juliet says we need to go, so Sawyer goes over and talks to Amy and says they have to get going because uh, they could have um, they could have. Uh, the two guys who who shot Paul could have called, and so they might be uh, coming back. And then Amy says we have to bury them um, because apparently there's a there's a truce, and uh, um, I guess they're not supposed to they're not supposed to kill the others. So uh, she also says we have to bring uh, Paul back with us, and and she uh, she weepily begs um, for them to do that, and so Jen steps forward and volunteers to carry him. <laughs> I'm the most muscular here. I still carry the dead guy. Um, so, uh, so Sawyer agrees. They're going to bury the guys, carry Paul back. Um, uh, and uh, Amy reveals that Paul was, in fact, her husband. <gasps> what the fuck? I sort of assumed that. I did too, but <laughs> it was really it was weird when you know your friend, your friend, your friend. He wasn't my friend. He was my dun 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 husband. <laughs> and then it, 
if you listen to the music, like the music kind of like here comes a mystery, and then mm-hmm. she says it, and then just they they don't make a big point of it because they realize it's yeah. It, most people probably assumed as my yeah. Husband. That's what I thought for. I would have just said that, and then, and then expect her to say he wasn't my husband. He yeah. was my uncle or something. Yeah, exactly. He was Jacob. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle Jake. <laughs> Uncle Jake. <laughs> He's just having a picnic. What's your problem? Never had a picnic with your... <laughs> <sighs> yeah, no, that was a weird one. That was a weird yeah, one. Yeah, that was a weird one. All of Amy's like... This this other scene coming up where she has to be devious, like it just... you know. Let me say, <laughs> this Amy, this the, the the actress who plays Amy, she looked really familiar to me, and I I just now looked up where she's from. I, I saw her on ER for a little bit. She had oh. a, recur- a recurring role on there, and I, I knew she seemed really familiar. But yeah, I don't know about her, and I don't know about this Amy character. Um, I don't. I don't want to say I don't like her character, but there's something there that I'm I'm not sold on, and I don't know if it's the actress or the character. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the thing in the next scene, you know, I I heard some other people complaining about that. Um, yeah, it's it's Amy. Amy's weird. Amy's a weird character. Yeah, yeah, she is. She is. I don't know what to do with her. Um, so any other stuff in this scene before we move on to the next related scene? I don't think so. I don't have anything else. Oh. Uh, well, we learned about the truce. Yeah, um, we learned about the truce. That's right. I didn't, I didn't, ca- you know, in this scene, I didn't catch that they were burying them because of the truce so much as I thought, I was thinking, oh, they have to bury them because, you know, either because that's, you know, uh, culturally that's what they would do or something. Mm-hmm. I didn't really know the reason, but of course we realize it's so that the bodies won't be found. Right. Um, and they want to bring Paul back. Um, yeah, so I guess maybe I want to ask, like, do, does she want to bring Paul back for personal reasons or does she want to bring Paul back for some other reason? I think it's personal reasons. I, I think, you know, at first I thought it was going to be more about, you know, what we saw a long time ago with the others in their in their funeral process. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be, well, we got to do this to the body and send it off and do all these sort of mm-hmm. things that, um, I guess that was the others and not Dharma. Yeah, that was the but others. I was, yeah, but I was thinking about, I, I was thinking that in that mm-hmm. realm. Um, but really, they have to bring them back so that they can give them up later. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say. Like, in light of the fact that later, um, Later, they they want his body. Like I guess I was wondering if she knew about that and wanted to take him away because she thought they would do something with his, whatever reason they want it later on. Mm, yeah, I don't really think it's that because I don't think they're gonna do anything malicious to the body. I think the only reason they want it is so that the others won't be upset. So uh, so they they can be like, hey, two of our guys are dead, but one of their guys is dead, and here's the proof, kind of a thing. Okay. Um, so, and I don't think she was really thinking that. I, I think it was just personal reasons. I mean, you know, I don't think she wanted the middle of that field to be where her husband laid for the mm-hmm. rest of his life. Yeah, you know, okay. Uh, and to have to sort of bury him right then and there and then leave forever. I think, you know, she probably would have, you know, ideally wanted 
a proper funeral and all that stuff. So I think that's why she said that. Mm-hmm. Why she wanted to take him back with him. Right, right. Um. Oh, I forgot to mention that uh, Sawyer tells a story about how their ship wrecked there, um, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. he he elaborates on later. But I didn't, yeah. I didn't, I didn't mention that. That's the thing I wanted to bring up about the island uh, moving. Uh, you know, the island's always moving. Well, back in the seventies, it was near Tahiti. In two thousand is near Tahiti too. Uh, you know how much is this island really moving? You know, and that was the thing when Sawyer said that. I'm thinking, you know, you you say you're on your way to Tahiti, but you know, the, he doesn't know that the island is necessarily moving all the time and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. but he could have easily said something that, depending on where the island is, didn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, right. l- luckily, that didn't happen. But, luckily, um, yeah. But that's what's weird is you know the island's always moving yet it's near Tahiti <laughs> in, in two extremely long periods of time. <laughs> yeah. And even in the fifties, it was in the Pacific because that's how mm-hmm. the military found it. You that's know? right. So, that's right. Uh, maybe she means it's always moving in time. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Something maybe that makes sense. I don't even know if that makes any better sense. But, yeah. Um, because I guess what isn't moving in time, right? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, all, all reports we've had of the island um, put it put it in roughly that sort of South Pacific location. I mean, all, all, the, all that we have as far as it not being there um, are, you know, some 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 of the things we've seen the effects of, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh like like the plane, you know. Um and uh Oh crap. <laughs> I just realized that's probably that that explains the plane, right? Now we know how why the plane landed on yeah, the yeah, island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought we established that. Did we well, Or I maybe we I didn't, didn't. I don't think we made the connection, at least I don't remember making the connection between, you know, you know the 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 mystery of the plane mm-hmm. being so far away from where where it took off from. Yeah, I thought we did. I at least thought it, but I may not have said it. So the idea is, when the island was time shifting, it was moving too. Yeah, and somehow moved to a closer place. Yeah, where the plane was, and then it went down, and then the island moved again when the plane was on it. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Exactly, something like presumably. That. Presumably something like that for the Black Rock. I was going to say Black Rock, too, yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe, uh, for all we know, the the period of time when they went, um, when it flashed to the to the statue being there, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, yeah. Black Rock. There you go. I don't know. Yeah, yeah so, so I, anyway. I do think that mystery is solved. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, they they haven't exactly made it explicit, but I, I it's a pretty pretty good explanation, I'd say. Yeah, it definitely works. Yeah. And they probably won't explicitly explain everything, so some of the stuff we'll just have to fill in ourselves. Oh, as time goes on. Um yeah. There's always uh well, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. There's always the next scene. There you go. That'll work. So in the next scene, let's see what happens in the next scene. Uh, I guess uh, Sawyer's 
Sawyer saying that uh, to Miles and Juliet, he's he's going to do the talking. Uh, he's going to try to convince them they're in a boat wreck. He's a professional. He's to lie for a living. Suddenly, Juliet yells out. <laughs> oh, says, it on his, says it on his business card. <laughs> Suddenly, Juliet yells out, Daniel, stop. And, uh, uh, and then we see that uh, Dan was about to walk through the uh, sonic fence, the famous Ooh. sonic fence. Uh, around the barracks, um, Juliet uh, Juliet tells Amy to turn it off, and she says, "Turn what off?" <laughs> <laughs> Juliet, I'm just a I'm just a morning widow. What do I know? <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, Juliet says, "Whatever that is, it looks like a sonic fence or something." Um, and uh, and then Amy says, "Where did you say your ship was going?" And so I was like, whatever, uh, we just saved your life, so <laughs> turn that thing off. Um, so uh, so Amy, uh, Amy agrees, and so she goes over to, uh, to a control box um, on, the, on the outside of the fence. She types in a code um, and, uh, and reaches in and pulls something out of the box. I don't know what it could be. Um, we'll find out maybe. Um, uh, meanwhile, uh, Sawyer and Julia talk amongst themselves. Um, then, uh, then, then Amy says, uh, "Okay, it's off." Sawyer says, "You first. and uh, and Amy says, "Okay." And so she walks right through. Says, "Oh, look, no, no problem. It's fine." So Sawyer says, "Okay, let's go." And so they all, nice, right in the line, uh, walk through, and uh, it's not fine. The, the the fence goes off, and they all kind of collapse. Oops. Um, and go motionless. And then we cut to Amy, who removes some earplugs from her ears. What? Holy shit. Fastest hands in the West. That's right. <laughs> um, she can put some shit in her ears and you won't even know. <laughs> you won't even be able to tell. Even if you're looking at her right game. <laughs> Seems like a tough one to pull off, but yeah. Amy can do it. Uh, yeah, I was laughing at a couple times during this recap because um, just just the whole circumstances when she's like, you know, she says, uh, "It looks like a sonic fence or something." <laughs> 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 it just was so spot on. Yeah, you know, like the the sort of quasi ambivalence. Like it looks like you know, just um, <laughs> it's like looking at something really specific and just. Saying it looks like this really specific thing or something. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Um, it's like someone playing the piano, and uh, that was a Beethoven's Fifth Concerto in C minor. Yeah, or, or, or something. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was pretty. Uh, I guess she she's trying to act like she doesn't know what that is. Yeah, and that's her attempt. <laughs> yeah, it just. Just say you know, or something, and then hope that Amy thinks she's just got you know she's just got really good, uh, really good fence identification skills. Yeah, you know she didn't say like it looks like a you know a a, a barrier or a you yeah. know, defensive barrier or something. It, it looks like a sonic fence. Yeah. Uh, and then Amy says, "Where did you say your ship was going?" And mm-hmm. and, and when you were recapping, I'm thinking Juliet's like. I said my ship was going to kick your ass if you don't turn that thing off. 
yeah, it's um. So okay, so yeah, so she goes and she presses the code, which I was thinking, you know, Juliet probably could have turned it off herself, mm-hmm. but I'm thinking maybe the code might be different. It's been, you know, a lot of years. There's so. that, and I think she didn't want to. Then of course she didn't want to give away the gag. Give away. Um, but yeah, it was weird when Amy reached into the box, and I, you know, I saw that, and I'm thinking, you know, there's no need for her to reach into the box. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, you don't see where she pulls out and all that stuff. Uh, and then, she, you know, she walks through first, and we're thinking it's fine. Yeah. Uh, the first thing I thought was, you know, when they all walk through and they fall out, I thought, oh, she, there's a there's a program on the on the fence where, you know, you you set up a program where you know it'll let one person through, you know, it'll it'll delay basically, it's mm-hmm. a delay thing. I thought, I thought the same it was a thing. cool idea. You know, it's like, oh, here's a delay mechanism. Yeah. Yeah, something you you could imagine they would have a use for. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, they they have that with, like, alarms and stuff where you can set it and it'll let you open the door once and then, mm-hmm. you know, and then be armed. Yeah, exactly. I thought it was something like that. And then, then they, so note to self. <laughs> yes. Don't walk across the sonic fence with everyone in your party at once. <laughs> Yeah, that was a bad move. Yeah, they they really should have just had another one of them go first with yeah. a gun pointed at Amy. Yeah, uh, that would have worked. Yeah, that would have been a lot better than, <laughs> all right, let's all go at once here. Yeah. And it's weird because Amy tries to not go through. Mm-hmm. You know, she tries to get him just walk through without her going through first. Yeah. Which, which aroused their suspicion. Like, I just thought it was kind of odd that so she did I'm, it that way. I was just uh I'm looking at this scene here and I and I think if I'm not mistaken yeah it's hard to tell but it looks like when Sawyer tells her to go first and she kind of looks towards the fence you know with a bit of trepidation uh feigned trepidation um you can see you can see the thing in her ear Oh really It looks like you can see it in her ear yeah Oh but um yeah, I think she, you know, she she sets up that thing because it, it makes it see it's you know it's a classic the whole you go first thing you know right they, yeah she definitely sets that up um, and whenever you say you, that like you instantly don't trust them because it's like why yeah, are you saying and, that and that's the thing like she I think she it's more convincing this way of. Because if she cuts the thing off and she goes first, you know, they would probably just follow her anyway and mm-hmm. be fine. But the fact that they make her go first, yeah. you know, we don't trust you, you go first, and then she does it, it makes them believe it even more than just if they had on their own follow yeah. her after she went. I see. Yeah, okay. You know, because their suspicion was aroused, and so, mm-hmm. and she just she just proved to them, oh, no, it's fine, versus them assuming it's fine, and Right. Just because she goes through there, but yeah, sort of the same thing. But uh, you know, kinda, yeah. But I think it plays out. You know, in terms of the drama, it plays out better because yeah, you're think, right. Oh, it's fine. She just went through, but no, she has she has uh, earplugs in, which is lame to me. I gotta say, all you need to stop the sonic fence is, is earplugs. Really, earplugs. That's the all the is. one thing that the sonic fence couldn't prepare for. <laughs> earplugs. It was an unstoppable barrier. Until earplugs were invented. Oh, I mean, could you just put your fingers in your ears? Is that enough? 
<laughs> yeah, and I think uh, there's a there's a thing later where um, where where when Richard shows up and he talks about how the fence won't keep us out, you know, mm-hmm. can stop other things but not us, and like I thought that was really cool, but um, it's kind of undercut by this because it's like he could just put on earplugs. <laughs> Like you're right. It big deal. Cool, it's one of the coolest lines he has. Um, yeah. But it's like it does seem like well, all you need is earplugs to. Yeah, you know. like they they've already established that it's not that big of a deal to go through if you know the secret. Yeah. So yeah, like I want that to be a cool line, but yeah. Especially so. when he says it might keep other things out, mm-hmm. you know, like but in that uh, and, and he's kind of equating himself and his people to think, you know, to. Yeah. So something, you know, which is right. really smoky, obviously. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, it makes it makes him seem like you know a bit supernatural that he could just you know walk through the fence or something. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but once you know you need earplugs, you know, it's a little it's a little lackluster. Yeah. Um, and then there's and always I, if if you don't know the earplug plan, there's always Plan B, which is put a tree yeah, branch on in, there and we'll climb there. over. Yeah. That works all right. Wasn't, I mean, it's a little bit of a pain in the ass, but it's not so bad. I mean, it's doable. And I have to ask, you know, what if you poured some water on the control box? There you go. You know, or hit it with, or, you know, smash mm-hmm. it. With the, you know, I think maybe they might mess up the system. I don't know. Yeah. It's not a foolproof fence. Not it's really. It's really great if you're a flying smoke monster. <laughs> um, yeah. Because yeah. you won't be able to go above it, right? <laughs> Apparently not, yeah. I don't know why not, but you can't. Well, smoke can only go so high, I guess. <laughs> I guess so. I forgot. That's one of the That's one of the laws of... Uh... Yeah, Newton's Law of Smoke Monsters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's lesser known, but uh, yeah. very... Uh... <laughs> well, I think his work with, with, with uh, the relative physics of smoke monsters is a little muddled by his uh, related work with... Um, you know, Yetis and Bigfoots mm-hmm. right. and uh, Loch Ness Monsters mm-hmm. and Dragons. <laughs> so the the math world and the physics world didn't really take him so serious, didn't take it so seriously. It's sort see. of in that era of Newton's work. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a... <laughs> that was a rough period for him. He was going through a lot and... Uh... Yeah, his ideas took a took a turn for the worse. Well, but. it was after he, you know, had let several apples hit him on the head. So right. I think there's a little bit of uh, brain damage there, probably. Yeah, yeah, must have been. But that smoke monster stuff—that was good. There was a little that bit was of, good. A little bit of wheat in that chaff, mm-hmm, if I may. Mm-hmm. You may, and we'll all go look up those words later. <laughs> yeah, I don't even really know what that means, but <laughs> apparently chaff's bad and wheat's good. So. Okay. I'll just go with that. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, Amy. I don't, uh, yeah, I mean, all this stuff's kind of weird because we already know they're there in three years, so it's like, you know. How, if, how dangerous is this? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah there's it, a, there's it, a it's not drama. much suspense here for me. The drama is a bit undercut. You know, I think that's obviously the problem with telling a story like this, backwards and forwards, and yeah. you sort of already know, like, you know, like, it's like, a, you know, you start out a movie with the with the main character saying, you know, this was really crazy, here's the story you're going to see, and it's him talking from the, you know, he he's talking to you, so he's probably alive, right? Right. So, you know, unless, unless it's Sunset Boulevard. Uh, <laughs> spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> 
nice. I'm gonna I'm gonna say you know if you haven't seen Sunset Boulevard, uh, you know the movie's what. It was 1950s, so like 59 years. Yeah, you, you had a good Early window 50s to see. Even. Yeah, you had a good you, you, you had a good uh, you had a good window to see it. So I don't feel too bad about that spoiler. I, I you really shouldn't. I I just I just love uh, <laughs> love yeah. spoiling something like that. So great. <sighs> it isn't really a spoiler in some sense because. Because he does tell you he's He dead. tells you that at the beginning, so you know yeah. that's going to happen in the first few minutes of the movie. Um, and it's just about how. I guess it's a lot like this in a way. It is. Um, Lost and Sunset Boulevard, they have a lot more in common than you think. Two pigs in the same blanket. That's right. <laughs> if you want a breakfast pork metaphor. I, I always do. <laughs> breakfast pork. Can't beat it. Two pigs in the same blanket. That's really weird. <laughs> I don't know what that's supposed to mean. I don't know what it means either. But if I hear Ron Moore say it, I yeah. thought I was going to... I will be very suspicious. Oh, that, that, I'm glad I said that because uh, the thing I was mentioning to you off podcast earlier that I want to bring up in terms, uh, yeah. of, in terms of phrases was, the, was when Sawyer said, you know, Hor- Horace is drinking or whatever, we need to keep on the down low. Mm-hmm. I don't know the origin of that phrase. I don't know how long it's been around. Uh, mm-hmm. It feels it feels more, fairly modern. It could have, I mean, it could have been around the 70s, you know, mm-hmm. probably was, who knows, but mm-hmm. uh, I guess people around there would know. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> but um, but it, just just as a thought experiment, the, the idea that if, if Sawyer, say for instance, you know, on the down low as a popular phrase, you know, say, you know, the last, in the 90s or 80s or something, right? If Sawyer, you know, now that he's back in time and is using that phrase, the the, the show could almost be saying that he's the origin of that <laughs> phrase because, you know, in general, if if someone, you know, in the future has, you know, is using a phrase and go back in time before the use of that phrase, they really should be the ones who created it uh, because, Presumably, you know, someone on the island gets off the island, overheard Sawyer saying it, uses it, it gets spread, and Sawyer is the one who created the phrase on the down low. That's the kind of thing that could happen. Yeah. You know? Because uh, it's got to come from somewhere, and if he's the first one to use it, um, just by the virtue of the fact he goes back in time before it's, it's popular use, right? Um, then I don't know. I just thought that was, I just, you know, that's that's where we are with this show. It is, yeah. Yeah, Sawyer knows the phrase because he himself traveled back in the past and used it <laughs> after he had already learned about it. Because Yeah, he, and then other people said it, which caused him to use it later. Which yeah, is why which he is the reason he why he knew it time. when he traveled in the past. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they could, they could do that. I have a feeling they're not going to do that, but they can't yeah. do that. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, it, like Sawyer's, you know, saying things in the day, or, you know, using modern vernacular right. while he's back in the seventies. I mean, that's you know, that's crazy. It is crazy. I didn't, I didn't really think about that as being an, a new phrase. It might be. Uh, I guess, I guess, I do think that it is for some reason. I don't know that I remember hearing that in the eighties, but um, I wasn't paying attention exactly. So um, I might have missed it. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you know, something to think about. Yeah, 
Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. If they start explaining things, like, if this becomes, like, you know, like Greek mythology or something, where they're just going to explain where everything came from, and it all came from somebody on the island doing something, that would be really crazy. Yeah, I mean, I doubt they'll ever be explicit about it, but it's just, you know, this is the territory that they're waddling in because um, mm-hmm. because of what they're, you know, the situations that they set up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they could even do, like, um, uh, I mean, I guess that probably won't happen, but, like, if Sawyer had, like, some books or some whatever in his pack and he was traveling, to, like, he could go back and, like, you know, publish a that... book before it actually was published by yeah. the original author? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. And, like, get but credit for it. And... Yeah, but he can't because he would have always gotten credit Because he would have always it. done it? Yeah. I you guess know, not. So. I... But he could he could do something, though. But he could have do... done it. He just didn't do it. You know, yeah. That's the thing. He technically... Or we could find out that that was him under a pseudonym or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That he actually wrote it originally. Well, and you have yeah, and you have other things like that. Very simple things like if he knew a certain uh, a certain you know the Red Sox thing you know mm-hmm. or you know any sort of event uh, you know if he knows it's going to happen because he knew history and was around uh, he could you know that's valuable now. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Oh, don't worry about that Cold War. It'll be over pretty soon. <laughs> you know, like. Yeah, once that Berlin Wall goes down, it's going to be no problem. No problem. Smooth sailing after that wall goes down. Mm-hmm. East and West Germany, forget about it. <sighs> yeah, so uh, I wanted to mention that. And yeah, it's a good thing to mention. I don't. I wonder how far they will take that stuff. I think they have to be careful to a certain degree. Now, of course, I guess you could also just say, well... You know, there's no guarantee any of these people who, you know, who would be influenced by the modern knowledge or vernacular get off the island or tell anyone else. So it just could be yeah. isolated. I mean, know? a lot of them are going to die. A lot of them are going to die. So, but hey, hey, the the sub has been coming back and forth to the island all this time. That's so true. There are, there are people leaving. In, Potential you know, for contamination. And, yep. 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 You're right. You're right. Yeah, that was uh, the sub. Oh, that sub. I know. You thought you were done when it blew up. I really did. I guess, uh, you know, you can blow up the sub, but you can't (laughs) blow it up in the past, huh, Mark? He wanted to. He did. He tried. He failed. Of course. Off off screen, he's like, how can I blow it up in the past? Why am I wet? <laughs> Why are you wet, Log? Why? <sighs> We're never going to learn why he was wet. Um, okay, where so... Are we? Where are we? Are we ready for the next scene? Yes. Three years earlier? Three years earlier. Again. It's three years earlier again. Very good. Uh... Amy, Amy's in, oh, I'm sorry, by earlier, I mean later. Um, Three later again. Yeah. Uh, a- Amy's in labor. You remember that? That was happening earlier. Um, and uh, apparently um, the doctor tells Sawyer that uh, uh, the, um, 
the baby's uh, upside down, and so she needs a uh, cesarean. But uh, but he's an internist, not an obstetrician. And the women usually deliver on the mainland, um, and the baby's early, so so we got a problem here. Um, so Sawyer rushes out and goes over to uh, a mysterious auto mechanic uh, for help, and it turns out that it is. Wait for it. Uh, Juliet. <laughs> there she is. Um, and uh, he uh, <clears throat> he tells her Amy's having a baby. Um, she needs a cesarean. Juliet says we had an agreement. Um, <clears throat> and he says, screw it. Uh, uh, she's done one before. And she says, every time I try to help a woman, they only give birth. It hasn't worked. And he says, well, maybe it hasn't happened yet. You've got to try. You're the only one who can, um, so I guess she, uh, I guess she agrees to uh, help out. Mm-hmm. That. That's that one, huh? Yeah. All right. Well, uh, so it wasn't until I watched the episode again that I caught that the doctor said he was an internist, not an intern. <laughs> I thought he was like, I'm an intern, not an opposition. But I guess he said internist. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we learned about the baby thing, that the baby's two weeks early. Uh, oops. Uh, that happens, though. Um, yeah, it happens. And, babies, uh, you never know. Hey, babies come on their own time. Mm-hmm. They don't have a watch in there. Mm-mm. <laughs> Um, I hope not. Um, That's so true. <laughs> so true. It is true. Uh, so I guess Juliet's spending time just fixing some vans. Uh, uh yeah. Doing a little got, uh, auto yeah. repair. I guess she's happy <clears throat> doing this uh, mechanical work. And, uh, yeah. Now, it was interesting because her, and maybe all of them did this. Uh, is it? Can you verify that they're all the lossies in the Dharma camp are using their real first names? Because oh. I'm pretty sure her name tag said Juliet. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Did you catch there, that? There, there was a name that, uh, yeah, there's another thing. Mark it down, guys. Um, there was a thing earlier <laughs> uh, with uh, uh, with Miles. Uh, didn't he have a name? Didn't Sawyer call him a name earlier? Yeah, he did call him something. Uh, I Wasn't he it like, him... like, it was earlier in the episode. Let me look. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, this and then that. Oh, Enos? Enos. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's what he said. Okay. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's his last name, though. It might be. You yeah, because he's going by Lafleur, but it's James Lafleur, yeah, or Jim for short. Uh, so he might be Miles Enos, or he might just be Enos. We Enos? don't know. Did he Enos, say, is it Enos, yeah, Enos. Right. It looks like Enos. Yeah, I know. When I read it, I'm like Enos. I don't remember him saying Enos, but I think it's uh, Enos. Enos. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's not a good name. A little, a little too close for comfort. A little bit. <laughs> Uh, I was trying to see. I think there's a reference on Lostpedia uh, about 
Uh, oh, apparently the deputy on the Dukes of Hazard was Enos. All right. So um, you know Sawyer, Dukes of Hazard. I'm sure. You oh, so the maybe show. maybe it was just a nickname. Maybe that was just a Sawyer nickname. Maybe it was an yeah. Maybe it was a nickname. Oh, because it's like his deputy. Yeah, exactly. Oh, look at that. Oh, it's just a nickname. Because he does that. Wow. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that. We totally cracked that mystery. Mystery solved. Yeah, so Enos isn't the name he's using because that'd be weird. It's just uh, <laughs> a nickname. It would be really weird. I should be uh, Enos. Yeah. So, <sighs> so he's a Deuce of Hazard fan. Yeah. Yeah, I'll buy that. Like 20, 30 years after the show was on, mm-hmm. he still remembers to use it as a nickname for someone. Mm-hmm. Oh, Sawyer. Hey. I would think I think when he's sleeping at night, he's coming up with nicknames for people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what can I use tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> Probably keeps a journal or something. Write them all maybe, down. Maybe uh, two for action, one for backup. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, There's a reference no one No can. one will understand that ever, ever, ever. <laughs> That's all right. Well, we're going to leave it that way. Yeah. Oh, how sad. Yeah. Uh, two for action, one for backup. <laughs> uh, which means one day he won't have any good nicknames. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's going to be all out. Yeah, that'll be it. Um, yeah, so they probably are just using their real first names. Yeah, I mean, I think it makes sense in terms of keeping up the charade. It's easier to, because, you know, it's easier to keep their first names and, and be able to call that instead of saying, hey, Juliet, oh, I mean, you know, whatever. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Henrietta. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know why, but I feel like her alias would be Henrietta. Henrietta? Yeah. Because of the because of Juliet. Yeah, and Henry, Gail. Henry Gail. Yeah, I'll buy that. Something like that. Uh, all right. So she's gonna go deliver the baby, right? I guess so. She's back in action. She's got she's got a chance for redemption. She does. Oh God. <laughs> Don't put it that way. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Um, yeah, she's uh, this is her call to action, and uh, she accepts the call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the beginning of the hero's journey. <laughs> oh man, it's a pretty short journey. It's about to be over here journey. in one more scene, but uh, yeah, yeah. Nonetheless, um, all right. Well, next scene. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, so in the next scene, uh, um, Juliet's in there with Amy, and she uh, she asks him if he uh, if he tried an external cephalic version. Um, he's not. He doesn't quite seem to be sure what that is. Um, uh, then she uh, then she asks the doctor for a bunch of uh, bunch of uh, tools um, uh, that she. Uh, she's going to use, and uh, the doctor asks where Horace is. Sawyer says he's speaking for Horace now. Um, doctor uh, doctor doesn't want to do that, but Amy says, I want her to do it. 
so uh so he says, You heard the lady and so he uh so the doctor leaves, um I guess giving in. And then uh Sawyer goes over and tells Juliet, You're gonna do great, I know you are um and then uh that's about it. Man, I just want someone to ask, you know, Horace or Amy, you know, what are you gonna name your baby? Yeah, it might help us figure out who this kid is. That would help. Yeah, they definitely don't tell us that. No. (laughs) So, what do you think? It maybe maybe Desmond, maybe 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 Ethan. What do you think? Yeah. (laughs) If you had to name your baby one of those two, which would it be? Oh jeez. Yeah. No. Um nothing about that. So no. Juliet's springing to action. Um So, what else are you going to do? Anything? What do you got? Uh no. Okay. So, in the next scene, uh after Sawyer walks outside the uh the medical office, uh Jen uh comes up. Uh who is going by the name Jen apparently. Um uh, Sawyer tells him Amy went into labor, um, then tells him Juliet's in there, uh, and then Sawyer asks, uh, Sawyer says, any luck? And Jen says, we finished grade one, three, three today, and no sign of our people, no one. Sawyer says, well, one, three, four then. And then Jen says, how long do we look? And Sawyer says, as long as it takes. <clears throat> and then, uh, Juliet comes out, um, and they both stand up, and they ask what happened. She says, it's a boy. And uh, Sawyer says, he's okay, she's okay. And Juliet says, everyone's okay. Hey, Sawyer everyone's smiles. okay. Yeah. They're all okay. They're all okay. Yay. Happy times. I'm telling you, this is the last episode of Lost. Pretty much, yeah. We'll just end it it's there. All, it's all ending pretty well for everyone. Everyone's okay. It is, yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's great. The last one of the show. Everyone's okay. Everyone's okay. What else do you want, guys? Everyone's okay. Uh, uh, what's interesting here, and I guess I could have brought it up before with the Juliet thing when Sawyer first comes to get her, is this, this idea of... Uh, I guess it has something to do with, you know, Sawyer says pulling her out of retirement, uh, I guess sort of doing things or acknowledging their their former life or something. Yeah. Seems to be an issue. Yeah. Um, which is which is somewhat interesting. You know, I guess they're sort of in character and they don't want to not yeah. be in character, but... So, I don't know. Just want to mention that. Yeah, they don't necessarily want to reveal that you know, I mean, their story, as we hear later, <laughs> is they were just on this, like, uh, salvage vessel. and So, mm-hmm. you know, Juliet being this, um, you know, this doctor is able to perform this cesarean is kind of a little bit a little bit suspicious. Probably not what they told her she was. Yeah, know. probably not. Um, since they just have her, like, fixing the vans. Yeah. Um so uh, yeah, the idea is. <laughs> I was what? Gonna say she likes she likes working on the insides of things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People, cars, uh-huh. she doesn't care. She's 
want to tinker with <laughs> nuts and bolts and hoses. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that's what they're saying here, aren't they? She likes to fix things. She likes to, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's good. Everyone's okay. She likes to make so. sure that Vans can have babies. <laughs> yes. She wants to ensure that all the Vans can have babies. All the babies that he wants. Uh, oh, so so Jen in this scene... Uh, it well, does, in English. Yeah, it does seem like his English has picked up a lot over the years, which of course makes sense. I think we we mentioned that, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We figured that would be the case. Yeah. Um, and it totally makes sense, and I buy it uh, in every way, but it's still weird to me. <laughs> I, I still have a hard time with it because uh, my image of Jen, even though it's been three years for him, um, it's, been, it's been five years for me. Uh, thinking, so you got him beat. <laughs> thinking that that you know where, where Jen's uh, whole thing is, you know, a big a big part of his, the way his character has uh, has had to um, exist on the island has been wrapped up in the fact that he doesn't speak English. Mm-hmm. You know, he hasn't been able to do a lot of things for that reason for a long time. And uh, it's so weird that that's just not the case anymore. Like, now he can just talk it up with everyone. No problem. He doesn't need translators or anything think, like that. I think they call that character growth. I guess they do. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they call it character development, I guess, is the appropriate response to that. Yeah. It would be weird for Jen to spend this amount of time on the island and, and, and of course, in that three-year period and not learn English and not yeah. do better and not make himself more a part of the group in, in yeah. terms of the communication. So, yeah, it's definitely good. And now we don't, now we, we sort of, you know, we never, we should never need an interpreter anymore. Yeah. And, and Jen should never, you know, really have any trouble sort of, you know, understanding what people are talking about or, or himself explaining, you know, whatever he's trying to explain. So, right. Uh, it's cool. It's nice in a way. It is, yeah. Because even when, even when you had a translator, there's still a barrier there. You know, you don't mm-hmm. feel like you're really getting the... Um, you know, the direct impact of what they're saying because it has that, mm-hmm. like, intermediary thing where they say it and you have to wait for the translation and then you have to think, okay, how they said it and put it together with what they said and it's just not the same. Yeah. So uh, it's it's just, I mean, I've just gotten so used to reading what he has to say. Um, it's it's going to take me a while before I'm I'm completely over it, but uh, oh, but it is nice. It is yeah. I do I do like it. I'm glad. Um, uh, and just in general, I mean, I like you know I like uh, I like Jen when he's when he's able to just uh, you know just uh, be be himself and hang out with everybody and just not yeah. like you know tied down to all that other stuff. Yeah. So. Uh, so that's nice. And I guess here we find out that they're like, they're searching. What are they searching here? It's like. I guess they've divided the island into grids. Grid. Yeah. And they're just, yeah. So they have like uh, sectors or something. And they're just, mm-hmm. they're just searching them. Like they're just, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of strange. But yeah, like they just might come there and they want to make sure they catch them. And so they just look at sector at a time. And, uh, uh, and so that's what they've been doing. Um, yeah, it's weird. I, I don't. I mean, I think it's a logical sort of thing to do. Um, 
I mean, to me, I would want to put some sort of note or communique, if I will, mm-hmm. if I may, um, in the in the likely places that Locke would, would find it. Yeah. You know, I think the beach is obviously one. Yeah. The cave is a contender. Sure. Uh, you know, any of the stations maybe. Because um, mm-hmm. it's a big island. Yeah, it is. And even if you look in a sector and don't see them, doesn't mean Locke wasn't there the day before or didn't won't come through the day after you look mm-hmm. in that sector. So it's it's not a, the perfect plan, but it, it seems like it's just something for them to do, to pass the time and to be proactive and to, you know, not feel like they're wasting time, you know. Um, right. That whole thing, you know, I I like the situ- situations like this where, you know, Sawyer is sort of the – you know the uh, there's a word for that, but um, you know he's the guy who's just gonna gonna wait, you know until until forever. You know he's yeah. just gonna he's gonna do that, and and even if it's hopeless, he's gonna he's do committed that. to waiting. Yeah, and I, I like that. I like his uh, the level of commitment he has to that whole thing, and um, you know for Sawyer that's huge. Yeah, that I think for someone who was pretty much always alone and disconnected and just used people to con them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's pretty huge that he's disinvested. Yeah. And, and trying to find Locke and getting everyone back and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's cool. I like that. Yeah, I do too. I do too. He's, 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 he's come a long way. Definitely. Mm-hmm. From mm-hmm. the, from the early days. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a new Sawyer. New Sawyer, and uh, yeah, it's kind of yeah, it's kind of nice. He's a uh, he's the guy who's gonna like, you know, take he's, he's gonna keep, he's he's gonna keep the candle lit, you know. Yeah. Make sure uh, until until the last until the last. Yeah, time, so. it's not That's gonna nice. be because of him that they give up. Yeah, exactly. So and and yeah, he's not the one trying to convince them. Oh, you know. Lost Kitty don't come home all the time, you know, using some, you know, some sort of like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so you were yeah. something, you know. <laughs> oh, Kitty Cat can wag his tail, don't mean he knows the way home. <laughs> Kitty Cats are supposed to wag their tail. <laughs> Oh, you wanted to be a dog, I guess? <laughs> yeah. It was going to wag its tail, I'm just saying. It's kind of creepy if it's a cat. Like, cats move their tails. They move them, but I wouldn't call it a wag. Yeah, I guess it's not a wag. Please let's not ever say wag again. That's an <laughs> awful word. <laughs> That's a bad word. Wag. <laughs> that sounds really... Wag. Yeah. <laughs> It's nasty. I don't like it at all. Yeah, it's like try again. You didn't. You didn't really say a real word there. Mm-hmm. Wag. Yeah. Um. All right. Yeah, that ain't gonna work. So yeah. So anyway, he's he's not the guy who's trying to convince him to give up. He's he's the guy. Yeah. Who's every man thing. for himself. Mm-hmm. Let's just move on. We got our own lives, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. And something about a cat. And something tail. about a cat. <laughs> All of his stories have to do with some kind of a cat. <laughs> anyway, uh, 
yeah, uh, uh, I agree, though. I, I agree. He's he's not being uh, he's not being selfish. He's not being selfish, which is you know the antithesis of Sawyer. Yeah, yeah. That's, he re- he reinvented himself. He did, much like Cher. <laughs> oh, no. Can I use that? Is it, is it, <laughs> Two is it times again? in one podcast. Can we get away with that? As much as Cher reinvented, is this going to go figure, through? Are they going to they going to let us post this? I figured at least by now she's reinvented herself again, right? It's been like an hour since I said it before. So. <laughs> if she didn't do it then, I was, you know. Wow. I'm in awe. You win. <laughs> uh, all right. Next scene. Most share jokes in a single podcast. <laughs> That's I two, think, by I think, the way. I think uh, joke is being... Um, is being uh, very liberal. Okay, well, references then. Yeah. Send me humorous references. Humorous references, you're still too kind. Okay. Well, I found it amusing. All right. Um, Duly noted. Okay, yeah. So for whatever that's worth. Um, okay, so in the next, ready for the next? Oh, yeah. Time for the next. Um, so Sawyer wakes up. Uh, on a couch, and he's got his stubble back, so that tells us that it's three years earlier again. Um, <laughs> of course. Of course. And uh, I guess he's in the rec room. Everybody remembers the rec room, right? Um, and Horace is in there, and uh, um, Sawyer asks where his people are. Uh, Horace says they're fine, and Annie told him what happened. Um he appreciates what Sawyer did, um, but uh, but they they have defense protocols. There's hostile uh, indigenous people on the island. They don't get along with them, and so he asks Sawyer who he is. Sawyer says his name is James Lafleur, um, and uh, 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 the, he uh, they they got caught in a storm. They're shipwrecked. They they uh, they must fit the reef, walk uh, washed up on the shore. Uh, Horace asks what kind of ship. He says a salvage vessel, searching for a famous lost wreck, um, an old slaver out of Portmouth, England, called the Black Rock. Mm. You heard of her? Horace says can't say that I have. Um, Literally, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Interesting word choice there, Horace. Um, I did notice that. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, so, so Horace says, uh, um, "Why are you wandering in the jungle?" Sawyer says, "Some of their crew was missing. They were looking for them, and they came upon uh, Amy." Um, so uh, Horace says, "If your crew shows up, we'll send them along with you." And then uh, Horace, uh, Horace says, "There's a submarine that leaves the island uh, in the morning. You and your friends are going to get on it. It'll drop you off at Tahiti, and you can go home from there." And uh, Sawyer protests, uh, we just saved a woman's life. Why can't we stay here for a week or two and find our people? Horace says, no, um, you have to be part of Dharma Initiative, and you're not Dharma material. Mm. Ouch. Slap in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Ouch. So that's that. Horace All right. Leaves. End of scenario. So it's really cool that, uh, you know, 
Sawyer gets to use his con skills again. Um, mm-hmm. Very, you know, it's it's nice in a way that uh, you know he can uh, he can dust off those uh, his, his talents and, and use those again. Because uh, it's it's nice, it's comforting to know that if anyone can lie in a situation and and pull it off, it'll it will be Sawyer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, I. I I would like to see some sort of con contest between Sawyer and Ben. <laughs> I, I I think Ben would probably win in the end, but I think Sawyer would give him a run for his money. Yeah, yeah. I, I, but I would love to see some sort of some sort of pitting them against each other in some sort of weird way to see who's who's the better liar. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think Ben would win because. For Ben, lying is you know uh, it, it, it it's pathological. It's uh, yeah. it's more. It's not just a trait he's picked up to get what he wants. It's yeah. who he is, and I right. think you know. I yeah. I think I think Sawyer doesn't have that pure quality of it that Ben has. Yeah, it's innate. It's like, yeah, it's like woven into his uh, innermost mm-hmm. consciousness. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas with Sawyer, yeah, it seems like he. He's really good at it because, you know, he had to be. Yeah, he's it's a skill he's practiced. Yeah. You know, but he's uh he's not necessarily a prodigy like Right. Exactly. You know, like Ben is. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So Ben is Mozart and Sawyer is Salieri. <laughs> I saw that coming and it's too appropriate. <sighs> Why not? Why not? <laughs> Why not indeed? Um, oh. Conference is scheduled to be broken down automatically in five minutes. To extend the time <laughs> by 15 minutes, press star eight. Beep, boop. Oh man, that was funny. Yeah. Heard an echo there. Yeah, I love that guy. Yeah, great. he's great. Yeah, I wish, I wish he would contribute more to the conversation. <laughs> Me though. too. He, he always comes on. He he always says the same thing. He does, yeah, yeah. And it's so clearly not the same guy. So they brought in a different guy, or it was at least the different time or something. And he just he just leaned up to that microphone and he said, five. And that was it. <laughs> that was that day's work. Yeah, love that. Yeah, I think I think when they record stuff like that, it's like you know you you have them record it like all you know I guess. Num- numbers or something, and you mm-hmm. can say one, two, three, and you, and then they can the program can use whatever number. Or oh something. yeah. And so that's that's why it sounds weird because okay. he, he didn't. He didn't. You don't think they recording. just had him say five? No, <laughs> I think um, you know maybe they you know so if they wanted to make it where the conference would be broken down in ten minutes that mm-hmm. they have him saying ten. Yeah, it could be any know. amount of time that yeah. Yeah, that's that's how I assume you get those those awkward like phrasings like that is right. You know, it's like you know when you're you know any other that those sort of automated calls when they yeah you know your current balance is one <laughs> oh three <laughs> yeah it's just, it's just totally different when they have the numbers yeah it doesn't really flow very nicely um, but like everything in there flows except the five yeah you know it sounds like one one bit of a recording. But that makes sense as being the variable part. Yeah, that's the variable part. So, yeah, I'm not surprised. But it's my favorite part. It's I always look part. forward to it. 
Uh, all so, right. So anyway, what were we talking about? Yeah, yeah, something about Lost. Uh, oh, the Horace, Horace and Sawyer. Horace and Sawyer. We're talking about how Sawyer's lying here, not oh. good. Um, so his story, I think, is pretty good. You know, he basically comes up with a reasonable explanation of why they're there, and and also sort of why they need to stay there. The whole looking for the rest of the crew thing. I think that was a good bit of business. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, and I love how he says, you know, can't we have a week or two? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the sub, you know, is scheduled to come back in two weeks, and it's, you know, it's it's perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he, uh, he br- the, the story he tells about them looking for the Black Rock, uh, mm. if I remember right, that was basically the plot of that thing that um, was from the beginning of season four that, like the lost online thing. thing, yeah, was, yeah. Was that the experience, or was that something else? Well, maybe it wasn't the lost experience, but it was it was some kind some of lost related online game thing. Mm-hmm. And if I remember right, uh, it it was they, it was a salvage vessel looking for the Black Rock, and um, I think. I think they ended up finding. I think they ended up finding the plane, if I remember right. I think that was like the outcome of that. Anyway, I thought it was strange that Sawyer sort of took that story and used it. Not that he really knows that, but yeah. Um, but it seems plausible, and it allows him to bring up the Black Rock, and then and uh, and and he asks Horace if he's heard of it, and then Horace says, "Can't say that I have." Mm-hmm. So I mean, you think Horace is telling? Uh, I guess he. He really probably maybe is telling the truth there, but do you think he has heard of it? And, and I, if he has, why can't he say? Well, I think he can't say because, you know, in this situation, he has no reason to trust Sawyer or to give him any extra info or to buy into his story. And he he doesn't, you know, he doesn't want Sawyer and his people there. And if he says, oh, yeah, the Black Rock, it's uh, a couple hundred meters this way, like, mm-hmm. you know, that would, you know, if, if their story is true, which he is believing it, um, it would just give them incentive to stay and potentially bring more people back. You right. Know? So it, it's really in his best interest to not sort of uh, give him any any uh, seeds there. But um, I see. Uh, but but does he does he know? I, I would find it. I think it's more likely that he knows of the Black Rock uh, than than he doesn't know about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Now Dharma does seem. <sighs> There is a sense in which I feel Dharma is a bit more isolated than I used to think they were. Yeah. Uh, especially, you know, their workers and what they know and, you know, what right. they're, you know, they're having hootenannies, you know, like. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're not all focused on the same thing. No. Um, so I, I do think that there's a possibility that they have, you know, that, that Horace in particular hasn't seen it or found it or something. But, um, I, but I, 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 I would, but I still would be surprised if he if he hadn't. So it's you know sixty forty sixty forty that he sixty um, percent being that he he knows the Black Rock he knows about it. Yeah, um, and that's a very particular. You're right. It's a very particular story he tells. Um, and he, the fact that he brought up the Black Rock in the first place, you know, it's one thing to say, yeah, we we had a salvage ship and we're looking for, you know, whatever. But he, he mm-hmm. says the Black Rock, which is, um, you know, 
I'm surprised he remembers the Black Rock. I mean, I guess is it is the only time he saw it when he killed Locke's dad? Uh the real story. Was he was he not on the first mission out there? I don't know if he was on the first mission. Oh. That was when he, I think he was, you know, that was Honorary Sawyer when he didn't want to do a lot. <laughs> he wasn't there, huh? For some reason I thought he was there. You're probably right, though. I think I, mean, I think it was Locke there, and but... Jack and yeah. Kate and Hurley and Arst. I don't know, you're right. I, yeah. think, I think Sawyer wasn't there. So, yeah, yeah he, he, might, he must just know about it from the brig. Because I think when he got, when he went there to the brig, he asked about the ship. Yeah, you're probably right. I think that's when he was like, well, And Locke probably told him. And Locke told him, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I guess that's why he knows about it. Um, but that's pretty crazy. Um, was it interesting to me when you, when you, when you, when, you know, these sort of lies that Sawyer's telling, uh, you, you never really know... I think it's I think it's interesting because you never really know how well a lie is going to fit in, you know, because you know because we don't really know the real history of the Black Rock, but say for instance Horace did, yeah, you know, and it could be, you know, the fact that Sawyer mentions the Black Rock could 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 lead Horace to think all certain all crazy kinds of things, right? You know, because Horace could be like, the only way you could know about the Black Rock is X Y Z, which could make you know Sawyer a threat or something. So it's mm-hmm. it's weird how like. You know, Sawyer's throwing out these really good lies, but at the same time, he doesn't know the circumstances around what he's saying. Mm-hmm. So he could be, you know... Walking could, into a trap. Could, yeah, he could be walking into a trap or making things worse, you know. Yeah. And if he said, we're looking for some some ship, and he just made up a name, you know. Um, right. So uh, it, it's, it's you know, he's walking a fine line there. But, On the uh, other hand, I did say, get the sense that if Horace knows about the Black Rock, that this lend credibility to a story since they're uh they're they're in the area where the black rock actually is oh totally totally you know? which it, which i think is why sawyer said it yeah is that it, here's a real tangible reason why we could be here and here's the proof and you know um but you know the, like i said it could horace could be thinking wow the the you know if you think that the black rock is here on the island you know or near this area then that means you know something you know, that could be bad for Sawyer. Yeah. You know, the only people who know about that are Widmore's people or something, you know, or, mm-hmm. you know, or, you know, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But, of course, that doesn't happen, so. No. Um, <laughs> but it could uh, have, and that's what it matters. It could, and that's what's interesting to me, is that it could have happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Why do they always take people to the rec room? I don't know. That's a place to be when you have so you a prisoner. Can, so you can play pool just in case you get bored or something? I guess. They like that rec room. I guess they don't really have a place for prisoners, and they don't want them in their house, so. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like that's it. This All right. Mystery, <laughs> mystery solved. Um, yeah. That was easy. <laughs> All those easy ones. Like, why did they do this? Oh, that simple reason. That's that's plausible. Okay, move on. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, again, we get we get told that they're near Tahiti. Yeah, we do. Submarine leaves pretty often. It does leave pretty often. I'm a little surprised about that, but but all right, you know, you can live with it. 
Uh, and this whole thing about being Dharma material. Mm-hmm. The, well, and first, the idea that you can just join Dharma, you know, like, up, you know, that's obviously what they do. Yeah. Um, that's another thing that we didn't really sort of get at first with Dharma. You know, it seems like this sort of closed off thing, but... Uh, yeah, it seems like you'd have to be recruited or something. Yeah, you have to be recruited. It's not like you can just apply or something yeah. and get in. You have to be recruited, but it's like, well, I guess if you're Dharma material and you apply, you, you're good to go. Mm-hmm. You know? If you just happen to crash there... Uh, I mean, there there didn't seem to be anything particularly special about, you know, Ben's dad and Ben, you know, right. when Ho- when Horace, you know, had them come there, so... No. You know, and they just... I mean, I guess it's since, yeah. I mean, I think they even said it, that, like, he, he did it as a favor mm-hmm. to him because he needed work or whatever. It's so weird, though. It's just, it, here's this crazy stuff organization and we're doing all this secret stuff and mm-hmm. oh but you need you need a job so why don't you come work <laughs> <laughs> it was just as a janitor but uh yeah but uh i agree i thought i thought even you know down to the down to the most menial jobs would would have more behind it it wouldn't be just mm-hmm. like anybody who needs some work can can get come in on there. the dharma ship yeah yeah, I mean, I don't think they can. I don't think they're going to get into these like higher level positions just like that. Yeah, yeah, totally. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, some of these people, they're just, uh, they're just, they're not doing anything. Why isn't Jim Dharma material? <laughs> I don't know. Like, He's not. It's weird because it's like you know. This is a judgment Horace has made based on what he knows about about Jim. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I just wonder what, what he, he what did he what did he pick up on that's just like you're just not dark material. Yeah, I have no idea why he's saying that. Um, compared to like Phil and what's his name from the beginning, like are they Dharma material? Apparently, I guess they are. Um, I guess at this point, yeah, Horace doesn't know about the whole Amy. Does he know about what happened with Amy? Yeah, he does. He does. Yeah. So he brings it up. But I mean, the whole killing the guys thing. Yeah, he, he, did they talk about that? Um... Or does, or does well, they don't say it specifically, but Sawyer says we saved that woman's life. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I was just thinking in terms of Sawyer being Dharma material, if, 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 if Horace is factoring in, you know, the fact that Sawyer killed the two others, um, um, how much he was thinking about that or knew about that at this mm-hmm. point. I'm assuming uh, he knows. Yeah, he he should know, I mean... I'm just getting confused with the back and forth and like, is this before or after Horace was drunk? Oh, wait. That's three years from now. <laughs> that would be before. Yeah, she hasn't had the baby yet and yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. All right. Anything else? That's it for me. Next scene. Ready for the next scene? Okay. 
So in the next scene, we uh, we're outside. Uh, the rest of them wait around while uh, while Sawyer's talking to Horace, and the camera circles around them as they say various things. Um, uh, Juliet says she lived here for three years, and that was my house over there. Um, she tells the story of the others taking the barracks and uh, moving in there. Um, Jen says, Daniel, no more Flash. Faraday says, no more Flash. Um, and, uh, yeah, the record's spinning again. We're just on the song we want to be on. Um, and then uh, and then we hear the voice of a tiny girl, which attracts the attention, first of Jen, then of Faraday. Um, <laughs> Faraday, uh, Faraday spots a very small red-headed girl in a red dress, dancing and running near an adult companion. Um, and, uh, and we see the girl... And uh, Faraday whispers to himself, Charlotte. Uh, and then uh, Horace, uh, Horace walks up with Sawyer and um, says, hello, someone will show you your rooms. In the meantime, Mr. LaFleur can fill you in on the situation. And Horace leaves. Uh, Miles says, LaFleur. And uh, Sawyer says, he improvised. Um story tells them that uh, Horace believed uh, the story, but uh, they're going to have to get on sub tomorrow and leave, go to Tahiti. Um, Miles says, how is that bad news? But uh, we don't get to hear because an alarm blares, um, and people start running around, and um, there's a lot of commotion, and uh, and, uh, I guess uh, uh, Phil from earlier... uh, comes up and uh, uh, tells him to get inside um, one of the houses here uh, as, the, as the alarm continues. And so they uh, so they go inside one of the houses, and uh, um, there's a woman in there, and Phil tells her to keep an eye on them uh, and then uh, close the door behind them. They wait inside the house. Uh, the alarm stops, um, and then they, Sawyer and Juliet, look out the window um, and uh, we see uh, a man carrying a torch uh, come in uh, into the barracks. He plants the torch uh, in the ground and walks towards the houses, and we see that the man is Richard Alpert. Um, bo- uh, both of them sort of react to that, and uh, Julia turns to Sawyer, and then uh, Sawyer says, Uh-oh. <laughs> Um, all right. That's that. Uh-oh. 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 I guess he's a cartoon character now. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, I don't right. like the looks of this. So, yeah, when you mentioned the um, the camera circling all of them, uh, I guess that's uh, Lost Meets Tarantino, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of that it's kind of a take on that, I think. Yeah, it's very much the same thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, the camera just doesn't stop. Uh-oh. Oh, and there goes Claude. Oh boy. Well, let's see. Can I pull something out of my ass here? I'll try. Um, let's see. Oh, da, 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 bunch of crap. 
let's see. Um, uh, you never know what's going on. Let's see. Uh, uh, ooh, that's interesting. Um, hmm, yeah. I don't know. None of these are catching my eye here. Let's see. Oh, Circuit City's going out of business. I didn't know that. Wow, 60 years. That's weird. First time I heard of them was in the 90s. I guess they started as a smaller thing. I'm back. Oh, okay. All right. What did I miss? Oh, nothing. I was just... Apparently, Circuit City's closing down. You hadn't heard that? Uh, No, I hadn't. Wow, yeah. They've been talking about closing down for like two months now, three months. Oh, Yeah, well. they, they're like... It was a huge deal. Oh, I see. Wow. Yeah, it was like a huge, huge deal because, you know, it's Circuit City. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, apparently they've been around for a while. I I didn't realize. Uh, yeah, they've apparently been around for like what thirty five years or something yeah. crazy. And I, I I don't yeah. I don't know if they've been around under the name Circuit City because when I found that out, I'm like I don't remember being a kid and hear you know seeing Circuit City stores. No, I I distinctly remember like the first time I heard of them and it was in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it, I, I, maybe they were called something else or re, more regional or something, or yeah. I don't know. I'm sure one could find out if one was so uh, inclined to. <laughs> um, I'm sure you're right. But yeah, Circuit City, I mean, definitely, they're basically selling everything in their stores. I mean, you, I've been there, you can you can buy the, 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 the furniture and the the fixtures and employee lockers and you know when those kind of places got a business they kind of sort of sell everything i think i saw a sign where you could buy like the forklift or something like they just sort of sell everything because you know the company's over so all the stuff they owned is up for grabs yeah it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty weird yeah it's crazy it's crazy yeah. i didn't realize how bad they were doing did you hear that the economy's in a recession <laughs> what yeah. Oh, by the way, Obama's president. <laughs> oh, shit. He, he 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 won that little that little contest. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Did you hear that the year changed? It's two thousand nine now. Did it's you? What? Yeah. I know. I know. Yep. Yeah. Where have I been? What's going on? Have you heard that women can vote? Holy shit! <laughs> And were you aware that America declared its independence? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> but I was just—I was just saying my allegiance to the Queen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Does that not count anymore? Uh, no, not so much. All of those, all of those uh, English pounds you have—they're <laughs> um, no good. No. What no. about all this tea? What can I do with all this tea? If you have any harbors around, mm-hmm. you might want to dump it in the in the harbor. Okay. Uh, that's, you know, that's about as good as you can do. Um, right. I mean, you don't want all the tax on that tea anyway. So. <laughs> I don't mind paying taxes. It's patriotic. <laughs> Thank you very much for saying it that way. You're welcome. Um, you are a Tory, aren't you? <laughs> I have to admit it. I'm a Tory. Oh man! I never. I. I. I've been keeping it secret all these years. You I didn't want America to succeed to the British crown. 
I know you do. Damn it. Well, the best you could do now is move to Canada. <laughs> uh, where they You're still right. have some uh, reverence for You're the, right. uh, the British they have monarchy. They up there in Canada. They know how to do it right. You know, you know why Canada still has respect because it's so cold. Yeah, okay. The respect has been preserved over time. Interesting theory. You know, if it was hotter, you know, they would have lost the respect a long time ago. But uh, they managed to keep it because it's, it's refrigerated. <laughs> wow. And in the and in the top part, actually, in the freezer section. So. Mhm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we all learned something here today. That's good. We did. We did a little little political analysis. Um, <laughs> Socio-political analysis on the last lowdown. Nice. <laughs> and I learned a lot. Wow. I need to yeah. catch up. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to uh, have to have to have to do some reading after the podcast is over. Obviously, I uh, I missed you missed things. That thing you're talking on is called a phone. I was thinking that. What the fuck is this thing I'm using? <laughs> Is this magic? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That thing in front of you is called a computer. <laughs> and it's not someone who computes. <laughs> oh. But that's what the word means. <laughs> oh, man, you have a lot to learn in this day and age. A lot of catching up to do. I do, I do. Wow. Wow. <laughs> okay, so um uh back to Lost? Back to Lost, please, quickly. Um, yeah, so oh the Reservoir Dogs. Is that how we got on that? <laughs> oh well, and then you cut off. Out. And then you cut off. That was right. Oh, and great. I read the story about Circuit City. Okay. There it is. Alright, there's the origin. So um uh, now we know how we got there. We can learn how to never get back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I guess they just. I guess they just wanted to make it maybe a little more interesting to watch or something. But I was kind of. Yeah. Normally, I don't notice um, shots, but that you know, I, if there's if there's a like you know a few people sitting around a table, and the camera circles around them endlessly, like I I can't not notice that. Yeah. You know, it's a, one of the few times I'll actually call attention to a shot and how they do it. Yeah, it's pretty well done. Um, Good stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, uh, so we see uh, we see Lil Charlotte here, I guess. Lil, uh, indeed. L I L apostrophe. That's right. That's that's exactly what I meant. Yep. Uh, uh yeah, it was really weird seeing Charlotte and then seeing the creepy old man looking at her because he oh, came yeah. off like a creepy He's old totally man. A creepy old man. Yep, that's weird. Yeah, he really does come off that way. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so I guess I guess we'll see more on that in the future. But uh, uh, there she is, hanging out, doing her yeah. thing. She really stood out with her red hair and mm-hmm. red dress. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got to tell was... you though, you know what? You know what? You know what she makes me think of though, right? In this, in the red dress and sort of this creepy girl running around. Cher. 
I'm glad to say no. Okay. Uh, but that was a, that was funny. Um, I actually uh, don't know. I have to now. I have to think of the name of the movie. Um, uh oh. But you know what I'm talking about. Um, Girl in a red dress. Um, movie. 70, old seventies creepy movie about the guy who loses the daughter and he goes to look for her and he's following this small oh, child yeah, around. Yeah, don't look now. Don't look now. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what it's called. What a movie. What a movie. Yeah, indeed. you're right. The the red the red coat thing. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't yeah. even think about that. Little little creepy red coat thing. Mhm. Mhm. Who might be the daughter and just might be something else. <laughs> I don't know. We're all scared to find out. <laughs> we are. And when we find out, we might be pretty surprised. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's the first thing I thought when I saw that. I, I did like, oh, not God, think of that, but it makes sense. It makes yeah. sense. Especially because, like, it is kind of creepy, mm-hmm. you know, in in context. And they put her in slow motion. And, yeah, and, like, this is someone who dies later, yeah. you know, and so he's sort of lamenting that. It's a similar atmosphere, I think. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, uh, I, uh, that was a good thing to think of. Um, what else in this part? So they're kind of all talking, um, uh, there's not much here, right? And the... Yeah, and we get to the of, then we get to the Richard part. So. Yeah, and then Richard shows up, and I guess, uh, yeah, not I mean, not much. We just see him show up. It's really later where uh, we really get to see him. Apparently, Juliet turns to Sawyer and gives a subtle nod as if to say, "Yes, it's one of mine." <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, they they kind of read into things a little bit in the transcript. That's that's not that's not exactly what I thought her reaction said. Yeah, no. I thought her reaction was, was like was more like just acknowledging that it was Richard. I got the sense I got the sense that it was like she was almost lamenting it was Richard, like like you know this, you know like not that they didn't have anything to fear so much as the fact that he's here. You know, this is going to be some serious shit. Whatever happens. Yeah, I, I feel know, like part of it is that Richard Richard knows her and and. You know they're they're trying to be undercover and well know. he doesn't know her yet. Oh, you're right. I guess not. Yeah, I forgot about has, that. You know they, they cleverly sidestepped that issue by not having um by not having Juliet go up there and talk to him because mm-hmm. that would have been weird. Um, yeah. If if she had already talked to him and then he knew her and so when he goes to recruit her he's already met her. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you know that like yeah exactly. Glad they, glad they didn't. Glad that they didn't go down that route. Yeah, that would have been weird. They they had they just had him talk to Locke and and Dan and Charlotte where it doesn't it doesn't mess up and Miles so it doesn't mess up um you know yeah. what we know about them and stuff like that and, um, and I I feel like I feel compelled to say even if she did go talk to him it wouldn't uh-oh. have changed anything because no. that's always what would have happened. It wouldn't have changed anything, but it would have been weird. It would have just changed the context of that earlier stuff. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, um, I forgot. For some reason, I feel like Richard knows everything, even though the point is that he doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's what we find out. You know, he's just as befuddled as uh, anyone would be in this situation. Yeah. So, uh, but for some reason, I feel like he knows Juliet, but you're right, he doesn't. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. But yeah, she I, I want to redact like... that. <laughs> redact. Uh, it's it's redacted. Good. Um. <clears throat> I'll file the paperwork tomorrow. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Got to find a notary. Um, so, yeah, she gives a kind of look to like, oh, crap, Richard's here. Um, yeah, I guess that's know. what it was. Yeah. Richard's here, trouble's a-coming. Yeah, it's not going to be good. And, cause, of course, she she should know something about the conflict between Dharma and the others. She does so, know that. You know, she's like, oh, crap, this, you know, I mean, this mm-hmm. can't be that good. So Yeah. Uh, that all works out. Uh, what else is going on here? I think that's pretty much it. We can probably move to the next scene. Yeah, the next scene continues this, uh, this little thread here. Um, so, uh, um, for some reason they cut around the barracks, various shots. I don't know what that's about. Um, and then, uh, Horace goes out to, uh, to, to talk to Richard, who's standing out there, um, Corey says, I wish you would have told me you were coming. I would have turned off the fence for you. Richard says, uh, that fence may keep other things out, but not us. Um, uh, then he says, uh, the only thing it does keep us out is our truce, which you've now broken. Uh, he asks where his two men are. Um, we uh, we cut back inside, and Miles wants to get on the sub. Uh, Sawyer says, no one's getting on the sub. Then we go back outside. Um, no, we don't. Hor- Horace comes in. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Horace comes in and says, uh, okay, LaFleur, how well did you bury the bodies? Sawyer says, uh, that depends on how hard he looks. Um, so then Horace says, uh, call the arrow, we're in condition one, and make sure the fence is at maximum. Um, and then Sawyer says, let me talk to him. And uh, uh, he says, uh, he's the one that killed the man, and he'll, he'll go explain. Horace says, I can't let you do that, but Sawyer ain't asking permission. Uh, Juliet asks Sawyer if he's sure what he's doing. He says, not yet, but I'll figure something out. So, uh, so, so Sawyer goes outside to talk to Richard. Uh, and, uh, uh, so he does that, yeah. And then, uh, Sawyer, Sawyer tells Richard, uh, I'm the guy that killed your men. I heard some gunshots. Uh, uh, two men are throwing a bag over a woman's head, um, uh, he gave him a chance to throw their weapons down, but they took a shot at him, so he defended himself. Uh, Richard says, that's so. Um, do your people know that you're telling me this? Sawyer says, they're not my people. Um, uh, and uh, the truce hasn't been broken. Uh, so Richard asks, who is he? And Sawyer then uh, asks if he buried the bomb, the jughead. Uh, Richard uh Richard looks uh, confused, um, and so Sawyer tells him that uh, uh, he knows what what happened uh, 20 years ago. When uh, he 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 tells him about Locke uh, going in there, saying he was the leader, and then he disappeared. Um, uh, so uh, so then he says, uh, "You still think I'm a member of the Dharma Initiative?" And Richard says, "I guess I don't." But no matter who you are, two of my men are dead, and my people need some justice. So what are we going to do about that? 
right. End of scene. So, um, you know, Richard's always a pleasure to have around. Oh, uh, yeah. Fight him over for uh, for for dinner any day. You know, <laughs> he's a, he's a good guest. He's a good party guest. Yes. Uh, he has a couple good lines. Um, I think I think you know you said they at the beginning of the scene they cut around the camp mm-hmm. for no apparent reason. I think it was just just for the mood and also to to show us that like no one is around. Uh, no one is you know everyone's sort of inside their houses and all that crap. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like uh, it, but it's just it's. I'm not used to them doing that. Yeah, it it was a nice. I think it was a nice way to open it because it you know you see these shots and everything's still and everything's yeah. dark and no one's around and the last shot is Horace's house and him coming out mm-hmm. and it, it's cool. Yeah. Um, the line about Richard when he says you know <laughs> that fence may keep other things out but not us. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely like that. Um, yeah, it was a good line. And, and, and sort of the the core the other part of that line when he says the the only thing that does keep us out is our truce which you've now broken mm-hmm. uh, that's that's the kind of writing I like it, it, and it and sometimes Lost does this and I I'm sure I've complained about it before where they kind of get it the the sort of bookend or mirror quality of these two sentences they sort of get a little bit weird sometimes but this time they got it right which I liked. Um, mm-hmm. Because literally the thing that keeps them out is the truth. Right. Because uh, if there wasn't the truth, they would probably just come in there and kill them all. Right. Um, so I like that whole thing. Um, you know, but I'm sure Richard would get it right because he's Richard, so. Um, yeah, it wasn't like that, that speech with the captain where where he's like, where where do you get 300 corpses? And that's one of the many reasons we want to talk to Ben Wyatt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. When when it just, they have this set up kind of a sentence, and then they have the other one that goes with it, and it just doesn't quite work. Yeah. I mean, there's times they do that, and it doesn't work, and this is one of the times when it does work. Yeah. Yeah, it does work. And, uh, and I, I agree. I mean, Richard... Uh, <laughs> Quite a character. I, I uh, when we first saw him, I really wouldn't have guessed uh, how how big of a deal he'd be later. Yeah, um, that he'd be sort of the constant while they were time traveling. <laughs> it was just always there and always looks the same. Yep. Um, and uh, I definitely, I definitely want to know what his deal is. I, I, I really like to, I really like to understand how this is supposed to work. Yeah. Um. Well, you know, it, um, yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, but I like the way he plays the character, and, and that was a good line. I just try to, I just try to block out the earplug yeah, thing, uh, yeah, um, and and assume it's something more interesting than that. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he delivers it the right way, you know, it uh, it comes across as uh, interesting despite the earlier stuff. Yeah, definitely. Um, so. Uh, the one thing that I thought was a little, uh, a little bit strange is how how surprised he was about Sawyer um, uh, when when he told him about the Jughead and about Locke and all that. Um, I guess I guess I expect him to be less surprised since he's already sort of experienced the results of this time travel, and at this point he's already gone to see Locke be born, and you know, it. it I don't know. I. Uh, it's, I didn't think he was too surprised. I thought I thought he was at an appropriate level considering, you know, he he doesn't 
you know, he doesn't really know Sawyer to be a part of the, the time traveling people. And so for him to be in the middle of this, you know, uh, diplomatic mission or whatever with, with, with Dharma. And then all of a sudden this, you know, this, <laughs> this guy, uh, comes out and knows this like very intricate, uh, details of the past. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think he was a, at a right amount of surprise because it's, once Sawyer tells him these little snippets of what he knows, it's just like, okay, cool. Now let's move on to the business at hand. He wasn't right. like, you know, really flabbergasted. I I think he, you know, and, and but you're right. I mean, considering the fact that this has happened before, uh, he should be uh, definitely less surprised than the first time Locke came out of the blue and was like, hey, I'm from the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't have a problem with that. It, he he's he's. I think an appropriate amount of surprise, and then he moves on to the issue at hand. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. It's. But it, I mean, it's. Yeah. Which I was a little <laughs> disappointed by. I mean, I guess. I guess if I hear that, like, I can't move on. I mean, I need. I need more than that. I'm not ready to just drop it. You know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like just me. Well, I mean, yeah, maybe I Richard think... is better than me in that way. But like. Uh, I, I definitely think when he says, you know, no matter who you are, two women are dead, we need some sort of justice. I I thought that was a little bit like, you know, a little I, – I did want some sort of caveat of, but we're going to come back to who you are and what you're doing here. You yeah, know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted it to seem like a bigger deal to him. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the thing. At first he was too surprised, and then he was too blasé about it. <laughs> I think I'm I'm reserving judgment about that little detail because I, I want to believe that there's, you know, that there's something going on here and, and, and that Richard would, you know, the fact that, you know, Richard is invested in Locke and, and now Sawyer is basically saying, you know, we're waiting for Locke. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and Sawyer and, and Richard knows this Sawyer is not part of Dharma and he's there. So I feel like there there's some sort of agreement or last word they need to have where, you know, the understanding is, you know, Sawyer is going to stay here and pretend to be whatever or, you know, whatever he's going to do in order to wait for for Locke. So, you know, mm-hmm. that somehow mitigates Richard's need to figure out more, you know, um, and, and maybe they talk later or something. I don't know. But, it, yeah, if this is the last of it, you know, I think it's weird. You know, yeah. if this is the last that they talk about that, I think it's, it is weird. Yeah, and Richard sort of just moves on and... <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. there's those people from the future in that camp, but you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, and that's the thing; he didn't say he was from the future. <laughs> um, he yeah, just said right. he knew about what happened, um, and he could know about that just because he knows Locke. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I, uh, how much Richard has cost to be alarmed is, you know, up 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 for grabs, but. Um, you know, nah, it's it's nothing too too bad. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I guess that's the whole point is Sawyer's trying to explain to him how he's not a member of Dharma, not how Sawyer is special and Richard needs to be questioning yeah. him, you know. Right. Um, yeah. That's, yeah. And also, you know, you shouldn't call it the truth because I don't represent Dharma. That was another thing I really liked about how Sawyer came off in this was 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 immediately separating himself from from Dharma and saying, you know, I, it's, you know, the truth is still valid because, you know, I, I thought that was a good a good detail. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. 
<laughs> That's Sawyer, man. You know, if I'm in a crisis and uh, oh, yeah. Jack's not and Jack's not around, I'll mm-hmm. I'll take Sawyer. I will too. I will too. Jack's been a bit of a mess lately. <laughs> yeah, lately, right? I mean, I like Jack, but uh, yeah. And the other thing to say about Sawyer is he 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 comes off and show you know to put a you know card playing metaphor you know shows his hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't lie or I mean you know he doesn't withhold the. You know, we've seen scenes like this before where, the, where you know, the Sawyer person would just not say the thing that would get us to what we need to get to. Right. Uh, and he does. He says, hey, I'm not one of them. I I know this crazy stuff, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and that's it. Um, yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't hold doesn't, back. Yeah, he doesn't tell the same story he told to Horace. You right. Know? Right, yeah, we're just here on a ship and blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Yeah, he tells them all that other stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, that is nice. I appreciate that. It is nice to just be upfront about it. Yeah, it doesn't have to be, you know, more lies. Okay, so um, ready for the he, next? Oh. Yeah, I would. I'd like to mention Richard didn't answer the question if he buried Jughead or not. You're right. He didn't. But I'm assuming they buried it. What else are they gonna do? Yeah, with I think it? they did. I don't think it's that <laughs> up there. Um, yeah, the surprise was too much, and then Sawyer moved on. Mm-hmm. He didn't really get an answer. That happens a lot, you know. They ask those yeah. nice questions, and then they move on to something else before they get well, an answer. they're on a timetable. There's going to be a commercial break in, like, two minutes here. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Sorry. You can't wait around. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So, ready for the next uh, scene here? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, um, uh, Amy's kneeling beside uh, Paul's dead body, and Horace is in there, and Sawyer comes in. Um, uh, Horace goes in there and talks to Amy and uh, uh, and tells her that uh, they, they told Richard where the bodies are um, to maintain the truth, uh, and, uh, and that... Uh, Jim worked it out, but uh, he's going to need something from from them now. He needs to take Paul's body with him, um, and uh, she's she's not excited about that. Um, initially, uh, Horace uh, kneels down and and tells her it's her choice. She doesn't want to give it up. They'll suffer the consequences. Um, after a bit, uh, she uh, she agrees that they can take him. Because he would want to keep us safe. No, oh. I know. That Paul's a good guy. Yeah, and then uh, she asked she could have a minute, um, so they give her some privacy, um, and uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, so then uh, Horace goes over and tells Sawyer that uh, the uh, the sub uh, is going to return in two weeks, and they can stay and look for the rest of their crew in the meantime. So. That's it. That is it. Well, look at that. Look at that. He bought himself two weeks. Two weeks. Not bad. Nice. Way to go, Sawyer. Oh, I should yeah. mention the necklace. Yeah, uh, you should. Yeah, so... Uh, 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 she... Uh, 
Amy Amy removes a, a necklace uh, from from Paul's neck. It's a uh, brown wooden onk on a black string. So, just uh, just a little prop establishment there. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. All right, onk, onk. That's a word. <laughs> it is. I'm afraid. <laughs> So I guess you already said your theory about this earlier that uh, Richard's just going to take this body and say, "Hey, look, you know, uh, uh, you know, they killed this guy, and so you know, let's call let's call it even, something mm-hmm. like that." That they're they're not going to like do something crazy with this body, it's not some kind of weird ritual thing or you think they're going like to eat that. it? Going to eat it? <laughs> <laughs> Guess who's coming for dinner? <laughs> oh no, what is it? Guess who guess who we're having for dinner? Mm-hmm. Paul. <sighs> yeah. Uh yeah, I I really don't think so. I mean, they could sh- take this opportunity to show us some weird cultural thing with uh with the others. But uh I I don't think so. I think it's just like he said, uh He just wants sort of, proof. It's if he if, he, a, if he goes back and says, "Look, they killed, you know, they killed one of their guys first and all that." It won't be as uh convincing. Well, it's I think it's like a tit for tat thing, like yeah. they kill, you know, and it's not exactly even obviously. There's two for one, but Yeah. I think obviously the others have this strange retribution or justice thing. Like he says justice, I guess is the word he says. Mhm. Um so, you know, I think that's all it's about. I wanted Sawyer to explain the situation a little more, because it, it, I'm not, I, I didn't, I wasn't sure if Richard really understood that they were just killing them, you mm-hmm. know, like they were killing the two, like they started it, you know. Yeah. Like that, that never seemed to get brought up. I felt like that mattered, you know. Yeah. They didn't just like shoot the others randomly, and they were just, you know, minding their own business. I mean. You know, it's it's just kind of. I think he, I think he, I agree with you, but I think he sort of got the point across with how he explained that, you know, he heard gunshots, two men were throwing a bag over the woman's head, and you know, and then Richard knows that you know the two guys, his two guys, end up dying, and and that Paul ends up dying, so obviously he puts it together that yeah, are assuming that the gunshots was the you know they killed the other guy, um. Yeah, I guess I yeah. just feel like if we're talking about calling off a truce, we should talk about who started it. <laughs> you know? And I think that's the that's the thing that, you know, the fact that they're not calling off the truce means they they don't really have to go into the details. Yeah. You know, um, they're going to give them the body, they're going to tell them where the other two bodies are. are but it, it just sort of seems like they don't even deserve justice. I mean, you know, they were going to kill these guys, and they were going to kill them too, just for trying to help out. And yeah. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> It seems like that the that Dharma is the ones who you know who need the truth. The, yeah. The, the the others don't need the truth. So I mean, not right. that it's fair, of course, but you know, if if the if the two others are the ones who started it, you know, no, we don't really know what happened, but that's what it seems like. Yeah. The, the two just they came out of nowhere, or whatever, and they started the the the, the aggression. Um, you know, if you go and say, okay, you two, your two guys killed our two guys, the truce is off. Dharma doesn't want that. <laughs> yeah. You know, so they don't, they don't really kind of have the power here, which is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, so it's not exactly an, an equal situation where, you know, it's, it's really where the, you know, Richard can demand justice because 
uh, the Dharma is the one who needs the truth to really work. I see. Yeah. 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 Or not. Or not. Yeah, you're right that, uh, yeah. you know, we don't actually know how it started, but, uh, mm-hmm. it. yeah. I mean, the way they presented it, it doesn't, you know, Paul and Amy out there, while, I just can't imagine they were just like, hey, you two, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it looked like they were having a picnic. It yeah. Like they were just, you know, like Amy wasn't, you know, she, I don't even know if she works in Dharma because she never is in a uniform. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it just, you know, it seems, it definitely seems like the other two guys started it. I think Sori's explanation is pretty good. Um, and if they were going to call off the truth, I would, de- truth, I would definitely say, you know, hey, wait a minute, let's talk about the details here. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. You know, and, and I also just, just assumed maybe that, um, that Richard knew the two guys and maybe knew that they were that they were the kind of two guys who would start something like this. Mm-hmm. So that's that's part of it too, I think, is his knowing who those two guys are and what right. they're capable of. Yeah, yeah. Because they didn't they didn't seem like nice guys. Yeah. No, I agree, and that's why it's just like I don't know. <laughs> but what else are they gonna do with the body? You know. Yeah. Yeah. Give it to Richard. No, I agree. I mean, that's fine. That's fine. But it's just like, you know, we demand justice. So we're going to call off the truth. It's just, I don't know. It seems kind of ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, this particular situation. I mean, I'm sure there's think, other things that have happened, but. I think Sawyer's just lucky he didn't get a back tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> out of this, you know, um, that that's the repercussions of this. He could have he could have got a tramp stamp. <laughs> Good point. Good point. <laughs> I never thought about it that way. It's good. Uh, which, by the way, if Juliet ever wants to prove like that she was a an other, she's got to prove. She does have the proof. You're right. That famous symbol. Mm-hmm. Whatever that means. Whatever it is, yeah. <laughs> they would probably know. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder, what do you think? What do you think? You think? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know what this question is. <laughs> do you think that before this show's over, they will reference and or show that back tattoo again? Um, what do you say? I would say, God, why won't my phone cut off when I need it to? Um, <laughs> um, no, I would say that it's a distinct possibility. I think the fact that that it that you know, if you would ask me a couple episodes ago, I probably would have had a different answer. The fact that we, you know, they brought up the statue again. Mm-hmm. After what two and a half seasons of yeah of not ever talking about it, um, you know I think anything's possible in that in that context. Um, mm-hmm. I, I can see a situation where you know there might be it might be relevant, uh, like you know proving that she's another. You know I think that that might come into play at some point. I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well because how, you brought yeah, that up, how, that's what I was wondering. Yeah, how likely is it? You know how likely I I could say I could definitely see them never bring it up again. I think it's. You know, it's over and done, that storyline, you know, like the whole reason for it seems to be over. Um, yeah. 
I don't think they need to bring it up for anything. You know, whereas, you know, which makes it different than the, you know, the Porto statue because that's an open mystery. Yeah. Uh, but but her 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 tattoo I think is 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 a closed case that they could open if they want but there's no real need to. Mhm. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna vote for no. I'll be really surprised if they do. Uh. Uh. I'll even be kind of pleasantly surprised if they do, but I I don't expect them to. Mhm. Um. I, I, on a on a related note, what about what about the events of the other woman? Um. Do you think do you think that stuff's ever gonna come into play again? Oh, with Juliet and uh Juliet and Ben. And Ben and wait, what was Is that the one with uh the the the, the shrink lady? Yeah, and the shrink lady. Yeah. What? I forgot about that. So like So yeah, um uh, So uh when when she first gets there, the the shrink lady tells um, tells Juliet that uh, that she looks just like her, um, and uh, um, referring to who knows who, um, and and we find out that uh, you know Ben has some kind of crush on her, I guess, and and uh, but she's you know she's uh, having an affair with Goodwin, and. Uh, you know the the shrink tells tells her like uh you know Ben finds out it's you know it's going to be bad so you know mm-hmm. quit doing it or whatever um and then uh she she doesn't and then and then they cut to like Ben telling Goodwin to go off when when the plane crashes you know to go to the tail section and all that and then and then they show the scene the scenes where 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 Ben's like you know having Goodwin stay out there um, and, and, and it sort of suggests that he's, he's just doing, he's just sort of like punishing him somehow. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then eventually, of course, you know, he's killed and like Ben takes Juliet to his dead body and, and says like, you know, um, you know, you're mine. And, you know, this, <laughs> this is what happens, you know, um, to anyone who gets in the way of that or whatever, you know, he has this whole speech, um, and uh and at the end of the episode like Julia tells Jack like you know Ben thinks I'm his and he'll you know he'll never stop and you know mm, um kind of about all that wow. if, if anyone anyone who's around me like better watch out you know um and then Jack's like I don't care <laughs> Yeah that was what happened <laughs> Whatever Jay I'm out of here <laughs> Uh yeah. Uh so anyway, yeah, it was a whole lot of stuff. Um this this sort of revelation that like you know, Ben had this whole thing with Juliet, um and and you know, sort of had, you know, put Goodwin in dangerous situation just because of her, you know. Yeah. Um So anyway. <laughs> um What do you think? Is that? I mean, I was wondering if it was going to come into play in season four. The answer was no. Um, I'm, you know, it hasn't come into play yet. I know Ben's back on the island, but I just wonder, you know, if that's if that's ever going to be a deal again. You're mine. Um, <laughs> uh, 
wow, that seems so important. And then, like, I haven't thought about that since. It, um, it seemed really important at the time. It seemed like a big revelation. I think it could come into play now that Juliet's with Sawyer, maybe, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Sawyer's got to watch out now. Uh-oh. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. I don't really get it. I don't know why Ben cares that much or what's the point of that or who she looks like or, yeah. you know, for all we know, she can look like herself because she was there when Ben was a kid or something, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, That'd know, be really weird. He saw her at the, you know, mechanic shop. Oh, mechanic. Oh, that's, I guess that's another question. Are they going to see little Ben? At some oh, point? man. I Is hope that they kick happen? him. I hope they kick him. <laughs> Give him a wedgie. <laughs> uh, yeah. Man, I, you know. Ben was a wedgieable I, kid. I really don't think they are. I would be surprised because, honestly, don't, I mean, wow. If you saw Ben as a kid, I mean, Wow. One reason I think we might not is that that actor who played Ben is pretty old by now. Oh, totally. So they won't be able to get him to do it. They'd have to get somebody else. And, you know, I don't know if they want to even go into all that. I I think it's very possible that we won't see him. Yeah, I I don't think we will. Um, But it would be interesting. I, I, you know, that possibility is at least there. Yeah, it definitely is there. Um, well, when did Ben get to the island? Well, I don't know. Is that the question? You know, if we if we ask when the purge happened, then we can say it was probably like at least, you know, maybe 10 to 15 years before that. Okay. Yeah, because he was... He he looked well. I mean, it was it was Michael Emerson playing him, so he looked like he was in his forties. But I, I think, think uh, I think he was supposed to be in his like twenties. <laughs> Conference is scheduled to be broken down automatically in five minutes. To extend the time by sixty minutes, press star eight. Wow, oh, forgot about that. Yeah, me too. Didn't expect it a second time. Me um, either. So, Ben was supposed to be around 10 when he got to the island. He was apparently born in the early 60s. So, he should sort of be there uh, now, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which, you know, was weird because Juliet could know that he's around, right? Yeah. Potentially. I don't know how much she knows about Ben's history. Yeah. Kind of up in the air, but she definitely could know. She it's could at least know, possible. Yeah. yeah, I. I so mean, that would be maybe, weird, and Annie could be running around too. Whoever she's, who are you, Annie? Yeah, Hello. exactly. Who the hell are you? Um, <laughs> yeah. What, what might your name be in the future if you decide <laughs> to change it? If you could be named anything other than Annie. <laughs> Draw us a picture of what you think you might look like when you grow up. Yeah. Would you like to live in England or the United States more? (laughs) 
Yeah, all sorts of weirdness here. Very weirdness. Very, very weirdness. That's the thing, though. I mean, you would think, oh, man, here's a little Ben. Just kill him or something, and, Mm -hmm. you know, he won't be able to cause any harm. But, you know, you can't because you didn't, and you never did, and you never will. That's right. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, time travel. Mm Mm-hmm. It does seem weird, though. I mean, it seems like he... (laughs) Seems like they should be able to, but they can't. It does, but no. I mean, whatever they did, you know, if they try, they're going to fail. Yeah. But what's weird about that is they're only failing because in the future he's not dead. Sort of. I Where mean, it should be, it should be, you know, the, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's really just whatever their attempt is, like, it just didn't work. Yeah, but it's like this is, you know, if Sawyer wants to kill Ben, this is the first time he's gone back in time to, you know, with, to the ability to do that. And it seems like he should be able to do it now, you know, if he if he wanted to. But if but he, sort of the, the only reason he really wants to is because he knows Ben is bad in the future. Right. And if Ben is bad in the future, that means Sawyer never killed him. It's too late, yeah. He, so already, like he already, already failed. But, but it seems like he should have the ability since this is Sawyer's, you know, Sort of first iteration of going through this, but it's just weird because yeah, I mean, but this had already happened. Like he was already, you know, he had already the future him was already here. Yeah, he had already not killed him, basically. Yeah, yeah, but not yet though. <laughs> it's like, well, you know, yet is relative, I guess. He hadn't. He didn't know that he already hadn't done it. I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, you heard, you heard me. Mm-hmm. I did. Um, Unfortunately. It's weird to live in a past where you already did something you haven't done yet. (laughs) You know? Yes. I agree. The same way that Sawyer and those guys were able to intervene when Amy was getting attacked... You know, I mean, obviously that means they always intervened. Yeah. But, you know, which means, like, Paul couldn't be alive in the future. Like, if they... That's right. If Paul was alive in the future, then in this moment they always, you know, sort of prevented his death or something. Right. Um, let's stop talking about time travel. <laughs> I'm okay. already, I'm already, my head's hurting. Yeah, I mean, it's a running like theme. At a certain point, you just you know you're just saying the same thing over and over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the weird thing about time travel here. It's uh, it it, it always works like that. And I guess it, at this point, we can just wait for the moment where they break that, where they yeah. say Desmond's special, so the rules don't apply to him, or something yeah. like that. I don't know. Just off the top of my head, maybe that could happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're reaching, right? Yeah. I'm just saying, I feel like they could break it. I feel like they could stick to it and then break it for, like, one thing. We'll see. But we'll see. We will see. So you ready for the next uh, totally. scenario here? Okay. So um, uh, Juliet's sitting on the dock. and Sitting <laughs> uh, <laughs> on the dock of the bay. Yeah. Yeah, watching the time. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> Wasn't the time. Classic song, classic song. Right. Uh, so Sawyer comes up and uh, tells uh, tells her that uh, he bought them two weeks. Any luck, Locke will be back by then. Um, Juliet says, and then what? Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how she says it. Yeah. Sawyer says, what do you mean, then what? Uh, Juliet says, uh, the flash has stopped. We're safe. We're fine. Um, I've been trying to get out of the island for three years, and uh, now I have my chance, so I'm going to leave. Um, Sawyer tells her, uh, you do realize it's 1974, and so whatever you uh, think you're going back to doesn't exist yet. Um, and uh, she says, it's not a reason not to go. Um, and Sawyer says, what about me? Um, and then he just, uh, brings up the others and, uh, you know, they're no fun. Um, uh, Julia says, you'll be fine. Um, then sorry, says, who's going to get my back? And then he says, come on, just give me two weeks. That's all I'm asking. Two weeks. And she says, all right, two weeks. I love, you know, when sorry says, who's going to get my back? And then he disengages with a self-conscious smile and a sigh. <laughs> Who wrote this trans? I love that part, too. <laughs> he disengages with a self-conscious small smile and a sigh. I love that. Yeah, I chose to leave that out because I didn't think that happened. <laughs> uh, I, I need to disengage more. Yeah, you do. You do. You should uh, try it. Yeah, I like, I like the ability to disengage. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Uh, I guess it just means to, you know, cease being engaged. Like, <laughs> okay, I get that, but like, <laughs> so you understand the, the prefix and then the, I do. the word engage. All right. Yeah. You went, to, you went to high school. Sorry. I'm afraid I did. I guess I just meant like what what how what that would mean for him to disengage. Like, what are they describing there? Like, I really just don't know what that means. I think it means he's looking at her, and then he stops looking her, at her and smiles and sighs. I think I think the engage is the the when he's looking at, when they're looking at each other. Oh, okay. Because he said, "Who's gonna get my back?" And it's it's a little too sincere for him. Yeah, it's a moment, and it's, it's I emotional. I see. He pulls away. He disengages. He disengages. There you go. I get it now. Look, not only do I get it, it's a great description. (laughs) Way to go, transcript guys. Yeah. You win. It's a bit of poetry in there, transcribing. Mm Mm-hmm. Very, yeah, very poetic. I like that. Nice work. Um, Yeah, the whole thing about the back, I mean, I think they they set that up pretty well throughout the episode, you know, the the, the tag team here, Sawyer, uh, yeah, Sawyer and Juliet, uh, so it works well. For some reason, I thought she was going to say, I have always had your back. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Um, It would have been a little inappropriate response, but, but but pretty close. Or something like, Sawyer... I'll have your back no matter where I am, or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I really thought they were going there, but yeah. uh, but Sawyer disengaged. They didn't get a chance. You know, on a character level, it seems like you know Juliet wants to leave, and she's almost testing how much Sawyer cares for her or needs her, because you know she wants to leave and says I'm going to leave, and Sawyer's yeah. basically like, you know, 
he's doing the whole thing, and he's like, oh, but, you know, none of these other people will keep me company. And then he mm-hmm. goes, to, you know, and she's like, you'll be fine without me. And then he's like, well, who's going to, you know, who's going to be there for me, basically? Mm-hmm. And that gets her, and she's like, yeah. oh, Sawyer really does need me, and oh. fine, two weeks. So. Yeah, yeah. Good, uh, good character moment here. Oh, yeah. And and you know what they needed this. I think Juliet's character needed this moment because it you know if they had glossed over the fact that this is her opportunity to leave, we'd be chiding them about that. I think. I agree. I agree. This definitely felt like a good um, uh, sort of dealing dealing with a loose end. That mm-hmm. her uh, uh, her whole mission for uh, from the beginning of the show when we first met her basically was to uh, get off the island. And, <laughs> If if yeah, she's got a sub leaving tomorrow and she's not even thinking about taking it, you know, that would yeah. raise some questions. I do have to say, you know, they were in this hell because people got rescued and left. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't know if she's thinking about what would happen if she left or any of them left. It'd be really weird because she's going back to uh, – the seventies and so that means there's you know, there's gonna be there's gonna be this this Juliet and then there's gonna be younger Juliet mm-hmm. running around at the same time and that's and you kinda know, weird. You know she's gonna wanna tell her younger self to not get married to Edmund mm-hmm. Burke. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's honey, so don't good, do honey. It. <laughs> honey <laughs> Why do we both say honey? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's what she has to say for some reason. She has reason. to say, listen, honey. <laughs> she has to. Um, She's got experience. And experience makes you say honey. It does. I don't know why, but it does. That's why bees have honey. Because <laughs> they're experienced. There you go. All right. Mystery, Mystery solved. solved. Oh, <laughs> All right. We got to stop sharing the same brain, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's not working out. One one no. brain, one person. Yeah, who it's supposed yeah. to be. Um, but yeah, that's the other weird thing. It is 1974. I mean, yeah, it'd be nice to get off the island, but to live in a completely different time period would be just just so crazy. Just yeah, just, people are different. Things look different. Stuff isn't there yet. I mean, hey, number one, no internet. Yeah, ugh. so you're already you're already in hell. That's no fun, uh, man. They don't even have home video yet. Yeah, they don't. You got you watch a movie in the theater. You better go see it because you won't it. get to see it again. And, see it twice, yeah. please, because that's it. Yeah. You're done. Actually, what came out in 1974? <laughs> I'm kind of curious. Uh, 1974. Let's see. We got. We got uh, The Sting was the number one at the box office. Oh, look at that. Go take The Sting. Godfather, Godfather 2 won Best Picture Ooh, of the Oscars. Godfather Part 2, nice. You better see Part 1 first, though. Yeah. Um, let's see. Won't make any sense. Notable movies, Chinatown. Ooh, Chinatown. Hey. Nice. Maybe she gets back in time to oh the conversation. Oh god damn! Yeah, she she might get back in time to see some good movies. Now that's a good year for movies. That might um, be uh, that would be tempting. Yeah, it's hard uh, to beat how that. About, how about let's see what else is on here? There's a couple of there's some stuff I'm skipping. Uh, let's see. Uh, I 
that's a lot for one year. That's hard to beat, man. Yeah, I mean, A Woman Under the Influence. Oh, man. I mean, you've got some similar classics here. Yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Wow, wow. Sugarland Express, Murder in the Orient Express. It's oh, man. Got, uh, Jesus, what were they doing back then? The Great Gatsby, we got uh, Foxy Brown, uh, we got uh, we got some classics here in different categories. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so... Just in the theater, though. Just in the theater. That's yeah. all you get. Until you got to wait about 30, 40 years before, uh, you know... Mm-hmm. Before you can, I guess it's like 20 or 30 years before you can actually see them again in any good quality. Yeah, yeah. You can make do with VHS in the meantime. Yeah. But you'll know that it sucks. You will, that's the thing. You're going to know it sucks and everyone's going to be like, I don't know, should I get a beta or should I get VHS? You're just going to be like shaking your head. Like, don't get beta, even though the quality's better. <laughs> Oh, I know, I know. I've been down that road. <laughs> um, yeah, so I do like her line about, you know, the fact that it's 1974. She's like, you know, it's it's not a reason not to go. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think it is, but I just like her rationale that it's not. Yeah. Um, because it just means, you know, she's thought about that, and that's not going to stop her from going. Mm-hmm. Um... But yeah, you know, anything else in this scene? Uh, I think that's pretty much it. All right, pretty much it. So, uh, let me think. Did I want to say anything? I guess not. So, next scene yeah. is three years later, coming off the two weeks, of course. Mm-hmm. Um. It's a lovely day in the barracks. Uh, <laughs> Sawyer strolls down a path uh, past a parked blue bicycle. Um, a blonde woman tosses a volleyball with her young daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Turning to a patch of the gardener's handiwork, he spots a common sunflower, dainty and perfect, <laughs> and he kicks it, bringing it to his nose for a sniff. <laughs> <laughs> He smiles. Oh. Wow. If I had written that, it wouldn't have come out like that. No. That was... that was <laughs> Nice work. Um, okay, so uh, then... Uh, let's see. Then what? Then what? Then what? Okay, then we see some uh, a tabletop and uh, a bottle of wine, a salad. Looks like there's some dinner a-cooking. Um Sawyer comes in and says, something smells good, and Juliet's in the in the kitchen, <laughs> cooking away. Um, she's got some pasta. Uh, there's all sorts of cut-up uh, vegetables and stuff laying around. Um, Sawyer shows her the flower, and she smiles and uh, says, is that for me? Sawyer says, you are amazing today. And then they uh, they have a little hug, and she says, "Thank you for believing in me." Um, and then uh, then they have some kisses. And then, <laughs> and then Julia says, "I love you," and Sorry says, "I love you too." And then they say, "Mmm," and then they kiss some more. 
And they say, let's make a baby. And they say, let's make a baby. <sighs> and let us name him. Cut. <laughs> oh, man, if they have a baby right now, and the baby is someone we know, oh, my God. That'd be so weird. So weird. <sighs> so I guess that could happen. Yeah, of course it could happen. There, somebody there... <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what that's the world. That's what's happening. The, that's the world you're living in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it could be somebody they're hanging out with is their son. Mm-hmm. Wow, they could have a baby in the past. That is not cool. It is not cool at all. No, 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 not at all. So, what do you think about this scene? Oh, the scene's over. <laughs> yeah, it's over. Um, I don't really like this scene. Uh, this is probably the only scene. This is definitely the only scene. In, well, I thought the the directing or whatever was a little weird. Like the way they, uh, you know, Juliet comes off and the whole interchange. It it was weird to me. I don't know. It. it I don't know why, but this I didn't really. I didn't really. I didn't really like it. Didn't really like how it came off. I don't, and I don't know if it's, I don't know what it is. I kind of felt like they were dancing around what the relationship is. Mm-hmm. And, and so, so it plays strange because I feel like they're kind of withholding that until pretty yeah. late in the scene. Yeah, it just seemed, it seemed like, you know, they would say something or look at each other and then they would, not, you know, and then it, it just seemed weird. It comes across like this is the first time Sawyer's ever done anything like this. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, it, I don't think that's supposed to be the case, but. And, like, he, she, you know, he gives her the flower and then they just, they hug. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of like friends. Yeah, exactly, exactly. They're yeah. still kind of selling that. Yeah. And then it seems like they kiss, and it's just like the first time, yeah. maybe. But it was, but it was, it was just a little. She gives him a little pet. Yeah. You know, and then he goes in for more. Yeah. It just, it just, the way the scene plays out, it was weird to me. Uh, and, and it and was. It, I don't, weird. I don't, I don't think it's just because it's their relationship. I think it's just, you know, like you said, I think they are to a certain degree trying to, trying to. Make it weird. Yeah. You know. Uh, one thing's for sure, they're eating a lot of vegetables. That oh, thing. man. <laughs> they are not fucking around with the vegetables. Man, there is green Woo! stuff everywhere. Get ready. Uh, I don't know how they could possibly eat all those vegetables. There was a lot of vegetables That's around, two people. Man. Two and... people, a lot of veggies. Yeah. <laughs> um, one other thing I want to mention is the the blue color that's all in this. Dharma likes their sky blue because the the VW vans are sky blue. The van the the Jeep that Sawyer drives is sky blue, mm-hmm. and the bike that we see people riding around on in in, in the Dharma campus is sky blue. So I don't know why all their vehicles is this blue color, but. Oh. It's, a, it's a nice looking color, but um, it's like you know three different vehicles with the same sort of color. Mm-hmm. Thought I'd point that out. Yeah, yeah. I didn't notice that. What? <laughs> yeah, that's surprise, right. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> so what's uh what's blue in this? In, is there something blue inside the house? 
no, I don't think there's any bullets at the house. There's just the bike before Sawyer. Okay, oh, the in. bike. Yeah, I see the bike. They have those biking people. Where do they go? I mean, it doesn't seem like the barracks are that it's big. It's not that big. It can't be. I guess you just, you know, why not get there 30 seconds sooner? <laughs> I yeah, I guess, I mean, it looks it, it looks all, you know, very relaxing, but, like, yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't seem very practical. Maybe it's just, you know, have a bike around just to ride around, too, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, like, the jungle doesn't doesn't seem like it has any good bike paths or anything. It seems like it would be kind of rough trying to ride it well, anywhere. Well, no, I mean, I mean ride, it, ride it around in the camp. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. I just, I feel like that's not, you know, it's not very good. Like, there's not enough room, you know? It's not. Oh, we can go in a circle around the perimeter. Of I guess. It's boring, though. Better than not riding a bike at all, I yeah, think they'd say. I guess they'd say that. If you're, you know, if you're a bike rider. Mm-hmm, Yeah. Maybe. All right. So, uh... Yeah, they just like that color. I guess it's a thing. Yeah, they definitely like that color. Whoever, uh... Whoever's in charge of their, uh... Uh... I don't know, color schemes or something is a big fan of that color. Jacob. Jacob, there you go. Jacob, which is uh, which is an acronym for uh, the computer that they have in one of the rooms. Oh God! Everybody knows that. Everyone knows that. <laughs> the computer that uh, Michael was talking to, right? Mm-hmm. He, oh he yeah. He was talking to Wall. He was talking to that Jacob. one Wall. <laughs> Wall don't know how to type. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh God, yeah, Walt. <sighs> Never mind. <laughs> Oh man. So, um so you ready for the next DM? Yeah, let's let's get through this. All right. Um <laughs> Let's 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 get through this. Okay. So, uh in the next scene, um Sawyer's sitting there reading uh in a chair next to the couch where Horace has passed out and I uh, tells Horace to wake up, boss. Um Horace gets up, and uh, <clears throat> Sawyer tells him he's a daddy, but he missed it. Um, and uh, he's uh, surprised. Um, so Sawyer asks him, uh, why uh, Why are you drinking and blowing up trees and all that? Uh, Horace says he was looking for some socks, and... Uh, so he uh, went to get some Amy's, <laughs> and uh, and he found this, and he uh, he pulls out the the Ankh necklace. And he found it in the back of her drawer. It was Paul's. So he says, "You got in a fight over a necklace," and he says, "It's only been three years, just three years that he's been gone. Is that really long enough to get over someone?" And Sawyer thinks, and then he says. I had a thing for a girl once, and I had a shot at her, but I didn't take it. For a little while, I'd lay in bed every night, wondering if it was a mistake, wondering if I'd ever stop thinking about her. And now I can barely even remember what she looks like. I mean, her face, it's, she's just gone. And she ain't never coming back. So three years long enough to get over someone? Absolutely. So this is the per. 
two perfect get an example of what I meant about uh, the sort of the sort of I don't know what to call this thing, but you know when you have this line and you you sort of set up this idea and then you have a sort of second line which is supposed to you know bring that idea home. Yeah. And they often don't connect well, and this is a perfect example of it not connecting, at least in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, what's weird about this to me is you know. <laughs> and I was laughing when you were recapping because <laughs> Horace was like, you know, uh, Sawyer was like, you know, why are you blowing up trees with dynamite? And Horace was like, why? Well, I was, what did he, what did he say? I was, he was looking for uh, socks. And I thought, well, I was looking for some socks, and I found some dynamite, and I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, okay. Here's the thing. So, so Horace is is all upset because. He finds Paul's onk that Amy's been keeping for <laughs> for three years, which which sort of means that she's not over him, right? Uh, and then Horace says, you know, Horace says, uh, you know, it, it it it's only been three years. It's it's three years enough to get over someone. So right away, my the trigger in my brain is like that sounds weird. That's a weird question to ask. Mm-hmm. I feel like Horace should be should be saying, you know. Why isn't she over him? You know, because I think it's evident that for Amy, three years isn't enough time, right? Like, or else she wouldn't be still holding on to this thing. I guess I, guess I assumed that the conversation was something like, you know, why do you still have this? And she's like, well, you know, because, uh, you know, I, you know, I, I feel I okay. I can't. I can't even say what how I feel like she's gonna sell this, but I feel like the idea is I am over him. You know, I'm just keeping this as you know as a you know for sentimental reasons. I mean, like I feel like you can you can be over someone and and still keep memento. Okay, you know? and even if even if I buy that, right? The the thing the thing that it gets me is he says it's only been three years. Like having the word only in there to me implies that he under, he knows what the outcome is. Like, if he says it's been three years, is that enough time? Mm-hmm. But saying it's only been three years, which seems to imply that's not enough time. Yeah. You know, so it's like he's, he's the the way he comes off in his in his questioning is, is weird to me, but it's really only so that Sawyer can answer this question, yeah. the way they want him to answer it. Yeah. Which is he tells his long story and says it's three years enough time to get over someone, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. This is an example of, of in my opinion, those the, the little sort of setup and answering just not exactly being. Yeah. Right. One one of the things like I've noticed something like this where where one character asks a question and then the other person gives a long speech and at the end reiterates the question and then gives mm-hmm. an answer based on the speech they just gave. That's yeah. they do that on Lost a lot. Yeah. That's that's like one of their favorite like ways to um to to have to have seen scenes go. Yeah, they definitely like that. The person brings in their, you know, whatever's going on in their life, their personal issues and and that that comes to bear on whatever the other character is dealing with and they 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 really like that. Um I I also didn't really like um, speak this thing we're talking about now Sawyer's speech. I, I I thought he hit it, he nailed it too hard. <laughs> I don't know what sort of metaphor I've got to use here, 
Uh, I thought he. They hit. Did you write that one down, Ron? (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! Oh man! Um, (laughs) And what if he hurt you? Is my is what scares me. (laughs) What if he hurt you? Um, I know. (laughs) It is scary. Um. So. uh, (laughs) Um. Yeah, so I, I just thought, you know, the fact that he, he said, you know, I was in love with this girl, blah, 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 couldn't stop thinking about her, maybe I made a mistake. But when he goes to the point of she's gone, she never come back, and uh, he can barely remember what she looks like, you know, I just thought, like, you know, for us it hasn't been three years, Sawyer, you know, um, and it just seemed like he was just way too through with her. Mm-hmm. You know, just, like, completely, utterly... There's no. I don't think there's much more he could have said for it, for us to understand that he was 100% completely over Kate. Yeah. Like he can't. He can't even remember her face. It's one thing. What? Are you talking about Kate? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Did you not? Is that something else you missed? Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea. I thought he was. Uh, I, I thought he was talking about somebody else. You thought he was talking about Sassafras? Yeah. There or, you go. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Clementine. Sassafras. <laughs> Was it is it Clementine? Cassidy. No, that's the daughter. The daughter's Clementine, right? Mm-hmm. Cassidy. Cassidy. That, there we go. Oh, Susie Q. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Why not? Sure. Um but yeah, but the just just the whole thing of he's just he's just too through with her, you know. I, I didn't really like that. Uh but I will say it still plays well given the next scene. Like it, yeah. I understand why they did it, but and I still don't. I think they went a little too far for me. Uh, it's fine that he's over her. I have no problem with him being over her. Just the stint of which he explained how over her she he is mm-hmm. was a little bit much for me because uh, it's like we get it, you know. Um, but then, like, like I said, I think it still works well given the next scene. Yeah, um, that's the thing. They're really setting that up too. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely set, set up for that. Um, but I'm just wondering, you know, when he sees her, does he know who it is? He forgot her face looks like. <laughs> I don't know. He's like, who's this chick? <laughs> She's pretty hot. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I guess I assumed it was one of those things where, like, I, I, I've had that. You can't remember what someone looks like, but if you see them, you recognize them. Yeah, yeah, oh, of course. Of course. You know? I guess I, yeah, I figured he probably recognized her, but he just couldn't call it up immediately in memory. Anyway, he's I, so I, over her. Yeah, I, I guess I sort of like that. I like the idea that he's he he moved on. I, I would feel bad for him if it were three years later and he and he were still like not over it somewhat, you know. Well, I don't mind. Like I said, I don't mind that he's over it. Just the extent to which he explains. You think he drives it home was. too much? I yeah, guess I, I guess I felt so. like he was overselling it a little bit for Horace's sake. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because um, he wants to sort of, I think he's he's also you know he's trying to convince Horace that that Amy's over it. And here's and here's the thing, you know, uh, and obviously all Sawyer can do is give his opinion, but you know Amy and Paul are married for who knows <laughs> how long. Yeah. Completely different than Kate and Sawyer being whatever they were. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> a little bit different, I agree. Yeah. And also, totally he different. died. She just, yeah, she just exactly. left the island. 
And he he and he let her go too, yeah. as he says. You know, um, he yeah. had a choice, and that's the thing. How how much could he, he could he have loved her? Well, I don't. It's not a fair question, but um, you know, he did he did let her go, and and as he explains it, he had a chance. Now, mm-hmm. in the in the context of what he's talking about, he did that to save her life. Yeah, not that oh, I had a shot and I decided not to take it. It was more of. I had a shot, but I'd rather her live. Right. Then you know, take the shot. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I don't have a big problem with it. It just, it just, it was a little, little much of an oversell here. But uh, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I know what you mean. I agree. Um. Okay, sorry. Shouldn't have read ahead. Uh-oh. There's a doozy coming. <laughs> okay, so uh, anything else about this scene? Nah. Ready for the next scene? It's basically the end here. Yeah. Um, so um, it's uh, it's in the morning. Sawyer and Juliet are lying in bed. Um, the telephone rings. Sawyer answers it. Um and he says, uh, no, don't bring him in. Just meet me in the North Valley. Uh, Juliet says, who was it? Um, what's going on? So he says, it was Jen. Juliet says, everything okay? So he says, yeah, I just got to go. So he leaves. And then uh, I guess we'll just continue from there. Um, the North Valley, an early morning light touches the shoreside meadow. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I can picture it. <laughs> You know the North Valley. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Sawyer drives up in a blue Dharma Initiative Jeep. He parks the Jeep and gets out. A blue Dharma van drives nearer, then stops. The passenger door opens, and Hurley steps out, wearing a jeans jacket and carrying a guitar case. Jack steps out of the back in his suit and tie and breathes the island air. Ah, <laughs> uh, what else would he breathe? <laughs> yeah, he didn't really have a choice, but okay. Sawyer uh, looks at them in amazement. He removes his eyeglasses as Kate steps out from behind Hurley, wearing a tank top and black pants. Her face, <laughs> those freckles. Kate, Sawyer, lost. Oh, man. That's, that's exactly it. It that's, is. That's exactly it. Her face, those freckles. <laughs> Kate, Sawyer, lost. <laughs> Wow. They really, they really nailed it. Uh, I could not have done it better. Can I say bravo to uh, who did this? I can't tell. Where do they say who transcribed this? No one gets any credit in the Internet age. Is <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it is it is it Robert K.S.? I can't tell if that's who did this or not. All for the collective. Let me see. Where would it even say? Yeah, he made an edit at least. They used to have a thing where they said, but whomever, uh, whoever did this, uh, brava. Yeah. Looks like, yeah, it looks like a few people did stuff, but I can't tell who did most of it. Yeah, I don't know. 
Oh, this is... There's this disclaimer by transcripts that might explain something about it. I don't know. Oh, wait. Anyway... Some good, some good, uh, some good transcribing there. Very nice. Uh, <laughs> Very nice. My my version of that scene would have been a lot more mundane. Yeah, yeah. There's I poetry. And, there's poetry in transcribing. Who knew? Yeah, I had no idea, but now I know. So let's talk about these scenes here. Okay. Um, I guess Sawyer and uh, Juliet are sleeping together. Apparently. Spoiler alert. Uh oh. You know what that means. I do know what that means. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, it means a lot of things, I'm sure. Yeah. Um. So okay, so they get the phone call, and um, you know, we know who it is and what's about. Yeah, I this is was... Jen from a while ago. Yeah, so this is, you know, what we've seen before when Kate and Jack and Hurley land on the island and yeah. they regroup and then Jen comes with the gun and he says, oh, no, look, it's those guys. Yeah. So he apparently didn't call Sawyer and then they meet each other in the valley. I thought it was weird that Sawyer didn't tell Juliet. She's as invested as those guys getting back as anybody else. Yeah, 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 that was weird. Now, you know, I don't know if he's, you know, uh, I mean, obviously it's a crazy situation. This is the day he didn't think would come, but he was expecting that whole thing. But, um, you know, I think it's a bit weird he didn't he didn't say anything. Uh, maybe he just wanted to check it out first or something. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and, you know, it probably would have been weird with him seeing Kate and Juliet yeah. being there. And Yeah. Yeah, that would have been weird. And at this point, i got to say... I gotta tell Kate. I hope you're not coming back for Sawyer. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. So that's a little. That's a little. That's a little crazy. But anyway. So yeah. So we get there and um, Sawyer in his blue jeep uh, and uh, they're there. Yeah. What I was gonna say earlier was. Um, I guess I just. I, I keep forgetting about Kate or something because in this scene I'm like, okay, Sawyer sees Jack and Hurley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but of course, the way they shoot it, you know, you yeah. they don't show you Kate till the very end. They, just, yeah, she's the punchline. Yeah, she's the punchline. <clears throat> she's always the. Punchline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they like that when it's a group of people. They they sort of show them one at a time, mm-hmm. so they can sort of react. So they show Hurley first, then they show Jack, and then Kate steps out. And yeah, Kate did look really weird. Yeah, she did look weird. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but the way they shoot that, they just look. There's just some strange quality to the way they look. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what they did. If there's some kind of thing there, I don't. I, Shouldn't I don't they know. all be wet? Yeah, they should be wet. Are they not wet? Well, I mean, maybe they dried off a little bit, but they didn't look wet enough. <laughs> You heard me. I did. <laughs> I really did. Um, you know. But whatever. They're not going to wet them up just because of us, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
fun. Yeah, don't wet them up just for our sake. <laughs> um. Well, all right. They're back. I mean, you know, there they are. Regrouping. Okay, so that was the other thing uh, with this whole episode was the fact that they they did experience three years on the island as the Lossies experienced three years off island. Yeah, yeah. The timeline sort of. Uh, I was surprised they went that way, but it, it seems like basically uh, they ended up being the same, like re, you know, relative ages as they were mm-hmm. before. You know. Ah, um, uh, okay. I was. I was kind of thinking, like, like what difference does it make? But I think that's a big one. Yeah, that they're that you know the same amount of time is pretty much passed for each group, and yeah, yeah, that that's important. It, they didn't have to do that. No, the time travel would allow them to go back, you know, it, theoretically at least, like before, you know, before they even went in with Dharma. Mm-hmm. You know, before any of that shit happened, so. But obviously they're doing something here, and that probably wouldn't have worked for whatever reason. So basically, it would have worked out that they would have ended up in the same time as the Losties, no matter when, I guess, because the Flash is really what synced them together. Yeah. So so even if they had experienced more time on the island... Than the, than the Lossies did off the island. It's really the Flash that mattered. Wait, right? Uh, I don't know, though, because I feel like that Flash wasn't, like, the same Flash. I mean, it shouldn't have been. Uh, I don't know. Because if I'm they thinking... flashed at the same time, it seems like they would have ended up, you know, three years ago. Yeah, but isn't but doesn't the flash in the plane correlate to a flash on the island or something? I thought we said that. I don't think so. I mean, maybe because was that not somehow the moment when Locke turned the wheel? Did I make that up? Did that does that make Locke any sense? was on the plane. Well, but Locke was on the island too when he turned the wheel. I somehow I thought that was related. Like, um, it's hmm. you know, there should be some reason why that flash happened. So I agree. I guess I just I I I, I didn't I don't have an explanation for it. Okay, but there they can't they like... can't have jumped on board with one of the flashes we've seen. Um why not? Well, just because they didn't they didn't end up in the time they ended up during any of the other flashes. Oh yeah. Hmm. So it's just arbitrary that it's been three years for each of them? Each it, group? It kinda seems that way. Hmm. Kinda seems that way. I mean unless there's some reason why they were put in this time period. Hmm. Like I have no idea what's going on here. Like why why are they here and the other you know the other people on the plane didn't get put there and you know I have no idea what the explanation for that is supposed to be. Well, obviously it's because true love knows no bounds. (laughs) Oh God! I was gonna say I think one of the things about this scene that made it come off weird to me is the fact that they don't say anything. Yeah. You know they just stand there and look at each other. Yeah. 
you know, I I, expect, I keep expecting someone to say something, and they don't. They just stand there for a very long time. <laughs> I think I think that's I think that's part of it. Yeah, that is part of it. And it's good though. I mean, I know, you know I like it's that. A big, it's a big, uh, it's a big reunion. It is, yeah. It's a big moment. Hey, um, you know, uh, Sawyer's the closest thing Jack has to a friend, right? <laughs> oh, don't bring oh, that up. It, oh, was it the other way around? I forget who said what. I think Jack said that, didn't he? <laughs> no, Sawyer said that. Sawyer said that to Jack. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. He did. That was season two. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Some Classic Sawyer. You're a close thing I got to a friend, Doc. <laughs> All right. So, oh, man. Uh, I was going to bring up um, the issue of Saeed and Son. Uh, I'm kind of wondering what happened to them. Um, you know, whether they're just going to show up somewhere else or what, you know, what's going to happen. I think, I think Saeed went back to the era of the statue and the statues of Saeed. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Why does it have four toes? Did my phone drop? No. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hoping for a phone drop. That would have been good gotta, timing. Got to figure out how to make that happen. <laughs> I guess I could press this big red button. On yeah, you could. That would work. Yeah. Somehow that's cheating. I don't know. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, no. Um, you need fate to decide. Saeed is... I honestly think Saeed is really the big one uh, because, you know, I think Sun is with Frank. So Sun, Sun and Locke and then the other people on the plane went to that time period. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I guess, I, guess I, originally, I originally thought that Sun wasn't there just because... When Jin shows up, if Sun were there, it would it would change the dynamic because it would just be about that, mm-hmm. and sort of the the other aspect of the scene would kind of take you know uh, would would uh, yeah yeah <laughs> would be Good. overwhelmed by that that yeah. you know um, so uh, uh, so I guess I thought they would find her, but yeah, maybe uh, she is the one with Frank. I mean, it is kind of weird that he just went with some woman. Um, yeah, and that's the thing. I think you know she knows Frank. They know each she other. She doesn't know Frank. I mean, relatively speaking. Yeah, I think of the people who are not reincarnated, <laughs> um, they're the right. only two who kind of know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, and then there's Ben, but he's uh he's hurt. Yeah, Ben. And I don't know. I don't know that she's gonna to want to go hang out with Ben. Well, and I don't think Frank knows Ben either. I don't think Frank really knows Ben. Does he? Mm, I mean, I he may have not. heard of him, but I don't think he has. You know, he has no reason to like want to. Hey, we need to bring Ben. Yeah, I definitely think. Yeah, Frank's definitely heard of him, but uh, um, but yeah, he doesn't know him. Um. Hmm. So. So Saeed is really... So Saeed's a... Yeah, so if Sun's with Frank, then, okay, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what exactly their plan is, but... Uh, well, they're probably... They're trying to go find Jack and Kate now. Oh, together, okay, but... well, there you go. That'll work. Um, that was <laughs> I easy. Mean, Sun, so... I mean, yeah, Sun definitely wants to find Jen, and, uh, you know, I think, I think you know, Frank knows that 
that that Jack knew something about why they were all on the plane. I mean, I guess Sun could say you know a lot too. Mm-hmm. Sun could Sun could fill him in. Yeah. Uh, but nevertheless, I think they want to find all those guys and figure out what's going on here. So right. I think that's the the cause for them to leave. Yeah, yeah, that was that was really easy. I thought that was a big mystery. I guess not. Um, uh, I think we said that before. We probably did. I forgot. I don't know. Yeah. I forget things. Well, um, you know, you can't remember everything, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so, Saeed, I guess, is still a question mark because uh, it doesn't seem like he's with them. He's not, you know, There's there's been no talk of, a you know, some man wandering off. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it makes me think he is in the time with them. Well, first and foremost, Saeed is handcuffed. So wherever he I is, he's got, to, he, he's got to get his handcuffs off. Oh, not the handcuffs again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't forget it. Maybe in the commotion he managed to to get the key from uh, uh, from Ilana. Uh, the commotion of him flashing off the plane? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of them. Yeah, there's plenty of time there to uh, grab the key when he's <laughs> when he's uh, disappearing off the plane. <laughs> I forgot about the handcuffs. That's not good. I wonder if we'll pick up with Saeed somewhere and he'll be handcuffed and then he'll have to like deal with that. It's um, gonna be a pain in the ass. Not for Saeed Jarrah. You're right. Sorry, I forgot he'll, who you're dealing with. He'll come up with a pretty quick plan to get those handcuffs <laughs> off, I believe. <laughs> Yeah, you're probably right. You know, one of the things about this show that I hate is that sometimes, like, you know, they have these, you know, these things that, like, you know, what's going to happen to these people next episode, and it just seems so amorphous, and then they show it, and it's like, oh, why couldn't we guess that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, why couldn't we we guess that? So I feel like we should be able to guess sort of, you know, what Saeed is up, where he is, what he's Me up too. to. Me you know, too. It seems impossible. Yeah, but it's not. It's got to be. It's only a certain number of things, right? <laughs> You're right. Yeah, there's not infinitely many possibilities. Like, you know, what's going to happen when you know, you know, Locke's dead body's on the plane and they go, they're going back. You know, what's going to happen after mm-hmm. the flash? You know, and oh, who knows? But it's like he wakes up and he's on the island and he doesn't remember how he got there. Oh, that's pretty simple. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, so I feel like we should be able to, you know, come up with a couple of viable ideas of where we will see Saeed next. Okay. But I don't know if we can. Did you have any such viable ideas? I, um, I, 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 I feel like he's, he's in the time they're in, um, and he's somewhere else, and I don't know why, and I don't know what they would do with him while he's out there. I guess he, maybe he could, like... Get involved with the others or something? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh-oh. I just had another... Well, I'm bringing back up a crazy theory. Uh-oh, not a crazy theory. Saeed is Rosinski. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> no, maybe maybe that doesn't, that doesn't work. He... So, yeah, because I think he does need to be in the same time as the rest of them. And the Rosinski's all later. That's that's later. Yeah, it is later. He's not going to um, kill himself. Yeah. I never Whether Rosinski did or not. Yeah, I never thought – I just wasn't convinced by that. Oh, great, you got a gun, you got some blood on the ceiling? Whatever. <laughs> I know what show I'm watching. <laughs> 
I believe it at this point, but it definitely seemed suspect at the time. Yeah. Because um, Calvin wasn't exactly trustworthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I, until I see Rosinski pull the trigger. <laughs> That's what it's going to take. That's Fair all enough. it's going to take. Fair enough. I don't know um, if we're going to see him ever, ever, ever. Although so it'd be really where, cool. Where could Saeed be? Um... I mean, he's going to wake up in the jungle somewhere. He's going to wake up somewhere. <laughs> Let's start there. Let's, uh, no, I'm trying to start like, okay, he wakes up somewhere. Where is he going to be? What's he got to do? He's going to have handcuffs on. He's got to get rid of that. Yeah, that'll I mean, be... obviously, they're going to they're gonna have to put him in a place where they can pick up on a story thread right away. You know, so he's either going to be someplace that we've seen before or some, some, something that they can pick up on. Like he's, you know, I don't know what. Because we've got the people with Dharma, so that's check. He shouldn't be there. We've got uh, the people on the mini island, so he doesn't really need to be there. I think he's on. I think he's on the island somewhere, um, and the main island. Mm-hmm. So really, the key I think is figuring out what story thread are they going to pick up on with him. Yeah. What is he going to get involved in right away? Because uh, that will dictate where he is. Um. But I, I just don't. I don't really know. That's why I was thinking the others, because I couldn't think of any other like. Oh, the others. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, because Dharma's good. So the others. That's good. Yeah. You know, somehow they they run into him or something, and you know. Makes me question. Cause see, that's the thing that makes me question the thing with Richard, though. And, you know, Richard talking to Sawyer three years later and all that. Um, oh, but I guess Saeed just shows up after the three-year period, right? He shows up... Wait, right? Yes. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? So I'm th- I was thinking Saeed would show up pre... LaFleur, but he shows up oh. post LaFleur. Yeah, 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 post LaFleur. Okay, so... The post LaFleurian era. Okay, so yeah, so so Richard... So basically, Richard would need to mention something about his talk with Sawyer to Saeed. Yeah. Because I was thinking if Saeed was talking to Richard before, then when he hears Sawyer's story, he would know something, but it's the other way around, so... Yeah. So, okay, I, I like that theory. I'm going to go that, that Saeed... Um, you know, unless he picks, unless Frank and Son find him pretty quickly, I would, I would say it's either that or it's Saeed yeah. with the, the, the others. Yeah, if 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 Saeed is uh, in the present, then yeah, then I think Son and, and Jen will find him. I mean Frank, uh, but mm-hmm. uh, uh, but if he's in the past, then yeah, uh, okay, I agree. I'm on board. Nice. All right. See if, we, really see if we can pull this off. That. I mean, it's really a small guess, but um, I don't know what else they're going to do with him, but uh, that's a good place to start. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know where that goes from there, but uh, I don't really know. Uh, I don't really know what Saeed's thing's going to be. Like, he didn't really have – he didn't really want to go back to the island. He was sort of handcuffed and put on the plane. So, mm-hmm. um. So it doesn't seem like he has any anything in particular to go do. Yeah. That makes it hard. 
He doesn't have anyone he's looking for. So, I don't know. I could see him maybe being in the present. Maybe. Yeah. Kind of like him to be in the past, though. Be nice to have Saeed around. I think it'd be better. Yeah. Better in the past. Yeah. I don't know why Sun didn't go to the past, though. Kind of weird. Well, and that's the thing. If You know, how is she going to be reunited with Jen? Yeah, I mean, if she's in the present, she won't be. Not for a while, at least. Uh, Unless Jen comes out and he's like, you know, 20 years older, 30 years Uh. older. He's like, hi, son, I'm your husband, Jen. Don't you still love me, baby? (laughs) <laughs> Why he's talking like that? But I don't know you. <laughs> but I'm glad it's. Uh... Um. <clears throat> yeah, no, I guess I feel like this, this, this Jack Hurley, Kate Sawyer, Dan Miles, Juliet, <laughs> um, thing is going to, um is going to uh uh is going to end up with them going back to the present. Mhm. I guess Yeah, I, I they definitely shouldn't stay here forever. Yeah, like I don't, I don't think they're going to stay there forever. I don't know what they're going to do while they're there. I don't know what they're going to get involved with, what the point of all this is. Um but I do feel like eventually they'll get back and Well, and, the war is coming. Oh, the war. I forgot about the war. And is that going to be is this going to yes. play into the war plot? Like Something with Dharma in the past is going to be is going to matter as far as the war and a few. I mean, they don't even know, they don't even know about that because Locke was the one who knew about that. But uh, in times of war, history always matters. Okay. I read that on a fortune cookie. <laughs> no. <laughs> um. <laughs> That's a weird fortune cookie. <laughs> you know, fortune cookies can write whatever they want to on there. It doesn't even matter anymore. They really can. They really can. Many of them, I invite you to play this game. Many of them are not, in fact, fortunes. Oh, they're not fortunes. Many of them are sometimes just lottery numbers. Yeah. Sometimes they're just simple facts. Yeah. Yeah. Or just like phrases. (laughs) Yeah. Like what you just said, only less, I don't know, (laughs) less something. Less something and more something else. Yeah. Um... Not you again. Five minutes. To extend the time by 60 minutes, press star eight. You know, we, we're talking about a show with a, a lot of, you know, fate and determinism and free will uh, mm-hmm. ideas. And I'm wondering, if I don't press star eight, will this call actually be shut down? If someone in, from the future could tell us how much longer our podcast is, we could we could figure it oh, out. Oh yeah, if you're listening right now, you already know whether or not this podcast is going to end in five minutes. Oh or not. shit, you do. Yeah, wow, really you, weird. you really you really have one over on us in this situation. Yeah, it's 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 strange. You you sort of are almost something. I don't know. There's some sort of power there. Yeah. Now, I guess it's the knowledge. Knowledge it does equal power. Look at that! What the crap? We just illustrated that old axiom. Wow. Um, I'd rather not press the button because I feel like we'll be done in five minutes anyway, right? Yeah, we should be. We're at the end, and we're just kind of, you know. 
bullshitting around here at this point. So yeah, um, this has been a pretty long one. I I didn't quite see this coming. Uh, you know, I, I didn't. The length of our podcast, you know, <laughs> are like I don't even know what. It doesn't seem like it's predictable. It, yeah, there's 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 a lot of elements involved in how long it's going to be. I mean, the biggest one, of course, is what you know the episode, what, yeah. what is going to be in there. Um, you know, the format of how we go through scene by scene, I think, is a big one too. Yeah. Um, how much time we spend just recapping, obviously, and then right. how many tangents, and then mm-hmm. how much we have to say, and it, you know. There was definitely more to say about this than I thought there were go- was going to be. Yeah, apparently. Cause it seemed like we went through those scenes pretty fast, but it's been five hours, so it couldn't have been that fast. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't that fast. So but, uh, pretty good, pretty good length, I think. Yeah, I I think this might be our longest of the season. Uh, Unless you count the first one, but that was two episodes. No, I don't. If you take them Um, separately, they were shorter. Yeah, looks like Jughead was 539. Oh, really? All right, Jughead wins then. Jughead's going to win this battle. Go Jughead. We'd have to go for like 20 more minutes to get that, and you know. Yeah. We've got 20 more minutes to talk about. I don't think we have that left. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Jughead wins. This is number two. Number two. Um. Cool. Well, thanks for listening, guys. It's been fun again. Oh yeah. Uh, Lost is on a break next week. That's right. We won't be back next week. I'm afraid. No episode. So that means you have a you know longer t- time to listen to this podcast. And there you go. Uh, Savor it. Sometimes you have to cram it in before Wednesday, but uh, yeah. Yeah, you won't have to cram. No cramming. Don't cram it. Don't cram it this week. <laughs> uh, also, just a bit of tidbit, it's daylight savings time. So <laughs> so this, this podcast is actually an hour longer. No. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so set your clocks back, folks. Um, <laughs> By the time you're hearing this, you probably already have. But if you, if haven't, you haven't, yeah. do it. Do it, yeah, because Daylight Savings does not announce itself. You think it should somehow. It does seem like that, yeah. Yeah, you just, it's the kind of thing you have to find out. It doesn't, it's not clear. Mm-hmm. Um, we lose an hour, but the good news is um, it's it kind of makes the days longer. Mm-hmm. So that's always good, because now it'll be darker later, right? Right. Because it's... You move back an hour. So. You move back, yeah. So if it got dark at six, now it's getting dark at five. I guess that doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the other way. Wait, did we move ahead then? Yeah, we moved ahead then. Yeah, spring uh, forward. So you, we forward. Okay, yeah, so you, you move the forward. Yeah, yeah, there it is. There it is. Five. So what Sorry. used to be five is now six. So ah, there it is. There yeah. it is. There's the extra daylight. That's it. Thank you, Daylight. Thank you. We love you. Mm-hmm. You're bright. Uh, I guess until the week after next. Thanks and namaste. Namaste and good luck.